Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We are live in Las Vegas, just outside the Lions Den. If you listen closely, you can hear them roar. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on this Monday night. A couple days after Phoenix, or what I call the Supercross Storm. Thank you again, Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. I'm Steve Mathis, with your host, as usual, our co-host, Mike Mason, freestyle god Freestyle legend, uh, running a bit late. He will be here in a little bit. Uh, we've got an awesome show planned for you guys. JT will be on. Jason Thomas will be on later. And uh, we're also going to uh, have quite a bit of uh, giveaways tonight, so stay tuned for that. Producing the show, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes, and not showing up until the last possible moment when O'Rourke is in studio is none other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. You can't tell me that wasn't planned. You cannot tell me. That your arch enemy O'Rourke was in studio, and you came possibly the latest you had ever come for a show. Here's the better question. Can you hold it against me for trying to minimize the amount of time that I had to spend in studio with him? I mean, no. Whatever. Okay. It's your choice. There but you go. I just want to tell you that I'm on to you. <laughs> I am on to you. I know okay. what you're doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We got James Stewart on the night. We got Joey Savacci. Uh, the early season JDR KTM surprise. We have Jimmy Albertson from HRT Honda coming on. And like I said, Mason should be here in a little bit. I got some big questions for him. We're going to give away an Atlas brace tonight, some Derek Anderson T-shirts courtesy of the Circle Jerkies to support Derek Anderson, and uh, some Nuclear Cowboys tickets. Tits, you went to the Nuclear Cowboys show, did you not? I did not. How was it? <laughs> if I went, I could only imagine how amazing it would be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um Hey, thank you to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, and FMF Racing. They're all on board with us this year, and thank you guys for, for all of that. We really appreciate it. Whoa, look who's here. A freestyle legend, a freestyle god, Mike Mason. Now, grab those ones there, Mason. Um, hey, what we're going to do is, uh, for the contest for the Atlas Brace, do you want to win an Atlas Brace? Me? You are not eligible. Oh. oh. Let's See, give love a, to, we're going to give away an original brace. Uh, it's the world's first flexible neck brace designed by a racer with racer's needs in mind. Extensive laboratory testing and advice from medical professionals, engineers, and, every, and other smart people. Worn by Weimer last year. He won Bercy with it. He earned a podium on outdoors. Retail price is 300 bucks. You can choose your size. You can choose your color. Atlasbrace.com for more info. Don't forget they got a new kids braces and a carbon brace, which is what Villapoto and Weimer are wearing this year. What we're going to do to give this thing away is it's all based on tonight's show. At the near the end of the show, so you got to listen all show. Uh, gonna be tough for you guys on the East Coast, but hang in there. Three hundred dollar brace on the line. And what we're gonna do at the end of the show is ask you three questions that of what happened in tonight's show. Three basic, simple questions. What happened in tonight's show? Um, we haven't asked the questions yet, but 
three points of interest on this show. First person that answers correctly via email will win this Atlas Brace. Thank you, Atlas Brace Technologies, for the giveaway. Um, we aim to please on this show. Mason. How's it going? What's up? Not much. Pull, that, pull that thing up a little bit. There you go. Ah. Uh, can you hear okay? Can you, yeah, I can hear good. Okay, pull that a little more. It's like Where, this way? Yeah, up towards like, yeah, there you go. No, a little down. Uh, thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Kenny quit the show. Good. I might have left that part out when I asked you to come by. No, I heard. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what if he thinks Kenny's still here? And then, because let's face it, Kenny has way more street cred with guys like you than I do. Uh-huh. So maybe you're like, oh, okay, Watson's cool. He's all right. Yeah. That's why I was so motivated to come over here and do this show is because he's not here no more. That's a good point. Hey, you've been watching Supercross? You've been following it? Yeah, I have, oh, actually. right on. And I see the Nuclear Cowboys is uh, started. Yeah, we did our uh, first show this weekend in Kansas City, and it went and? good. It went really good. How was it? Good. I mean, yeah, we had a uh, – we actually First had, show, like glitches, problems, issues? Well, we rehearsed. We got there Sunday night and uh, rehearsed all week. So the whole – like the show went good. We had a couple new additions, like rider-wise, so we had to kind of get them all filled in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but it was just gnarly because we rode Monday through Friday every day, like in our gear from like eleven in the morning till eight at night. And when was your show? Uh, Saturday, Sunday. So five so days in a row. Five just, days. Just, yeah, just gnarly rehearsals. Oh, then, you wouldn't. So that is that what you normally do? You knock it out right before the show. That's well, how you. No, because we're doing the same shows we did last year. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of like a tune-up, like a refresher. Dude, that seems gnarly though. Yeah, like all the other years when we have a new show, we'll do like two weeks of rehearsals mm-hmm. and then have a week off and go into our first show. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, this one's a little tough. But being stuck it, it in Kansas good. City in uh, January. Yeah, freezing, so cold. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, we're gonna give away two tickets tonight to Nuclear Cowboys. Nice. Courtesy yeah. of uh, Feld Entertainment. Uh, Kansas City already happened. You can't go that one. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, San Antonio, Auburn Hills, basically Detroit, Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, East Rutherford, Ontario, California, not Canada, and Houston. So if you're near one of those cities, we're going to give away a pair of tickets tonight. Um, how do you want to do it? How do you want to give it away? I know I, I know we I really planned on this with you. So. Let me um, think of something. All right, think of something. Give me like five, ten minutes. Yeah, let's think about how we can give these tickets away to go see Mike Mason and the Nuclear Cowboys. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? I'm a good guy. Okay. Come on now, you know me better than that. No, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how you, you people do it. No, yeah, because it's basically it's metal militia versus what they call us the Soldiers of Havoc. So we kind of do like. Of course it is. I know. <laughs> so, but um, the general isn't in it. It's just his militia people. Just his guys, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, like Ronnie Feist is in mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, uh, Wes AG is the new leader this year. There's two leaders, like Adam Jones is our leader on okay. the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of do some battling back and forth. And right. I'm not going to spoil the end. You got to just come check it out. I can't believe it. It sounds exciting. I want to go to that. I want to go to one of those. I want to check them out. For sure. I, was, I thought the, uh, the Nitro Circus thing I went to. With Pastrana here in MGM, I thought that was awesome, and yeah. then I imagine your show is exactly or a lot like that. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Right. It's it's all based kind of around a story, so it's kind of cool. There's like a whole yeah. script, and you know, it's really good for like the kids because we have some like dancers and acrobat dudes, and yeah. there's kind of like a there's an evil tempest like we're kind of all chasing around after. So I mean, it's a like we as dirt bikers were like, ah, oh, that's kind of cheesy or whatever, yeah. you know. But like we said, for the kids, they all are super pumped on it, right? And, but the riding's awesome. There's a lot of, like, pyro going off right next to us as we're doing, like, three and four wide backflips. So it's pretty cool. Um, and you did in that Spirit Arena or whatever they call that thing in Kansas City? Sprint Arena. Sprint Arena? Yeah. 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 That's pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice cool. arena and all that. Yeah. Catering was awesome. Um, <laughs> catering was awesome. I'm there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to give away two tickets to Nuclear Cowboys coming up and uh, um, in a little bit. And don't forget, uh, Joey Savachki on the show, JDRKTM, James Stewart 
on the show tonight. Nice. And uh, Jimmy Albertson, winner of the LCQ, That'd beating be Ryan Dungey. Um, so anyway, let's get to uh, – don't, don't forget, this show's available on iTunes, available on Stitcher. You can get it uh, on TuneIn right now. You can get it on the app live right now. we got emails, voicemails. Tweet at tits, PTO Sports tweet at tits segment coming up. X-Brand goggles, uh, tear-off segment. Hey, X-Brand, did you know, Mason, did huh? you have any idea, did you know, that every X-Brand order will receive one free roost deflector, nose guard? I did not know that. Yeah, one per order. Good That's amazing. Sunday. Isn't it? Dang. Wow, you just win by listening to the show. I'm kidding. Um, and uh, also, hey, if anybody's listening that is a uh, – Talking about for the Android dealio? No, no. Um, I mean, I want to talk about how my wife and I are about to get a divorce over <laughs> over our house temperature, the heat and the cold. So mm-hmm. is that an electrician? Is that um, who is that? Who helps you with that? The house they, is they, they, freezing they have... cold downstairs. Now, uh-huh. obviously, heat rises. Okay. Right. Our right. house, we can blast the heat no matter what. Downstairs is freezing. Upstairs is a sauna. She's got the oven open. She's boiling water on the stove to warm up the temperature. We need some help with this. That's awesome. Or I'm going to get divorced. So, uh, show at gmail.com if you are a heating and cooling specialist. I need to, that help, to, too. To help out. I mean, I, I expect there to be a difference, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's, you know, you're, you're fi- you can barely type downstairs. Your fingers are so cold. Stupid. I and you it. blast the heat, yeah. and it goes on, but it's not warming up at all. Yeah. Now, granted, we have a dog door, so that that's no good. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying. I'm what are we going to do about this? Hey, oh, I don't know. What? Did you know that Nash does uh, HVAC in the summertime when he's not teaching? No. He's, he's on the line. Thrilling radio, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash. Gentlemen. What's up, Nash? How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. What do I got to do, bro, to not get divorced? Well, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean I'll give you a couple of quick things you can take a look at during the week. First of all, is it a brand new problem or is it something that's been going on for a while? Um, nah, something's been going on for a while. Okay, uh, you got to talk to the other people in your neighborhood to see if other houses in your neighborhood share the similar uh, okay. problems. Well, right away, case, right away, I'm effed because I don't talk to any of my neighbors on my street. I've never <laughs> spoken to them. I don't know them. Well, that's all right. When those you, guys when are wanna, out playing play football, football, that's when you go out and talk yeah. to them about it. All right. Yeah, the frisbee guys. Why don't you go out there and talk to them, dudes? I'll have to, dude, because it's 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 wrong how, how the temperature difference. All right, real quick, because I don't want to show because nobody tunes in to hear me talk about HVAC, and I know because it's your house, then we'll make the exception. Uh, you want to make sure that there's there's usually some flues downstairs off the the HVAC unit. You can direct the air, and you got to find the ductwork that goes upstairs or the ductwork for the first floor, and you can reconfigure the air to come out more so downstairs. Uh, with the flues and the ductwork, or even the registers, you can close the registers upstairs, and it'll make more heat go downstairs. Uh huh. Okay. So that's something to do. And then, I mean, I hate to sound simplistic, but heat rises, which sucks. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of unavoidable. But you should be able to redirect the air, Steve. To be honest with you, it's bad. We got to work this out, Nash. Uh, All right. Well, here's the, here's, the, here's the, I mean, I'm just brainstorming. Maybe fly me out and I can troubleshoot the house and maybe sit in on the show. Just call me crazy. <laughs> yeah, call you crazy. We, we can try to do something like that. Uh, we got to do something because I can't, ha- I can't handle my wife with the oven open and the water boiling. I can't, I can't do it. 
I can't do it. It could so. be like a weekly boring feature where you do a couple of things on my checklist, and then I'll touch base yeah. with you in the very beginning to see if you're living outside with the dogs I in still, a literal doghouse. I still feel like I'm a, a relative new homeowner, and so this is uh, a new homeowner, new homeowner uh, problem. So I, I'll call you during uh, yeah. for real. I'll call you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me when you're up in the man cave. Thanks, I'll call on thanks, the phone or, or text me or whatever, and I'll walk you through some other things. So. All right, sounds good, bud. Thanks. All right, cheers. All right, there you go, Mason. I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. I'm sorry. That was riveting um, radio. Thank you. Um, like Chip last week. Yep. All right. This guy wanted to get on the phone. Uh, he's a late addition to the show, but um, he's not happy with me. He read my column from Phoenix, RaceRex Observations. Ryan Villapotos, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki Mechanic, Mike Williamson. Mike, how are you? What's up, idiot? What, what, is, the, what is the basic premise of your anger towards me in this column? Because you you don't know what a, a good and a bad start is. Uh, you wrote something about another the inside gate, how bad it was. Mm-hmm. What, do you remember what place he came out on the start? Uh, he came out all right, like probably six, six. eight, somewhere around there. Uh, why don't you rewatch it? I think he comes around the corner and he goes uh, into the whoops and sits. I mean, he does some great work to get up to. He's at the fifth at the end of one lap. I agree. But. So he gets up to fifth, and that's a bad start. So the inside gate was bad. So you tell me what a good gate was, where, well, where he should have started. I mean, with, like, with six pick going to the gate, where he, should he have he had started? Like I said in in uh, my A one column, it's a boomer bust thing with the gate selection. Mason, well, you used to race. So let, let me tell you this. Yeah, I sucked. James had, <laughs> James had first. James had first gate pick. Yeah. Okay, so he would have had the best. Gate yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan beat him to the first turn. So was the inside gate that bad? Well, I mean, well, what he didn't beat? Well, what he didn't James beat six or seven other he guys. Wanted. He chose that one and got beat. He didn't beat six or seven other guys. Look at Barsha right. start. Barsha start came from around the middle and he swept the turn. Dude, we started next to the box in the heat race and got worked. Well, I'm just saying you you have so, to. So uh, what are you saying? Should we should have went back to the box and got worked again or try something new? Well, the inside gate didn't work at A1, so I was surprised to see you guys back there. Did, did you walk? I mean, I know you're just sitting up in the stands eating hot dogs, but maybe if you would have been down there, typical Phoenix, you would have noticed the gates were like black rubber, hard as a rock, and the inside gate actually had good traction, he, good dirt. He That's did why mention, we chose. He, he did mention that to me after the race. Ryan did. Oh, well, you didn't, you didn't mention that in your column. He did mention that. Well, I, I can't say because I wasn't there. Like, I don't know what he was – you know, I'm not – I can't report on something that I'm not sure about. You're an idiot. Why are you reading that stuff? I'm not. Someone told me that you wrote it. I don't read anything you or Weege write uh-huh. because you guys aren't even paying attention half the time. You guys take a little bit of information and then you run with it. I just got a, uh, a tweet that said it was one of my best columns I've ever written. I didn't read it. Okay. Well, you should read it, and before you know, you get all upset. I mean, send me angry text well, messages. I just want to know what how how you come up with Stargates because I don't remember when you worked for anybody. Any whole shots coming? I admit, Kelly Smith was a good starter. Kelly Smith was a good starter. Yeah. Tim Ferry, not so much. Please. Hey, um, how's everything else going? Everything's fine. Everything's great. He all got right. second this weekend. Uh, he did. He did get second. Yep, absolutely. So, what do you think? Um, he admitted to me after he seemed to admit after me that he needs to needs to test a little better. Needs to test a little more with the with the forks and the shock. Uh, would you say that's probably a fair assessment? 
No, not really. I don't think he said that to you. He kind of did. He just with the no. New- I just actually got off the phone with him and asked him asked him what he said. Like you got to remember, what, you think we're the only ones that are are testing every week? Of you think Barsha is going to keep the same setup the whole year because he won? No, you know that better than anyone. I know everyone goes. Everyone is testing right now. I know. I, I know everybody's so, testing. So why are you making a big deal out of it? I'm not making a big deal about it. They seem to make yes, a big deal are. on the show. On the TV show, they were making a bigger deal about it, I feel like. I, you know what? I actually watched I watch the races on mute so that I can get my own opinion. But I heard that. <laughs> can you fill me in on what, what was said? Because if it's what I think, it's just ridiculous. Well, they just, the, the, uh, Ricky and Jeff seem to feel like the Air Forks aren't the answer, and uh, they're not necessarily... So, so- Tell me this. The one Ricky, weird thing was they showed RV's crash from Anaheim, a couple crashes that had nothing to do with Air Forks. Well, here's my question, I think, is, so Ricky doesn't think the Air Fork is good. Why is his team running them? His, his team rider, Brock Tickle, has Air Forks on his bike, the same, same ones that James has. I know. So if they're not good, why would he put them on his own team? Because before, they only got their Air Forks a couple maybe a month ago, a couple weeks, I don't know. But they didn't uh-huh. have it uh-huh. for a little while, and they chose to go to them. So why? Because they're better? I would think so. So I don't understand why he would he would come on the air and say that they're not good. I mean, he didn't really say they're, 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 they're bad, but they're just not working right now. They're <laughs> not working right now. I mean, I don't, you know, you know it's... it's who, had, who, who had the fastest lap time of the race? I haven't even looked yet. Uh, that's not, uh, that's... I don't know. I think I think RV did. Oh, Ryan did. Yeah, I like lap sixteen at fifty point eight. Yeah, I think he had the best. The best. Uh, oh, uh, you you got it. So the, I mean, maybe that maybe the fork was working pretty good on lap sixteen. Just on sixteen after after he had built uh, up after, after he had built up four or five points. No one, no one else did in in the fifties that night, did they? After he built up four or five pounds of spring rate. Uh, of air pressure, which, which <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm joking. You're, you're I'm ridiculous. kidding. All right, thanks, Mike. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want you to get upset. I'm, I apologize. Oh no, I'm fine. I mean, yeah, we moved we moved from 16th to seventh in the points this week. Right. Yeah. Big, big, big tied with like four dudes in seventh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. We're we're feeling pretty good about where we're at. Yes, we we are still testing, and next week I can tell you we're still going to be testing. And we'll probably test every week until Ryan goes back to Florida, which is on the East Coast swing. Right. You which feel is like, normal for us. You feel Same like, last year. When he won the Anaheim one last year, yeah. we, went test, we went testing the next week. Yes, testing is a constant evolution. Yes. Regardless of whoever says what on TV. Like I said, I watched them on mute anyway, so I didn't know <laughs> what was said. You should I'm go, serious. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you are. Uh well, I, I like to form my own opinion about what I see, not what some guys that are sitting at the top of the stadium think. Or you know, or guys who are writing columns on the on the internet. <laughs> yeah, or guys that were racing when conventional forks were still in. <laughs> very, very angry. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I know. Um, all right, bud. Thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, tell, give Ryan my love. Oh, I will. <laughs> all right. See you. See ya. Uh, Mike Williams, everybody. Our Ryanville Polo's factory mechanic. That was great. That just made me nervous. I can't uh, <laughs> can't write anything these days. Just people get very upset. 
Now, the freestyle guys probably are more laid back. No. No? Yeah, I think we are. Well, actually. the judging. The judging gets the yeah, pretty Yeah, judging's irate. stupid, but and, other than and, that, we're pretty mellow. And I do have on my list of things to talk to you about the Twitch Racer X battle. Did you see yeah, that on Twitter? Uh, that was nice. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Okay. He seemed like he wasn't so relaxed. No. On Twitter. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the race. Joey Savatsky is uh, Savach. Savagi is coming up. Savatsky. Savachi. Savachi. That's it. Joey Savachi. Screw that name up all the time. Sorry, Joey, if you're listening. Uh, Kyle Partridge got DQ'd for trying to fight Chris Blose this weekend. Did you hear about that? I heard about that. Yeah, did you? Bad boys. Yeah, did you get any? Did you talk to either one of those dudes? No. No. I should hit up Blose and see Blo- what's going on. I talked to Partridge. He said him and Blose are good, and he regrets doing it. So they're just going to move on. It's scary if Partridge is swinging at you. The guy's like nine feet tall. <laughs> I think he Probably was. I think he actually was stadium. swinging. But Blose shorter but stockier. So yeah. good battle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um. So that was uh, that was something, and uh, I guess with Barsha winning, um, Mason, we all thought he was going to win, right? I mean, you thought he was going to win at some point. Yeah, for but sure. Second round? I Well, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say because, I mean, he's always been fast. Yeah. You know, like I was at Anaheim 1, I was watching, and I thought he could have won there too. Right. But, yeah, second round is pretty surprising. Yeah, and so much – and the way he won too where he just basically checked out. Yeah, it wasn't, he was out of there. It wasn't so, – like it was like, hey, do whatever you want behind me. Uh, yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah, he you was know? gone. He was riding so good. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see that. It's cool to see you guys come right out of the lights and just kind of jump in and mix it up, you know? Well, this is what I kind of wrote in my column. I, I, hopefully this didn't get Mike upset, but I think we're kind of like we had – in 14 years, we had four riders win a Supercross title. McGrath, Carmichael, M.A., Reed. And then we've had uh, Stewart, Villapoto, Reed, Dungey, four riders in six years win the title. Yeah. I think we're we're back to that. I think – with Kennard, he looks as good as ever. There's Absolutely. no, I mean, he's going to win. He'll win. Millsaps uh, no has won yeah. and looks like a new guy. You can never count out those four guys, Stu, Reed, Dungey, Villapoto. Um, there's six guys. I could see Brayton winning if he continues on his um, way that he was last year, although he's struggling a bit. Maybe we're in a new era where, like, you need a start. Yeah. We're in a good era now. Right. It's, like, fun to watch again because right. it's, like, surprising every weekend. I was kind of getting bored of it there for a couple of years. I well, was watching it all. There's Stewart, 97-second lead. I was, uh, I was a mechanic for, for so many of those races where it was like, McGrath, gone. Carmichael, gone. I mean, it was just, you didn't even, like, you were as a mechanic, because I didn't work for any of those guys, you were always looking this way, and the, the leader's gone. You know, there was never a battle, you yeah, know? Yeah. Once in a while there was, of course, but generally speaking, I think this is awesome. Yeah. I mean. Definitely. What about, uh, give me your biggest surprise um, this season, I mean, obviously Barsha and Millsaps and all that, but what what blows your mind the most? Um, what blows my mind? I think it's the fact that the the dudes that we expected to be up there are kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah, Not struggling, but you know, like Villapoto's yeah. had yeah. a you know he had a rough round at Anaheim, and yeah. Reed's really consistent, but he just seems like he's just a little off the pace. You know, Stewart obviously hurt himself; he's a little off the pace. And then you got guys like Barsha, Millsaps. I mean, I knew like they're all going to be good, but yeah. it's just weird to see like. Well, you know, the four trip. guys, uh, seven Supercross championships between them, a hundred and something wins. They have two podiums. Yeah, Dungey last week, RV this week. Yeah, see, that's crazy to me, right? And like the thing, like I'm pumped for Millsaps because I've known he could do this all along, and it's cool to finally see him putting it together. You know, you uh, he's always yeah, you've always been, been a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always been super cool. We had him on the show last week, and nice. uh, um, yeah, he, I mean, 
we make a joke uh, about him losing weight every year. Everybody says he loses weight, but he kind of looks the same. But we, he always he talks about it, and we're like we laugh a little bit. But he really does look in primo shape this year. Like his oh, yeah. face is cut. Like yeah. he, he looks got, good. He's I got mean, some it, new trainer named Pete. Good job, uh, Pete. You're doing well. <laughs> Pistol. Yeah. Good job, Pistol. No, but he does. He looks really good. And I mean, I think Anaheim one was should be proof to everyone that he's been working hard. Yeah. I mean, he had people all over him at all 20 laps. Yeah. You know, and if he was out of shape, lap 15, it probably would have showed. Oh, yeah. I so, know. You look at his lap times. I mean, yeah. he passed Trey on the last lap. Yeah. How many times has that ever happened, yeah, right? So. Um, Let's go to uh, Abe. You there? Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, no problem, dude. Every week. Um, hey, I uh, wanted to ask Mike a question, and then I had a question for you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Mason, uh, did you ever uh, – I, I went to your house. Uh, I was uh, Andy Dalton's boss back at yes. Yamaha. And uh, I went in the – you guys had like a bar you're building with a bike in it. Did yeah. you ever finish that? Yeah, we finished it, and then I had short-sold that house. So that was cool. That's oh, fun. shit. Okay. Yeah, that house is fun. <laughs> yeah. A lot of parties there. Yeah. Or, not necessarily in it, but out and about there. A lot of parties um, there. Cool bar. Okay. We, had, we did all kinds of stuff at the house. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty random stuff that going on there. Hey, and then, uh, Steve, did you notice Carmichael, dude? What? He is not looking so hot. What do you mean, like weight-wise? Oh, dude, he had his beer belly just busting out. He can't even button his freaking jacket. Dude, why? I mean, he's kind of the... Are you, are, you gonna get, are you hoping to get me to crack on someone's weight? Like, is that hey, what you're trying to get to? Hey, you, you know, it's not like you got any love loss with the guy. I mean, who cares? Uh, hey, you know what, dude? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Who cares? You know, more to love, I guess. I mean, look, I would hey, be I would be pretty pretty hypocritical to be like, is, yeah, uh, he's, he's really... kind of the face of, uh, of Supercross. You know, he's on TV. Gotta, you know, he got to kind of show that, you know, next multi-time That's champion. So look, he's got, hey, the guy worked his balls off for uh, 10 years um, doing, probably eating very little. And if if you knew him in the amateur ranks, you saw that he was a little bit chubby and whatever. He's got millions in the bank, and um, yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Get some lipo uh, if you got uh, millions. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Look, I'm not a fan of the guy, no way. But I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna bag on the guy. I'm pretty fat myself, and uh, I feel like Ricky's maybe earned that right. Whatever. It's the holidays. Well, I mean, it's different though. You're not on TV. That's all. That's all I'm oh, saying. Is, you know, for, oh, but, but I've been on. In, I've, kinda, been, I've been on internet you know. TV. TV adds ten pounds too. Look so at uh, like look at um, so. Jimmy Spencer for the yeah. NASCAR fans. He's not exactly uh, GQ. He's on he's on NASCAR TV. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting. It was just kind of different. I've never seen him like that before, and it was just uh, it was just kind of surprising to see him like that man, now. But no worries. But yeah, that Joey Savacci kid. I uh, watched him at Mammoth. Him and my uh, my rider Chris Palouse do battle, and that kid's going to be hot. He's gonna be he's gonna yeah. be the shit here next year. Yeah, he's certainly surprising me for sure, man. Thanks for calling. All right, later. All right, see ya. Um, that was badass. What was badass? He knew about the bar at my house. Oh, yeah. What, what can you? What, what's that all about? I built like a little pool house out in my backyard. Uh, here? And, here? Or no, what? no. When I lived up in Reno, still. Oh. Uh, and I just put one. Were of you my one own. of those Reno fags that yeah. Twitch was saying he wanted to beat up? <laughs> no, I thought I was. I didn't. Did know you ever see did. that? Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. yeah. I. I messaged him right away. I was like, hey, man, come on. <laughs> he's all, no, I know, okay, so, I know who it was about. Okay, anyway, so you. you um, but, yeah, I just took one of my, I think it was the bike I got the first medal on at X Games, and I built it into a little bar. But the oh, problem yeah? was is the bar ended up being like five foot five, so if you're a little midget, you couldn't get up there to get a drink or something. Did you have many of those little people at your house? Yeah, Dustin oh, okay. Miller all the time. Oh. 
Miller's like 540. He was just head level with that thing. All right, let's uh, – Chris, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Uh, just wondering, if, have you talked to Chad Reed? Like, uh, what's going on with him? Is, is, this, is this typical Chad Reed, you know, slow start? I'll tell or... you what, yeah. He, for the first time in, I think, Chad and I's relationship, he declined to come on the show tonight. He didn't, wow. want, to, he didn't want to come on. He's struggling. He had a long meeting with Honda afterwards. Uh, not happy with his bike, suspension, whatever. I mean, he's gone four four in two races, so it's not like uh, you know the world is going to end on him. But I just think he knows in his heart that he's not riding well. No, he's 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 definitely he's in good shape. Like that's what I mean. It's standard Chad, you know, um, fourth fifth place till about round five. But he's just looking back all the time. Like you know, he's like I got nothing, and that's. That's yeah. I don't know for a Reed fan. That's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's a little too early to write the guy off. Obviously, I know he's going to work his nuts off, and you know, it, your question is going. I'm going to ask JT that when he comes on later, um, because yeah. if anybody knows Chad, it's, it's JT, and, and maybe he knows something we don't. But uh, there's no doubt when he turns down an interview, uh, him and I have a pretty good relationship. So when he turns down an interview, you know that he's uh, not real happy right now. He did the entire track walk with his hood up. Um, <laughs> on Saturday, and if you walk the track with your hood on, that means don't bother me. So, did you know that, Mason? Hey, is, it, is there any truth to uh, he's running the Air Fork, right? And the, yeah. are, are the is, is Muscle Milk Honda? Are they running it or not? Yeah, they're running it. Uh, Chad switched back and forth from an Air Fork to a conventional fork last week for the night show. But no, he's running the same fork as Canard and Barsha, the winner. So, um, you know all that. So that's all. That's an issue. I don't think he likes it, but you know he's not trying something that no one else is running. And they seem to have zero issues with it. Yeah, clearly works good for just for Justin, huh? Um, even like Trey, totally yeah. stoked for that guy. Yeah, don't uh, don't give up on him. I think. No, yeah, we got but, this. Huh? We got All right. this. We, yeah, we got this. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Have a good chill, man. All right, let's go. Let's. Uh, hey, where's Ping? Uh, he'll be back. Not not good. in this week, obviously, but yeah, Ping will be back on. We're we're planning on do, using him a lot. We got Mason though. I mean, Mason's. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. If you want to hang out. Right on. All right, see you, man. All right, have a All right, uh, we got you some, some course light in there. I was just going to say, will this thing reach so I can get a beer? Um, Looks lovely. You can put them down. You can reach, whatever. I don't want to miss nothing let's cool, get, though. Let's get to our first guest. Let's do it. He's, uh, I would say he's probably the surprise, the surprise of the 250 West Series. Um, Joey Savacci of JDR KTM. Joey, what's up, man? What's up? I always get your last name wrong. I seem to have a problem pronouncing it, but it's Savacci. Yep. Right. All right. Uh, got that. Hey, man. Um, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. No worries. Uh, Joey's uh, spot on the show, by the way, is brought to you by Racetech. Check him out on Racetech.com, uh, one of the leading suspension companies out there and a, and a proud sponsor of our show. So check that out. Joey, uh, Mike Mason's also in the uh, studio here. I'm not sure how much of a freestyle fan you are, but uh, he's Hopefully fr- not much. fresh off the Nuclear Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who he is. Not a baby. You know, Joey does the arm swang thing. I, I mean, I'm old, but there's this arm thing that these guys do where they let it just hang. Like wheeling and yeah, stuff? Yeah, uh, yeah kind of, except just do whips and tricks with it, you know? Yeah, uh, I got like you. when they're in the air. Like a, it's like a stunt modifier. Dang. Screw that. See, I ain't messing with none of that stuff. <laughs> You're just backflipping? Yeah. <laughs> Both hands on the bars. Um, hey, man, uh, how's it going? Uh, what do you think? You you rode great this weekend. Uh, um, good job on that. And how's the first two races... Uh, going for you uh you know it's been it's definitely been a learning process you know the first the first round definitely didn't go the way i wanted it to but you know it's the first race for me as a rookie so you're gonna have those races but i definitely think phoenix went a lot better 
the heat race obviously went really well. Got up to a good start and just tried to ride six solid laps. Made it about five and two corners to go solid laps. But uh, overall, it was good. The main event definitely wasn't what I wanted. Struggled. Just didn't flow very well. But um, making progress, so I can't complain. These these kids nowadays, Mason. I talked to uh, Politelli after the race, Austin Politelli, and I thought he rode pretty well. I mean, he he's got a you know he's second year guy and Joey. They're not happy. Uh, so I'd be happy if I was still alive. Politelli is like, well, made both main events. He's done all right. And Joey got ninth, and he's pissed. That's a bummer. <laughs> um, no, it's good to see, though, I guess. Um, uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Joey Savacci. Savacci. Yep. Yes. Savacci. Like the shrimp stuff at Mexican restaurants? Have you ever had that? No, I don't know what you're talking so about. So good, dude. Really? Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm wrong. Uh, I think you're wrong too, um, hey, Joey. Um, uh, hey, you're you uh, you won Loretta's in the past, and uh, you're one of the best amateurs around uh, your your age. But you never rode a KTM before, so I'm interested to find out uh, how did the JDR KTM thing come together. And from what I gather, you were on Hondas for a while. So talk about the bike switch and everything else. Yeah, I was on Hondas um, my pretty much my whole eighty career. Um, brought me a lot of success, actually won two titles, um, mm-hmm. at Loretta's the same year, then made it a switch to the big bike and actually ended up going to Suzuki and we're there pretty much for all 125s and 250s mm-hmm. all the way up until my last year of amateur and last year amateur really didn't go, didn't go good at all. Had some, had some minor energy, some minor energies, um, had mono and just some stuff like that, that, you know, shouldn't have got, but. Um, JDR actually, I'm not even a hundred percent sure on how it worked out, but they came to me and wanted me to come out and test the bike at Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. And I, I came out and I mean, I guess they liked what they saw. So they, uh, they sent me something back and I took the offer. So, um, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else going on or what was it looking like you were going to do, uh, for yourself? Um, I got to admit, like I follow the pro stuff, um, uh, the verb moto guys, I know them, but. I always tease the crap out of them about the amateur stuff. So when you got the JDR ride, I'll be honest, I was like, huh, who is this kid? And then I had to like do some research on you. So um, what were you planning on doing if they didn't come call him? Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm glad they came along. It was either um, you know, it was take the contract at the time or it was roll the dice, um, come Loretta's and try and put out the best, set of, the best performance that I had done yet. And, you know, I just, I went with what I felt was mm-hmm. right and what would suit me best. And we took the JDR contract and actually ended up getting hurt, um, hurting my knee actually right before Loretta's. And I had about, uh, maybe two days on the bike before Loretta's okay. and, um, actually ended up, you know, not doing too bad, but definitely not what I wanted. Yeah. So I was glad that I took the offer when I did. And, you know, I think, uh, KTM suits me very well. What do you like about the KTM? Um, you know, I like a lot of things, especially the team. You know, the team's so they're so positive. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone over there, they've got a good head on them, and there's some smart people over there. But you know, the bikes are fast, and um, the suspension guy Serge from WP. You know, he's got my stuff working really well, and yep. that was—I uh, don't want to say that was a downfall through my amateur career, but it definitely wasn't. That definitely wasn't the best part of my um, my setup. Suspension, we've always had problems with, and front end situations, but uh, we definitely got that figured out this year. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. What about your manager, Nathan Ramsey? Obviously, uh, one of the best, uh, one of the highest. How, what, what, how am I going to say this? Uh, one of the top all time 
125 slash 250 Supercross winners of all time. I think he's third all time between behind Stewie and uh, Stewie and maybe Ricky. I don't know or somebody. I don't know. Uh, how's Nathan to work with? No, he's good. Um, he's definitely he's a smart guy. You know, he he's definitely uh, giving me some pointers this year. And you know, we've had um, we've had to work on some stuff since I since I turned pro. And um, you know, the Supercross scene really wasn't. It wasn't a whole new thing to me. I had written it before, but um, n- nothing too serious. So when I came out here, um, you know, they definitely saw that I had potential, but there were a few things that I needed to work on. And, you know, that's what we're, we're still working on that, and we're mm-hmm. trying to get better in every other spot too. So, um, What's the biggest surprise for you uh, as a pro racing Supercross after two races? What's, uh, what's something that uh, you never really counted on or something that caught you by surprise? Um, you know, nothing really. It's just I think the only thing that caught me off surprise was, I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. It's Supercross, and there's not many people. But I think once I get out on the track, you know, I don't really. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not what I thought. I figured when I was racing, you'd be able. I mean, you can hear. You can definitely hear when something goes down. Like when Martin ended behind me in the heat race, I yeah. heard the whole stadium <laughs> right. roar. But I think when the gate drops, you know, I don't really. It's not what I thought it was going to be. It's just another track. It's got jumps and whoops, and it's just like every other Supercross track. You know, I just got to find my rhythm earlier in the day and right. try to carry it throughout the night. How's uh, how's it riding with Roxon and, and Moosecan, uh, two guys that I imagine uh, you're shooting to be like, and, uh, you know, you're at the KTM Supercross track with those guys. So what, what's that like? Actually, we have our own. JDR actually has their own. We have our own test track. Uh-huh. Oh, so I it's actually that. only Malcolm Stewart, Josh, Keisha, myself, yep. and um, actually Tedder's went in with it too. So we have we have Tedder over there, and Tedesco was over there a few times. But as you know, he's not he's not with Tedder's anymore. So it's uh, we're actually not at the KTM track. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire my research assistant. Um, <laughs> uh, what about um, the uh, nationals? You're, you're contracted to do nationals. You're all all signed for that. Yep. Yep. Um, also, uh, you're an MTF kid, right? That's where I think I first heard about you. Um, yeah, for sure. What's that like? What talk about uh, living at MTF and growing up there? You're uh, from California. Yeah, originally. Yeah, so you headed out there. Uh, talk about living uh, the MTF life. Um, you know, in 2005, I think it was, I went out there before Loretta's when I was on a 60 for a three week Loretta camp. Um, long story short, I ended up getting an offer or. Uh, they wanted me to come back as a member, and at the time we wanted to move out of California, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hectic out here, but um, so we made a decision. We were going to move back to Georgia. My parents, um, they have family back there, and, and I think it was the right decision. And moved back. I think the first week of January in 2006, and been at MTF pretty much almost every day since then. So, mm-hmm. um, so basically, yeah, it's kind of like a kind of like a great testing ground right like i mean it's just a bunch of fast kids pushing each pushing pushing each other is that uh sort of where uh it helped you a lot yeah for sure um like i said when i was on 60s came back and actually had just gotten on 80s and at one point in time you had barsha there um mm-hmm. i think christian i think uh christian craig was back there at one point in time i could be wrong maybe yeah. jay canada uh brandon mays you had Stroop back there, Martin Davalos, you had Davey, yeah. uh, Brian Johnson. There was a there was a lot of dudes, um, and there was constantly a race. You know, you don't you don't ever want to get beat. And that's a good thing back there. You know, there's so many fast guys, even now amateurs that are coming up that um when I when I finish with my supercross season and start riding for outdoors, I'm gonna have my hands full with those guys because <laughs> they're at it they're at it every day right now, riding the outdoor track and they're yeah. gonna have some laps put in, so no, I think it's a good environment. You know, no one wants to lose, and everyone that's there, that's 
making progress yeah. um, isn't lazy. So How's Colleen? She scares me. Scares me, too. Scare, yeah. Really? <laughs> no, she's cool. Um, yeah. She's really laid back. Um, oh, come on. She she's, like. la- she's laid back. Or, she's laid back. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dude, no way. I don't, I'm not. My mom's laid back. We go to the bar and eat appetizers and drink beer. That's laid back. I ain't getting yelled at about lap times. Hey, man, the only thing she doesn't like are lazy people. If you come to be lazy, well, then you might get the bad side. But if you come to show up and you want to do work, uh-huh. and, and then she's willing to help you. So oh, She would hate me for sure. All yeah, I do is play Call of Duty all day. I'm out. Yeah. Are you a Call of Duty yeah, I was just playing yeah. Call of Duty. Really? Xbox? Yeah. No, PlayStation, dude. I'm on the poor man program. Dang, dude. I was going to say we could do some murdering, but not happening. Uh, yeah, I'm... Actually, I have a Facebook post out now. It's to help Joey get an Xbox fund if you want to donate. <laughs> there we go. I'm in. Wait a minute. I have a PS3. I That's a superior system, is it not? No. Yeah, no, not. it is. J- Joey says it is. Yeah, but he's trying to get no, an Xbox. Yeah, why are you trying to get an Xbox if the PS3 is superior? Well, PS3 is definitely better, uh, but everyone... I shouldn't say everyone. A few people have an Xbox, and I just don't know why they don't make Xbox and PlayStation together where we could all play. It'd yeah. make more sense. Uh, one big happy family. I always thought the PS3 was better, but I'm old, and I'm not really up to date with all this stuff. Yeah, you're definitely well, old. Right. PS3 is better. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think I'm uh, like level 44 on the new one. Really? Yeah, that's good, isn't it? It's all right. I've seen better. I don't know, dude. I'm poor. I don't know I have the new one. I have Modern Warfare 2. Oh, oh Dude, you need to really start getting on the podium here. We got some stepping up to Yeah, do. I mean, you won at least <laughs> 300 bucks uh, this weekend with your ninth. Yeah. <laughs> Black Ops and Modern Warfare 3 are like half price now, so I know you can afford it. Hey, uh, Joey. I don't know, man. It's struggling. Joey, okay. what about Eli Tomac? Uh, he, obviously, you're in the race with him. You want to beat him. Um, he seems he's on point uh, in your class this year, and you got a, a, a glimpse of him this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, what can you say about Eli? Honestly, mm-hmm. this year he's he's on a roll. You know, he's coming off of last year's championship. Um, obviously, he's not coming to mess around. He's two for two on the wins, and quite honestly, dude, I was my first qualifier was good, and I was like, oh, yeah, we're fourth. How far off the lead? And they were like, dude, you're like a second and a half. I was just like, dude, <laughs> really? Where? Like, hey, Where? They were like, don't feel bad. They were like, second place is a second and a half, too. I mean, I was only right. two tenths off of off a of second place. And you know, I came off fourth. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing good. And they, they gave me a lot of times. And I was just like, dude, where yeah. is he making up that much time? Right, right. Uh, you're like, how do I how do I go any faster? Um, <laughs> I mean, he's just on it. So Hey, Phoenix track, a lot tougher than A1, huh? Um, You know, I don't, it's hard to say. Really? A1 okay. for me was just so difficult. Um, I just struggled all day. Phoenix yeah. went a little bit better, but I would definitely say the dirt was a little bit more slippery come main event time. So, yeah, most likely um, it was difficult. I just didn't know it. Hey, who again, uh, you're not on the Verb Moto show. You're on the Pulpamex show. So, uh, forgive me for asking this. Who was your big amateur rival? Uh, did you have one? Did you have a guy that either you just hated or that you just ended up racing with all the time? Um, I raced. I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think. Um, I came up with the uh, Justin Summers, the Jesse Nelson, the even the Justin Bogles for a little while. Okay, I raced Tom. I raced Tomac. I think one time at Loretta's. Yeah. Um, but mainly, I would say it was Nelson. There's a Justin Summers. Yeah. Um, there's some other names. I'm just right. totally drawing blanks right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's 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 all right. So yeah, your your amateur rival uh, Nelson has pulled two. Uh, the Zach Bells and the Jeremy Martin. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So you're so you're right in the mix with those guys. Um, yeah. I'm so surprised, Mason, that 
these kids out of Loretta's, they're just instantly all fast. I like know. it's crazy. It's ridiculous. There's no learning on the job. No. And and then Joey comes on and says, "Yeah, I'm pissed. I got ninth. Yeah, that's a damn shame yeah, that you made the main event. Right. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of hard work. Obviously, everyone's yeah. working hard, but right. working hard and getting ninth. It's just not something that I'm I'm used to. So. Right, right. Wow. Uh, well, hey, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for getting back to me like that. I wanted to find out more about you. Find out more about your story. I think you've been doing great. And uh, the JDR KTM team, um, I'm sure, is pumped on on your results. I texted with Nathan a little bit, and uh, yeah, keep on keeping on, man. I appreciate it. And um, again, uh, work hard, and I'm sure you'll bet. I'm sure you'll get there. Your credentials sound pretty good, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Yep, see ya. Yeah. All right, buddy. It's JDR KTM's Joey Savachki on the show. Uh, nice kid. I, nice. I never I never talked to him before. Yeah. I was just like sitting there going, who who is that guy? Yeah. Who is that guy in the minute? Like, you know. That's how we were because we, uh, every year in the Nuclear Cowboys locker room, we do like a super cross pool. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah like we draw numbers, you know, and we could like first pick in the 450s gets last pick in the 250s. And we do like the AMA overall you go thing. Off points? Yeah. Okay, overall season points? Okay. Well, like, you know, off or just the race points. Yeah. Per race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, we were trying – because, you know, there was, like, 20 of us doing it. So, you're basically trying to find, like, yeah. that sleeper. and no Who's one the freestyle it. guy who knows nothing about Supercross? Um, Is there any? I don't know. I think – well, I don't know about overall in freestyle, but, like, in the Nuclear Cowboys, yeah. we're all kind of – Oh, you're all – okay. Yeah. Old all right, racers. So carry on. Sorry. So, anyways, but we no, no one picked him because we weren't even thinking. And then he got ninth. And that's kind of where you got to be. You have to have, like, a yeah. – you know, a ninth pick because you're gonna have a really good 450 pick or a really good 250 F pick. But did you, do you happen to notice that Kent's uh, Kent's team isn't doing so well since he left the show? No. After two races, I think that's a sign. I'm just saying, Hill's out. <laughs> Hill's out yeah, again. I saw Hill crash Tickle. at day one. Yeah, what did he do? No one I know saw it. Yeah, I mean, I what caught because the triple was kind of blocking me, uh-huh. and I just it was that rhythm after the start. You know, you did the start straight, or you, even if yeah, you did the you're finish line, away. you turned yeah. and you did that. Like, yeah. You were like tripling through that section. Yeah. And I saw him jump in, and then there was just a stack up, and then I didn't think it was that bad, but he got carted off. Right. So that wasn't good. No, not good for not good for Kent. Yeah. Tickle looks good. I think he just, you know, it's yeah. going to come around for him towards you know the what? middle to the he, end of the season. He totally just had some, some bad breaks, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. His speed is fine. Speed's good. He works hard, so he'll he'll get it. Lame. Yeah. That, why am I lame? No, you're not lame. Okay. No. Next question. He was. Yeah, I'm lame for bringing that up. Oh, okay. Kent's, Kent's lack of success yeah. on the team. Poor Kent. Um. <laughs> I think last time you were in, you had a Kent story that you couldn't tell with him here. Really? Yeah, and he was shutting you down. Huh. Tits, does that sound familiar? I was actually sick that day, Yeah. so I don't know. We had you Pookie were... over there, remember? Yeah. No, Pookie was here? Yeah, she yep. was doing that job. There's no yeah. doubt she was streamy-eyed looking at you <laughs> yeah. and not able to concentrate on Does she have a little crush? I, I think she thinks you're a good-looking man, yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. Better watch those divorce jokes then. The funny thing is, though, Mason, I'm not that worried because... There's like a lot of dudes that she thinks is like are good looking. Oh, man, so yeah, I, I thought I was killing it first. Well, second. I'm just saying, I I don't really know where she is. Tits, you can you follow her on Twitter. You're with me on this. Her loyalty she, and everywhere. Yeah, 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 it's really doesn't okay. matter. Right, all right. But that's good. Hey, um, love for everyone. Let's uh let's give away Derek Anderson, um, Privateer well, right. Power T-shirts, courtesy of the Circle Jerkies. Tits. Yep. Circle Jerkies. They gotta buy their love. No, they don't. They're just nice guys. They're not like you assholes on the dream team. Um, Derek Anderson, uh, we had him on the show. He's a race tech suspension guy. He's never raced Supercross before, and he hasn't made either main, but he's come as close as you can to making the mains um, as someone can and uh, hasn't done it yet. And uh, the Circle Jerkies, he 
he sells T-shirts to support himself. Uh, part of the part of the way he supports himself is through these T-shirts, and we are giving some away courtesy of the Circle Jerkies, Derek Anderson, and Race Tech. So let's do let's do the fourth and fifth call. Can we do that? We can do that. Yeah, we got fourth and fifth yeah. callers. Fourth and fifth callers right now gets two T-shirts. Okay. You don't get to pick your size. Circle okay. Jerkies <laughs> just sent me shirts, so you don't get. To, hopefully, you have someone in your family that fits these shirts. I, I I'd appreciate it. Look at those lines. Look at those lines. Where's the lines? You know, right here, the, you know, there's no delay anymore. It used to be a oh, thirty second delay, and it's almost instantaneous now. That's why everything lit up so quick. Not that it's a problem. I was just I thought saying. we had a delay. We're supposed we to have used, a delay. We used to. We need a delay. We need one bad. Is that Swiss Court's department? I don't. It's not mine. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know whose department that is. It's not mine. That's all he knows. Um, what other races are you going to make it to? Supercrosses. Um, I don't know because we kind of. What's your? We drag schedule? race. Yeah, we pretty much drag race the Supercross season. Now. Yeah. Like you know, up until we we get done at the end of April, so I'll probably catch Vegas. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Really? You um, you're stuck in Kansas City for a week. Yep. Is it just you hung up on the dude? Typical dream teamer. Oh, no. Typical dream teamer effing the circle jerkies up. Yep. Some guy just got screwed up a t-shirt. Shirt. Uh, you're in Kansas City. Is it just, where do you go at night? Where do you go in Kansas City on a Wednesday night? Um, to, well, I know how you freestyle guys are. So We just actually hit the hotel bar every night. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're kind of mellow. We're yeah. not like dudes that go to the club. Don't. I don't have hair to like gel up or nothing. So <laughs> if there's like a no hat policy, I ain't going you're, nowhere. You're not going. Yeah. So hotel bar. So hotel bar. Nice but, I mean, hotel? Yeah, nice hotel. And they I mean, they can... cover it or no? Drinks? No, no. no. Okay. Thank God they'd be hating us. <laughs> we had some pretty good bar tabs already. So you go to the, you go to the hotel the hotel bar and just you know we're pretty like worn out after the whole day because like I said we were getting there. Come on. Hey, we're old. Okay. I'm all, old. Right, all right. No, but you know it's just it's not so much that we were working hard. It's just long days. You get there at eleven, get in your gear. And... Someone in the chat room says Kansas City has awesome strip clubs. Oh man, now they tell me. Not just a week ago. Nothing? I don't know. I didn't. Hotel bar. Hotel bar. You know, that's why Feld picks you. They probably, we got to get some guys that can at least, like, maintain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we need guys that, and that you guys all the, make the cut. Yeah. So it's no shock that you're not out at strip clubs because they've done their research beforehand. Yeah. We need these guys on. We need these guys to show up at nine or wherever. Call, yeah. Whatever call there's been is. a couple close calls. Last yeah. year's tour was pretty gnarly. Oh, was it? Yeah. And I imagine as it goes on, it gets worse. Yeah. Once we have the show down, like, the back of our hand, it's. Ugly. I <laughs> right. mean, I've showed up. We have like five ramps welded together in the middle, uh-huh. and I've, there's been a couple times where I went to ride practice, and I was like struggling to see which one I was going to hit. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Cliffy still the mechanic. Cliff's the mechanic, yep. and uh, Chad Geeb. Oh, Geeb still. Yeah, yep, Geeb so, still on. Okay, both good guys. I yeah, know both. good yeah. guys. Yeah. They're they're bummed though because there's always problems with the two quads we have, and they hate that. Oh, they're yeah, always yeah. working on quads. Who they never rides the quads? Um, it's Colton Moore. He does the like winter quad X dudes? games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He does yeah. uh, X games on the snowmobiles. I think he won gold last year, and then his friend Marco Picado. Okay. So they do you know side by backflips on those things pretty gnarly. I bet. Yeah. Uh, let's take our first commercial break of the night, producer. Producer, we need a commercial battle. We're gonna need a commercial. Producer. Producer. Um, yeah. Chris Ackerman's on three. He's got a question about some freestyle guys or something like that. Yeah, Ackerman. Can he? Can Ackerman call back? Ackerman. He, he can hear. So yeah, Ackerman, you have to call us back. Call back. Uh, BTOSports.com. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race X Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, 
free gun underwear, works connection, tech one designs, FMF racing. We're giving away an Atlas brace tonight. We're giving away some T-shirts, new, tickets to Nuclear Cowboys. you got to think of something during this break uh, about yeah, what you're going to do. I forgot all about And uh, we're going to take our first break of the night and come back with Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. 
Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Essie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com 
and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. Mason. Yes. You like Van Halen? No. Out. Yeah. Get out. See, it's been fun. I can't believe how many tweets and emails. How many tweets and emails about the friggin' music? We, for like, we play minute-long music at the end of each commercial. I mean, you would think this was life or death for people. I don't get it. Why they don't like Van Halen? They don't either. like it, or they love it, or they don't like his choice, or they love you know Pingree picked the Beastie Boys uh, last week. They didn't like that either. No, some people liked it. Okay, but um, but uh, um, it's really not that big of a deal in a four-hour show. We went four hours last week. We're not uh-huh. going four hours this week. Uh it's you know maybe two minutes. Yeah, that's all right. And I mean, if if the host who does the show 
enjoys Van Halen, and it puts him in a happy mood. Wouldn't you want that? I want that for sure. I got to sit next to you. Yes. Wouldn't we all want that? Why would you not? Why would a minute song make you upset to write an email or a tweet? I don't know. (laughs) I know that a minute sex life makes the chicks upset. I don't know why the song, though. That makes Uh, no sense. I want to get to, we're going to come up with Yoshimura uh, Suzuki's James Stewart. Uh, No freestyle in X Games. Did I hear that? Uh, Just the FMX, like, actual contest. There's still, like, best trick, best whip, step up. Okay, I want to get to that, though. Yeah, we will. And I want to get to, you. what's your nickname? Mike. Yeah, I want to get to why you don't have a nickname. Okay. Remind me of that. All right. You need a nickname. Okay. All right. Um, We're going to get to that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech, Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing. Let's get to our next guest. Uh, after two rounds of the Supercross Series, it hasn't gone the way he's wanted. He's, he's riding hurt, and uh, we're going to get to the bottom of exactly what's going on. Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. James, uh, welcome to the show, and thank you. Yeah, no worries, no worries, Steve. Uh, like I told you the other night, when you, uh, or the other morning, when you asked me, I was still awake, so... No, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, you were you were said you were awake, you hadn't slept, and you were watching the race over and over. <laughs> yeah, no, I probably watched it five times by the time I seen talk to you. So, uh, yeah, no, that's what happens. You got the adrenaline going, and yeah. I was already home. I got home like at twelve o'clock that night, so Did you? I was just sitting there watching the race. So, um, uh, hey, so okay, uh, going off the TV show, I need MRIs, I need doctors' reports, <laughs> I need, I'm gonna need to examine that knee myself, also. Yeah, no, come on, come on down and get in line. You know, I guess, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I guess, you know, it's a story and whatnot, and it's unfortunate because, like, you know, when I, when I heard my knee, like, I didn't, I wasn't going to tell anybody, you know, I just told my team what happened and, and yeah. things like that, and then I missed the opening ceremonies, and then it spread like wildfire, and I'm just like, like, you know, I, you know, people, like, keep coming up to me and asking me, like, hey, what's going on, and, you know, I'm kind of at the point, like, where I'm kind of, like, in between, like, should like, let them know what's going on or not. But it's not, you know, I'm not trying to use this thing as an excuse. Like, right. to be honest with you, we just haven't rode that good, you know. Like, and that's <laughs> how it was. You know, we started out last year like this. We haven't rode that good. And, you know, I, I feel like this weekend we'll turn it around. It always takes a couple of races. But, mm-hmm. you know, besides the need, you know, you, you, I'm on TV and they keep hounding me about something. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. walk around the pit. <laughs> Everybody else, how hurt how hard they are. I'm like, I'm not saying anything about it. So, you know, it is what it is. So. Well, we've talked about this on the show. You, James Stewart, almost can't win either way. If you talk about the knee, it's an excuse, you know. And if you don't talk about the knee, then uh, you know, then whatever. So, then you suck. Yeah. Um, no, I'm for sure. It's like that, and and you know, I it it sucks. You know, it really does. Like. You know, we, we joke around with it a lot, but, like, it's, like, seems like it's just gotten worse, like, the way it is. And, and so, you know, like you said, like, I'm, like, like, I'm to the point where it's, like, you know, like, you're right. Like, I don't, I can't win, like, no matter what I yeah. do. Like, I can't win, like, no matter what I say, I'm, I'm complaining about something. And, like, that's why, like, it was even hard, like, because I knew as soon as it got out, like, people, like, was going to use that and, like, oh, he's trying to make this excuse. He's going to yeah. make that excuse. Oh, he's not hurt. He is hurt. Why don't he get surgery? He should not get surgery. And the truth of the matter is, like, look, I'm out here trying to race. Like, I've been off too long. Like, I'm on a new team. I had a great off season. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to race. So, it, I'm hurt. That is nothing – there's nothing more I can tell you. I'm hurt. I'm not 100%. I'm far from 100%. But at the same time, like, I don't feel like 
sitting on the couch. Like, I do need to have surgery. I do need to have surgery, but I'm not doing it right now. So, right. Uh, you know, that's where I'm at. Um, so is this something that's going to bother you all year? Um, you know, much. There's, there's a few guys that have ridden with no ACLs. And uh, is this something that's going to bother you all year long? Um, you know, from from Anaheim to to this week, you know, I, I got some pretty good treatment on it, okay, and, and stuff. And and so I was I was actually better this week uh, than I was. I just just got another start, and I, I for some reason I was trying to to be honest. My whole plan was just to try to get through this week, uh, you know, let it heal up a little bit more, but. I don't. I don't think it's gonna bother me throughout this. And like the reason I say that is because I'm not an eighth place guy. I'm not a seventh place guy. You know, <laughs> right. if I felt like I was gonna be like that all year, I would just stop racing. Like I would just have surgery and go on about my deal. So you know, there, there, there's rumors out there, this and that. It's all touring, and, and like it's, it's just unfortunate. Like people, like people give other guys credit for like, oh yeah, he tore his ACL or you know he did all this stuff. But that's after the fact. That's when you go have surgery. Yeah. You know, you let it all out. But you know, there's still something about like that racing spirit. That unless you are a true racer, like just being sick, like a lot of riders don't like to tell other riders we're sick. And you know, I guess unfortunately, like it's you know, it's, it's a good and bad thing. It sucks for the fans, but yep. I, I really don't do because I'm like stuck in a position like where I want to tell you guys, but at the same time, I'm just keep grief and saying it anyway. So. Wow. Yeah, you you really can't win, and and then that's your own choice and and whatever. I just. And I don't. I'm not trying to get that out of you. I'm more trying to just figure out what exactly uh, if this is going to bother you. But hopefully it heals up, right? You, so, I mean, is this something that could get better? There? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, can you hear me, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crappy, though. Are you I'm, are you flying in an airplane or something? No, nah, I wish I was. I'm driving. I'm driving down the toll road. I should be good now. Sorry. Oh yeah. No worries. Um. Yeah. So this this should heal up to a point where you're going. You're going to get better, and you're not going to just ride around. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm i for sure going to get better. I'm for yeah. sure going to get better. I would, I would be very upset if I don't ride better this weekend. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, I'm not I'm not an eighth, seventh, and eighth place guy. And, and honestly, in this series, it's, I guess it's not that bad, you know, but I, I expect to be up to bat. I don't know what all those other guys, like, yeah. you know, if I would have came in and told, told myself that I was going to be seventh and eighth, I, I would have been very disappointed. But unfortunately with the circumstances, I, I know, like, again, it's not going to make a lot of people happy. But at this time, I choose just to kind of, I don't know, just to regroup, like, and kind of, you know, figure it out. You know, maybe right. maybe in the next couple of days, uh, you know, we just decide to say anything. But right now, I'm not, I don't want to use this as an excuse. I'm not using this as an excuse what happened the first and second race. That's not because of my knee. That's just because I didn't buy it well. So you can take it as whatever it is. I'm not 100%, but this weekend when I plan on showing up on the gate, like every time I race, I go to race to win races. And unfortunately, like yeah. I haven't done that. And, you know, for whatever reasons, all these different reasons, I just have not done that. So it's just, uh, you know, it needs to happen. Um, I guess the bright side, though, you qualified fastest and you won your heat. Right? I mean, if you're looking at the bright side. Or do you, do you not even look at that? I, I could imagine maybe you don't. Yeah, well, I was I was actually pretty pissed that I did qualify first because that just leads to more speculation <laughs> on how you qualify first. And then, like, I was on the heat race, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I won the heat race. That's cool, you know, and all that. I was stoked on all that. But, like, at the same time, like, I, the only reason I won the heat race is because I got a start and those yeah. guys and Mike Gillespie was, Mike Gillespie was back there holding those guys up a little bit. So <laughs> that's the only reason I won the heat race. 
if I would have done the main event, I, those guys would have passed me and whatnot. But like I said, I, I feel like, you know, this weekend would be a little bit different. But so if you look at positive, I guess normally it would be a positive, but me like winning the heat race and um, being faster than the qualifying is more speculation to, yeah, you know, yeah. all the other stuff. <laughs> right, yeah, that's a good point. Hey, did you feel like yeah. the Phoenix track was like 50% more difficult than A1? It was, it was, it looked to me to be pretty gnarly. Um, to me, actually, I thought Phoenix was easier than they won. Uh, just, yeah, I just thought it was the only reason maybe it was tougher is because it was, uh, it, it was just slippery. I thought that Phoenix track, it was, it was, had a few dangerous spots in it. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I felt like where Baggett and, uh, Davalos? you know, Davalos crashed at, like that was pretty sketchy to me. Uh, you know, I even said something to the AMA guys about that. Like, I think that should have been changed, but overall, like I thought the track was actually huh. pretty, pretty easy. Well, it shows you what I know. That's why I'm. That's why I'm in the yeah. media. Yep, me too. Did you, yeah, Mason. Mike, Mike Mason's in studio here. Didn't you think it was harder, Mason? Dude, all the tracks look hard to me. It scares the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's there's been more quads this year than I've ever seen on a racetrack, and and I don't know. My dad says they're they're not there's no not supposed to be quads in the rule book, but. I don't think he knows what he's talking about because it's been two weeks and we've been jumping quads or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you want you want to yeah. you want to take a few questions from fans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Tyson. What's up, man? You've been on hold for a while. Uh, what's your question for uh, James Stewart? Sure. Hey, thanks, guys. And uh, James, thanks for going out there and getting it out. I appreciate it, and it's great to see you out there. Um, the question Thank I've you, got James. is, um, you know, I grew up watching races in the late nineties. Was a huge fan, and obviously the McGrath days and the Emick days. You start to hear, you know, 10 years ago how wild and crazy those days were, but there was no Twitter around. Now these days with Twitter, you're pretty much broadcasted 24-7, and even like right now with your knee, people are asking all kinds of questions, and you feel like you're, you've got to share so much information. If you could pick, would you rather go back in the days of the McGrath and Emig where your personal life wasn't way out there for everybody? Or do you like using the Twitter aspect to connect with your fans and to have that connection with everybody? Well, I think it's a double a double edged sword um, for me because I do like being open to my fans. Like I feel like I'm actually pretty open. Like I'm pretty accessible. Uh, you know, you can reach me pretty good. Like you know, through my Facebook. Uh, you know, through my website. Going to those fan dinners. You know, just the you know ride days I have. Like I, I feel like I open myself up a lot. At the same time, like, yeah, I do get a lot of weird comments and, you know, a lot of negative comments, like, like, hatred. It's not like people like, hey, you, like, suck. Like, I had this little four-year-old boy tell me, like, I was going out to practice and he told me, man, I hope you fall and get hurt. Like, a little four-year-old kid. And I'm like, <laughs> like, dude, like, seriously, you know what's going on? But I, I guess, like, it, it, it is, but, like, at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's just the way it is, like, you know, without that, it's almost like saying, like, would you rather, you know, wait till you get home and make a phone call or write a letter or be able to pick it up on your cell phone? So yeah. I'm kind of torn. Like, I, I'm not going to let, like, the negativity, like, ruin the things that I do like. I do like being able to have Twitter. I like, I like being able to access my fans. But, yeah, sometimes it does, uh, it does suck. So if I had to pick, I probably would just – I probably would stay where we are. Well, James, don't let the haters uh, keep you down, man. Keep doing what you're doing, bud. No, nah, for sure. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, yeah. Are you able to ride during the week, James, or are you um, are you able to tell us? And uh, and if not, uh, how tough is that? 
Well, last week, um, last week I, I didn't ride at all, so you know I used pretty much Phoenix, uh, you know, practice practice and he raced in main event yeah. to try to get my riding in. This week I'm I'm gonna um, be able to ride, you know, a little bit. So uh, that'd be nice. That, that'd be nice for me. I figured, like, you know, at this point, you just kind of, you know, what's the what's the benefit of going to the races and just riding on the weekends and not riding, like, you, you start losing some kind of, you know, you're physically, you know, you start losing, mm-hmm. you know, that sharpness on that, and, and obviously, you know, these other guys are riding, so I feel like, uh, you know, I will be riding. I, we do need to work on a few things with the bike, although mm-hmm. it is a lot better. Um, it is a lot better than it has been in the past, so that hasn't been stressful, but I think with those new air forks, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a fine line between getting them, great and not having them that good at all and especially with the factory ones i think uh you know you, you're we, we've only been clicker changing here and there we haven't pulled them off and the only reason we haven't done that because we've been okay mm-hmm. but I, I still think like to to push it to that next level like that's one of the things that um we need to work on to to, to go to the next level yeah, the Air Forks right now are a big source of debate uh, on the message boards, on my Twitter, at the races. You know, some a lot of guys saying that, uh, you know, Chad is, is really looking at those. He's switching back and forth and RV admitting that he needs to test more. So I don't know if those things are good or bad, but uh, the suspension geeks love them. But I think they're just not protected yeah. yet. Well, I mean, I think there's anything, you know, like – well, when I started testing back in October, like, I, I would have never chose Air Force. You know, <laughs> from, you know, you think about from the years of, you know, Ricky Rodden to Dungey there to Chad, you know, and, and just all the other guys on the Suzuki's, all the guys on the Hondas, you know, on Shore Force. I got there and I pretty much had, like, a pretty good setting and just mm-hmm. stuff we learned from outdoors was always on the spring side. So when we started testing, uh, you know, I was like, dude, I don't want to touch this motorcycle. I don't even want to switch to the 2013 frame. I just want to stay here where yeah. we are. And then, you know, we started making these improvements. And then, you know, you go through all off-season, you get to the race, everybody freaks out. as Anaheim, you know, things, jumps haven't, jumps are not right like the test track. And then you get there and you need to start making changes. But unfortunately, yeah. we go to the first race, I hurt my knee in the second practice. And, like, we need to make changes and right. we can't do that because, one, I'm not riding 100%. So, you know, in this situation, I know for sure Chad's, Chad's been testing at the race, at, you know, practice, yeah. forks, air fork, one practice, you know, regular fork. So I know how it is, you know, and I, I know with Bill Poto, you know, I know he's been stressing out about that. And, and I, I'm not sure about the Honda guys. I don't, you know, I don't really get into it. But, yeah, yeah it's a big debate, and it is for sure the future, just like Dungy's air shock eventually in the next yeah. year or two years. Everybody's going to have an air shock. It's just... Uh, it's one of those things that you, you show up and you start racing on it, and, and nobody has race time. And even even in the um, you know the uh, the knees, you know the uh, the suspension guys. You know when I go ask like, hey, how's this thing and yeah, yeah. how's this changing? Like we're all kind of in the same spot. Like, I, well, we think it should be better. We think it should do this, and uh, right. but I, I think overall, like we're we're still in a pretty good situation. Right, right. Uh, all right, let's get a call. Uh, Steve, uh, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, thanks for calling. You got your question for James. Sure, uh, it's not really a question. I just wanted to comment on uh, Ralph Shaheen, you know, with his uh, little bit of his uh, interview and how he went straight at you with your knee and your injury. And I mean, I thought it was a good part. Uh, great on his part to do that. And I just thought if you thought that was uh, disrespectful or, or why, you know, you, know, you kind of weren't didn't look too happy about it. No, I, you know, to be honest, I'm not surprised on anything that goes on because I've been up in the booth and I know exactly what gets radioed in the ear. Like, I'm sure it's not Ralph all the way, and if it is, then I'll have a talk with Ralph. But 
I know what goes on. I know on the radio, like, hey, ask him about his knee. You know, the fans want to know, ask him about this. But, again, like, I, I always feel like, you know, me personally, like, I do get loaded questions. Like, my questions, like, I don't know. I never watched the, uh, the, the fell, the, the preseason show, but like, I don't know if they showed half the stuff, but my questions I was getting like was pretty like disrespectful to me, like just ant- like trying to answer them and trying to answer them the right way. So right. I, I feel like a lot of that stuff, like the fans, you know, it's just like when you watch an NFL game or basketball game, if you're not really in, you don't really know what's going on. So Ralph Shaheen and Justin is your only source of what's going on. Uh, with that, so they're asking questions about the knee, and then Ralph goes back and says, "Well, he's not telling us, you know, what what goes on." Then the fan thinks like James is trying to be secret, you know, he's an ass for not saying that, you know, he's trying to be quiet. But I, I think like I'm not gonna say it was disrespectful for sure. Like I think I would have been the only person that would got asked that question that many times. But you know, it is yeah. what it is, and I'm lucky to be in that situation to be asked that. So uh, um, at least for them to care enough. So. Yeah, I thought it was cool to ask once. No problems. You didn't, and you didn't, you're, you know, your answer. And I like Ralph. Ralph's a good guy. I thought it was cool to ask once, and then you, you blew it off, and then he should have probably moved on. That's, that's kind of my feelings yeah. on it, you know. Um, but you do have yeah, to ask. Yeah. You know, you have to ask and find out what the athlete wants to tell you or whatever, and then you move on. So. Um, yeah, I mean, we rarely see that. So, I mean, it was kind of good. I don't – it was kind of good to see him go a little far with it, but uh, at the same time, I mean, I agree. Listen, yeah. James, you're, you're the racer. You're the rider. And uh, you know what? It's not all about physical, and, and some some racing is mental. And if you want to keep a secret or you don't, that's your that's that's your business, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes yeah. back it goes back a little bit to the traction control thing too, which was another, I mean, unfair deal, I think. So, uh, yeah, yeah, little little politics. Yeah. Which one was that? I mean, James, keep up the good work. Thanks, man. Thanks, Steve. All right, I appreciate all it. Thank all you. Right. What were you gonna say, James? Sorry. No, I didn't. I didn't hear what it what it what it went back to. I didn't hear. Oh, that the the trash and control thing at Phoenix. It goes back to that oh, a little yeah. bit, you know, a little yeah. bit of the ambush yeah. thing. Um, uh, Ryan, what's up, man? What's your question for James Stewart? Uh, it's kind of like maybe you can answer, but uh, I guess like my question, like I guess the question he's being asked about all these tough questions that you get interviewed about and stuff. You ever think it'd be easier to like answer like personal questions rather than like motor related questions? Because sometimes I think that people want to know more of that stuff too. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. yeah. So you're asking like, is it easier to answer personal questions than motor related? Yeah, like I mean, like the people want to know like I don't know what James Stewart, not necessarily you, but like how many chicks is Hanny banging it like. Who's partying and like what's going yeah. on? And uh, come come who, on, who, Ryan. We're not going to ask what? that of these guys. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like that's the way. That's like the TMZ of motocross, man. Like, no, I, I, we all know. No, we all know that James knee hurts. We don't need to know like what the X-ray look like, right? I mean, who cares, right? All right, Ryan. Yeah, no, no, I know. I understand that, and for sure, like, it, I, I guess it is. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say, is it easier to ask personal questions? Because at the, at the same time, like, we do have a life besides racing. Uh, but, like, yeah, like, the way I look at it, like, like let's say I'm like, hey, Ryan, like, do a photo. Like, what's wrong with your knee, buddy? Like, hey, what's going on? Like, is your knee jacked up? Like, if Ralph or, you know, Steve asked that question, like, you're not going to get an answer for that. And the reason why, it's not because we don't want to tell you. It's because, like, what we say you have, Mike Williamson's, and you know you have Lee McCollins, and you have all the guys around you that goes around like your people. Like, look, Bill Fuller's knees hurt, James's knee hurt, man, you need to jump on him right now. You got your trainers and all that stuff. So it's like being able to like 
it's like when people ask you questions about like personal stuff, like, Hey, that, you know, like the information that other riders would like love to know. Like when I watch, like when I watch my TV show or when I watch inside the moto, like, dude, I learned so much from that stuff of like other riders. Like when they ask the questions or when the camera's just on it, you learn a lot from those people. So you get to a point where it's always like you, you always feel like you're being watched and like, you don't feel like you're being watched by the fans. You feel like you're being watched by like the other riders. So, when Ralph answered me the question, like, and it's, it's kind of my fault for, like, not, kind of, like, not overlooking, but when Ralph answered me, uh, like, he asked me a question, I think about, like, what, like, if I was another rider, what, like, what do I want to hear? Like, what do I want to say, James? Not necessarily, like, what the fans want to say. Like, me, like, I'll tell you on Twitter, or, like, if you met, met me, for, uh, you know, face-to-face, I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Like, a lot of people know what's going on with my knee, but... When I'm out in the media and I know, like, other riders can get to that situation, it's a lot harder to answer a question that way compared to if you just ask me about... Yeah, it's just like, it seems like everybody's, like, so, like, up your guys' asses about stuff, like, that doesn't even matter. Like, guys are just, like, uh, the media to me seems to, like, drive you guys away from being really who you are because you have to sugarcoat things to make the media happy or the general consensus of the population happy. Well, and it seems um, like sometimes the genuine rider doesn't come out. You know what I mean? Ryan, it's, yeah, not, really, like, it's not really their media. Yeah, it's, James, it's James's sponsors and factory teams and that kind of stuff. We, as a media, we'd love to get the down and dirty from everybody and all that. People will listen to... Um, People will listen to the shows and people will, will read our columns and all that, but it's more the politically correctness of the sponsors that prevents these guys from right. going. And, up the yeah, but and, and that's where you guys dry, get your question. You know, the type of questions you ask are pretty much to satisfy, you know, the industry. But you, Steve, you kind of go off that tree branch and you ask questions that people want to hear, which I, you know, I think that's great of you. You know, all right. thanks, Ron. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, all right, good question. Yeah. Um, James, let's move on. Let's talk about Seven Gear. Um, something all new for you, uh, launching a gear line, and uh, Troy Lee is helping you with it and designing it, and Roger Larson's handling things behind the scenes. Um, uh, next time you see Roger, tell him that you like the Tucker Rocky Roger better than the Seven Roger. <laughs> he, he, doesn't, he doesn't like that. But uh, talk about that a little bit and uh, and how that is, and it's a new business for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's for sure different, and I enjoy it. You know, I I feel like this whole time, like whether like it's seven or you know answer, like even Fox, like I had a lot of like influence on like colors and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I never had the influence on the things that I really wanted to change, and that's what like Seven Brand is. Like I'm trying to change stuff and like do stuff like a little bit different, and, and plus like it's it's fun. Like it's fun to be able to come up with different colors. It's fun to come up with like ideals and you know, to try this and that, but it is, it is cool. Like it's a different, uh, adventure. And, and I guess like, like I said before, like I just kind of got tired of like being like the dog and pony show, like, Hey, do this. Like, Hey, where it is. Like, you know, try to do this. Like, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like I've, I've helped answer out. I help Fox out just like those guys that helped me out. Like now, like I want to try to do something that, that, you know, it's a little bit different and to be the first to do it. And that's why, like, I was really like strict on like, look, this, this is a signature gear. Like it took me forever to even like put, like even come up with seven just cause I run number seven on the thing. But with the help of Troy and, the, and those guys and like even having Roger, the Tucker Rocky Roger, whoever Roger it is, <laughs> it's, it's been fun. And it's, it's been pretty good. And, um, you know, we just, I think, we'll, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Everybody seems to be stoked on the gear. Uh, you know, everybody seems to like it. There's, 
this is the first phase of it. Like the people that, you know, all the feedbacks, you know, everybody's been stoked on it. Like, you know, they, they come like, dude, I like the gear, I like the colors. I'm not sure about the number seven on the front. That's just on there for me, uh, just to do it different. So, uh, it, it's going to change a lot, but I, I've been stoked on it and, and, uh, you know, it feels good to be able to run something that you own. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so basically, um, when does it, when does it go out? When do you, uh, debut different stuff? When, how does the production line work? Um, who's distributing it and, uh, and all that. Steve, if I knew that, then I would tell you the reason why I'm getting seventh in the next place is because I'm worried about my gear line more than that. So I couldn't <laughs> even tell you when it's going out. Like all I know is I get to pick cool colors and, yeah. and say, Hey, you know, we need to try this material. We need to do this and try to help run it in the background. But like that stuff, I think it comes out in like September. You would have to ask Roger yep. on that. That's why he's here. So, um, I yeah. like the stuff you ran this weekend. I thought that the, the, the night show stuff, that was sweet. Um, yeah, I, doc, Kind of like a little mix of the old school uh, right. Suzuki colors, but I, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, I thought it looked good on the Suzuki. I think it looked good on any bike. So I was stoked on it. Seven uh, MX dot com. People can check that out and uh, and view it. Um, and uh, yeah, I like it. It's a little more traditional, a little more uh, solid colors, cut lines, and that kind of stuff. Like Mason, all that stuff that you guys wear, I don't like any of that freestyle stuff. Come on, man. No, it's all too busy. It's too busy. Well, like, keep it yeah. straight lines. Keep but it solid. I didn't make it. Yeah, no, you didn't make it. And, like, again, like, there will be some Mason stuff out there. There will be, like, the freestyle stuff out there and just, like, the stuff everywhere. But I just felt like, for me, like, this is what I wanted. You know, I wanted that more contemporary, like, little bit cleaner stuff, like that Oregon Ducks look. You know, I, I right. feel like, like, you know, sometimes lines, you start losing the colors. Like, you can't tell what's going on and, and all that. So just the first run, like, we, we decided to go this to keep mm-hmm. it clean. So, you know, you, you know, Steve, if you want it, so. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it. Yeah, I think it. I think it may. It could slim me out a little bit. I don't know about that. Thanks, Mason. I, I, yeah, I don't know. So it Just might look away. good on you, but it won't slim me out. Um, <laughs> hey, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you that the NHL is back? It is. It's back. <laughs> oh, he's, rid- he's pumped. Ridiculous. No, I, I'm just joking with you. I, gotta, I, gotta I get don't you. watch hockey. I know you don't. I don't. But watch I thought so, maybe you had. So. I'm pumped. I'm super pumped. You know why I'm pumped? I'm pumped because you're pumped, and that's all that matters. Who's the Super Bowl pick? For who? For, for what? For you. Who, who's getting to the Super Bowl? Well, my my two teams are already out. Like I thought, I thought Denver, and for some reason, I thought Seattle was. I thought Seattle was playing good ball. So yeah. Um, I thought they was playing well, but they're already out, so I'm screwed. <laughs> you're you're not even bothering anymore. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> what about this crazy season? I was talking to somebody from Chad Reed's team, and he said to me, and uh, it was a great quote, he goes, what if I would have told you that after two rounds we would have beat Stewart in both races, Villapoto in one race, and uh, Dungy in the other, and we wouldn't be on the box? <laughs> and I go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um this is uh, this is a little bizarre for for you guys. Um, you know, you're hurt. Ryan's crashing. Chad's not happy with his bike. Dungy's crashing. Barely made the main event this year. It's it's a little insane. Yeah, no, it is insane. That's why when we come back and like I'm like frustrated. The team's going like, dude, you got you, you did good. And yeah. so I, I guess that's a big difference for me this year. You know, I don't feel like I have to win every race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. I, I feel like you know I'm, I just need to be there. So. 
you know, even though like a seventh or eighth, like normally, like it would be a bad situation, you know, but Davy mm-hmm. Davy's killing it. Davy's been on the podium both both races right now. Trey should have Trey possibly could have won the first two races. Yeah. Well not this weekend, John Justin was gone, but yep. it's one of those things that like it's you know, it's like I'm top of Villa Photo with a seventh and eighth. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pictured that coming into the season. I'm I'm six points behind Dungey or something like that. Like mm-hmm. we're all like super close. So I feel like that's why there's knee injury and, and, and with everything else going on, like having a slow start is not too bad right now. Like I you know, there's so much stuff going on. There's gonna be riders that get hurt, there's gonna be riders that don't even make the main events, there's gonna be races like what Villa Poto had, mm-hmm. there's gonna be races like Barso had, so there's just situations where, you know, you just got to be there. I mean, the first race, you know, he had a battle the whole last lap. And then this race, the race was over since Barsha pulled the whole shot. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. I, I just I just know it's time for Gene Stewart to win one. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready uh, now. So. Hey, you know that you know that Dartfish software? I wrote about it today in my column, uh, the shadowing thing. Um, yeah. Uh, a bunch of teams use it. And I don't know if Suzuki's one of them or not, but a bunch of teams use it. And uh, I was asking one of the teams that use it this weekend, and not not to blow your ego up or anything, but I said, uh, so who do you shadow a lot? Who do you put your guy in with? And they're like, James. So there's that, James. Yeah. Even though your knees hurt, you're the shadow guy on the on this software program. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I figured that. Like, I've been in I, – when I met those darkness guys, it's like, dude, we've been – uh, filming you all year. <laughs> right, right, Let me show you what you got. You know, that's when uh, you know it was on Suzuki uh, when Reed was over there. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I guess I, I, I do figure the track out pretty good. Yeah, I think so. yeah, I think that's why I pull it a lot because I, I do know how to figure a track out pretty quick. That's why I wish all Supercrosses like rain days. Like you get one practice and you go <laughs> racing. Like I think I'll be way better off then. But um, I think it's yeah. pretty cool software. I mean, I think they use it for NASCAR, maybe, uh, whatnot. They uh, do, this yeah. guy's got a good gig going on. It's expensive. They got a good gig going on. So. Yeah, I heard. I heard it's a lot of money. But, uh, anyways, I thought it was kind of funny. Last call for James Stewart. Uh, Ackerman, what's going on? What's your question for uh, for James? What's up, Steve? What's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, um, James, whether you're, uh, whether you're winning or mid-pass, no matter where you're at, or if you're just cruising around the track, you always do the gnarliest section or take the gnarliest line through the gnarliest section that nobody else does, or you'll hop, like, you're hopping into that sand section at um, Anaheim before they they took the thing away. Yeah, the, the little, little wall, bump. right. Dude, that's so Not. sick. I just gotta give you props. No, I appreciate that, and 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 sometimes like it, it's cool. It's cool to be known as like that. It's cool to be known as you know a fast racer. Like you know, I I guess like it's it's fun. Like I enjoy racing motorcycles, and like you said, like whether it's you know a mid pack or you know first place or whatnot. Like I I still feel like I I do give it up my all. Um, you know, this, the last couple weekends, I, I've, I've been, I don't know what I've been like, but, you know, I appreciate that. And a lot of fans come up and say that, like, it means a lot. Like, it, and to me, it means a lot because I think it's one of those things that when I finish racing, like, you know, people always respect that and, and, you know, always remember that kind of stuff. So, you know, I look forward to when they build cool tracks, like, um, you know, like, the, you know, Anaheim, I, was, I think I was the first person to jump that quad and press day, like, stuff like that. It's cool, you know. Now, now it's time to you know start racing. But I, I really do appreciate it, and and uh, you know, hopefully have some more of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, Ackerman. Hey, right on, guys. Thanks. 
Hey, later, Mason. See you, bro. Um, uh, James, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, I know we joke about you crawling back into the gopher hole when things aren't going well, and I wasn't sure if you were going to text me back, but I do appreciate it. Um, you're, strugg- you're not where you want to be right now, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Yeah, no, no worries. You got to catch. You got to just text me at like six o'clock in the morning or whatever you text me. Yeah. I was I was out of it still. So <laughs> I don't know if I was awake. I don't know if I would text you back. I'm, I'm just playing. So no, anytime. Like yeah. I, I like I always say, Steve. I appreciate your questions. I enjoy coming on. You do fair to me. So I'm good. So all, it's right. all good. Thanks and good luck, man. Like get get to the top. The sports better with uh, with a healthy James Stewart, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. All right, see you. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. Uh, what do you think, Mason? That was awesome. Seems like he's still got a pretty good head on him, you know, for not having the first couple rounds go his way. Yeah. Doesn't seem bummed well, out. I mean, I made the, the comment about in the past, if, if he's not doing well, he just disappears. He yeah. really does. He doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to do these things. Maybe it's a sign he's getting older and more mature or whatever. Like, he's always like, why do you want to talk to me? I'm not the winner. And I'm like, really, dude? Really? Yeah. I'm, Come but on I, now. I mean, he could he's be still serious. still a bad dude. Right. Right. But S- still yeah, a bad you know, guy. it's cool. And like he was saying, too, there's. You know, the new guys are doing good right now, but I think all the veterans, they're going to start showing their faces a little more here midseason, you know, and yeah. they've got the experience to go every round of Supercross. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I was talking to one of the Kawasaki guys and after Anaheim, and they, they were like, hey, we're only uh, 14 points down on Dungey, who got third. Yeah. They weren't even, like, yeah, yeah, that's they weren't what they're, yeah, else. they're like, hey, don't worry, we're, we're, we know who's going to be there after 17 weeks. Yeah, you see, know? and that's what I'm saying, like James right. was saying, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be all kinds of stuff, so, I mean, he's got a little bit of an injury, but as long as he keeps himself yeah. in there right now, who knows right. what's going to happen. Uh, Jason Thomas. Sir. Uh, Fly Racing, uh, Jason Thomas, this segment of Jason Thomas brought to you by FlyRacing.com, the proud sponsors of Trey Kennard, Jimmy Albertson, and one Andrew Short. Kind of convenient, huh, JT? Yeah, okay, you did that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Mason's in the studio. I'm here. Do you, up, guys, do you guys know hey, each other? Yes, we already yeah. went over this last time. We did? Oh. Steve's memory is not, not good. It's shot, huh? Dude, no, because, man, I used to do the Nuclear Cowboys and just hookers and blow. Yeah. And so now, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, now you're a little fried. Right. Dang. Cocaine, cocaine affects your memory? <laughs> I'm just pumped that Mason came here. Like, he knew that Kent quit, and he still came to the show. I told you I was way more happy to come <laughs> when he wasn't here. Uh, where do we start with Jason Thomas? Um. We've got a lot to talk to you about. Don't start too high up. You'll go right over me. <laughs> Germany. You just got back from Germany. The last race of your professional career, correct? Uh, no, I'm going to well, race. I race in Helsinki at the end of the month, but oh, okay. it's, right. it's not as not as serious. Like it, the competition level will be nothing like this weekend, you know? Uh, you were involved in two races with a red flag. <laughs> uh, I was, yep. Yep, good times. You were leading one of them? Uh, yeah, the main event Saturday night, um, I whole shot and had like a five second lead, I think at halfway. Really? So yeah, there, I mean, the race is only seven minutes long, so I had like three minutes left. So it's pretty much, I mean, I don't want to say it's over. Anything could happen, but it was over. <laughs> I don't want to say it's over, but it was over. Well, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I whole yeah. shot, the guy that started second was still second and I had a five second lead, you know, it was kind of the, the suspense I felt of the race was over. Like I, I was just kind of already in cruise control and then whatever. Kind of all went, all went bad from there. Uh, and there's no rule, like, where the race is past halfway? It's finished? Well, they said there was, and I argued it. And then, so, you know, whatever, I lost that argument. And, uh, you know, every, actually all three of us in the top three were, like, really upset, obviously, because it's, it's such a rough-and-tumble deal over there mm-hmm. that, you know, you don't want to throw away a podium or if you feel like you're kind of getting cheated out of it, it's a big deal. And uh, 
so basically after a long discussion and everyone's arguing and yelling and back and forth, we restarted. Um, I started third, and I was pretty much done at that point. Like we had to do, They restarted the whole race. We had to go 15 more laps, and I had nothing left. I just was lucky to hold on to third. So um, Then, yeah, and the second red flag was Sunday in my half final. It, it was a 12-lap race. And it was the fifth lap, and I just I uh, got in a pileup in the first turn and got to fourth, and they red flagged it and said that. Uh, so I figured for sure we're you know we're restarting. We only done five out of twelve laps. Yeah. And then they're like, "No, you're done." I'm like I'm like, "What do you mean we're done? We we when we did forty percent of the race today, and yesterday we did sixty five percent. I don't I don't something doesn't make sense here. No, no, we're good. It's okay. We're done. I'm like. <laughs> So I was, like, ready to just, you know, my, so, my head was about to explode. Both, I, I yeah. should have, you know, that kind of screwed me for my gay pick in the final. And I don't know. I just felt like I got the uh, short end of the stick really bad. Both yeah, both, times, both red flags. You got the absolute worst uh, out of both red flags. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. That's for sure. Any Anytime you're winning and, you know, you feel like the race is pretty much yours, you know, yeah. and they take it away, it's kind of a bummer. But Mason, I don't know. I mean, I felt like, you know, it – when we when we restarted, I could have still won. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's my responsibility to go win again, but it's not that easy. You know, it's like I, I did everything right in the first one, and it was all for nothing. Like I, I still got—I didn't even get to have first gate pick going back or anything. Like sucked. Uh, so. Did you ever race JT Mason? Did uh, arena cross or a little bit? Yeah, like I like a few arena cross here yeah, and there, but yeah. not not a lot. Yeah. JT, you you dabbled in arena cross here and there. Uh, I I wouldn't even call it dabbling. It was more like. Uh, Tried and failed and did something else. Yep. Welcome to my world. That's why I went to freestyle. <laughs> uh, the good thing about the the Cowboys, nuclear Cowboys, Mason, no red flags. No. Like that. Yeah. That's like, a cool it's thing about freestyle. Good. Yeah. The, it's always good. Yeah. You always win. Don't have to restart. Right. Yeah. Don't right. have to get arm pump. Don't have to train. <laughs> There's a lot that's good about freestyle. How much do you ride consecutively, minutes what? Like, how much are, is there one part of the show where you're out there for a long time or no? Yeah, probably like three minutes. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Never <laughs> mind. Rough. But there's flames and stuff, so it gets hot. You know, I'm breaking a sweat. Don't let me fool you. There's flames and stuff. It yep. gets hot. Yep. Oh, my God. I don't know if <laughs> you guys feel bad for me yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Have you ever seen their routine, though? The <laughs> Nuclear Cowboys? Yeah. No, I need to. It's I, impressive. Like, you're downplaying it kind of, but it's pretty gnarly. Like, they do some really cool stuff. Thanks, JT. See? Steve, you need to lay off hey, me a little bit. Are, okay? there, are there chicks? There's chicks, right? Oh, yeah. With chainsaws and all that stuff? And Not they, chainsaws, but... Don't they do the metal plate on their crotches? They used to. That was the first year. Okay. We got rid of that. She was weird. <laughs> we, I just <laughs> saw that in Geneva when I went, I went to the Supercross. They had the grinders with the metal crotch plates. Yeah. And like someone, hoagies and grinders? That sounds oh, nice. Man, that sounds good. Um, do we talk about Phoenix or do we do the btosports.com tweet at tit segment? What do we do? Uh, we probably do both. Let's do the tweet at tit segment. btosports.com tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right. These are real questions from real live listeners out on the Twitter world to our own producer, Tits Legendary. Um, and he combs through 500, 800. I actually had 1,100 this week. 1,100 questions mm-hmm. to pick Dang. the best six or seven. <laughs> and, uh, I, and I always stress that best is, is very, very uh, questionable. Yeah. Very low. Oh, bar. hey, we're going to do tweet a tit or stump the tits. Okay. Or whatever it's called. It's not called stump the tits, but I always get. We're going to do that. Will tits know the motto? That's it. We're yeah. going to do that. 
Okay. Um, Paul Spaglieri wants to know, this is actually for Jason, he wants to know if you think Reed is a little scared to push it since his knee injury or what else could be his problem? Uh, no, I don't think that's it. I think it's more bike setup, brand new bike, brand new suspension technology, all kinds of different things going on that he's struggling with. He, he's just a really, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the right word. If the, everything's not right with the bike, he can't. He doesn't ride to his full potential. So um, I think that's what you're seeing more than anything. He, Once they get everything figured out, he'll probably do much better. He declined to come on the show tonight, JT. That. Well, I'm sure that probably has more to do with him not liking you than really the show. <laughs> Dang. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with what that. Did, what did he say? I, you, you hinted at that earlier, but you didn't really. No, he just said, uh, I'd rather not. Or something. And I mean, that's where I'm like, shit's, shit's going wrong. Like, he's oh, stressed yeah. or, you know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. No, I, think, I don't think it's like the end of the world. I just think he knows that every weekend that goes by when he's not comfortable on the bike, it's, you know, another weekend loss. It's, it's not good. You know, like, two force isn't bad, but right, right. I think it's more how he feels yeah, than yeah, the yeah. result. Did you watch Phoenix on TV? I did. Yes, okay. I, did. I did. Uh, yeah. He almost hit crap before the triple on that, on that quad. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. I, I think that was just a mistake. It's more him feeling comfortable and being able to ride hard. That's, that's the problem. If you can't, if you can't even ride hard or like feel like you're able to even ride a hundred percent, it's, you know, it's yeah. not fun to go to the races. He did the track walk with his hood up the whole time. Maybe he was cold. Thanks. You ever think of that? No. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Mason didn't even think Phoenix. of that. Uh, next question. <laughs> All right. Um, Alan Lund wants to know, uh, is Nick Way retiring? He's doing his, you He know, should. He should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick Way is healing up. He's going to race outdoors. He had a bad crash at Millville. You know who he's riding for? Uh, his own team. He's doing his own deal. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be back for Hangtown, the two seven. But for now, he's on the floor announcing, and he thinks he's awesome at it. By the way, shocker, huh, JT? Uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he's like, "How'd I do?" I'm like, "Yeah, pretty good. I'm awesome." <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know him well. That's you know how he, you know how he does it. Yeah. I'm awesome. All right, uh, Greg S. Wants to know, could a guy like Reed or Villapoto use last year's equipment, like the forks or something like well, that? Well, Chad did it at A1. Um, it's political a little bit, for sure. Right. But I think they probably – well, RV couldn't because it's KYB, and he's now on Showa. Okay. So, no, RV is, 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 is stuck, stuck with what he's got, but I imagine he could go to a spring Showa fork mm-hmm. if he was really battling, but uh, – Chad, I think, can do it. Yeah, Chad could probably do it. JT, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I think that, you know, with Honda's marketing their product, so I think that they're pretty particular on what you're allowed to run and what you can't. Um, as far as moving backwards in technology and stuff like that, like, I don't think that that's a big, they're a big fan of doing that. Wouldn't look very good. Well, yeah, they're just, they're you know, they're trying to sell motorcycles and and get better with the bike, not go back on stuff that, you know, so... Unfortunately, even if something's better, you kind of have to work through it, I think, in this situation. All right. Um, Tyson Stegall wants to know, will we ever know what happened to the whole L, uh, L&M deal with the whole Larry, Larry which, Brooks which having part? his family yeah, time? Which and, part? Uh, probably not, no. Yeah. Larry, or when Larry quit or got fired or 
whatever happened with James or whatever right. happened this year with Jeff Ward or just, you're going to have to specify a little bit more. Which incident would you, have to, would you like to know about? We'll, we'll take anything. What about them benching Hanny? JT, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I think it was a pretty bold move by the team. Like you have to respect it because that's their livelihood. You know, like that's the only reason that they're going to the races or working every day. So, you know, Paul Paul kind of took a stand. I thought, and you know, if that's obviously he probably had more info and did more research on the incident than anybody else. And if he felt that that was you know the right move, then it's kind of hard to argue with it. Let's ask the freestyle guy what he thinks. What's that? I wasn't paying attention. Benching Hanny for the weekend, dude. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you saw the move at A one or not. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, the last chance, the last, yeah. the last turn, not the, not the Nicoletti thing. No, the thing that was not necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he yeah. wasn't qualifying. Yeah. What you, what you, what do you make of that? Um, yeah, that was a bad move on his part. Probably just out of frustration, but it's pretty gnarly for the team to bench him. I mean, you know, he's got to get out there and try and race. But right. I mean, the fine's one thing. Take the fine for sure, but. Right. You know, the same football. We don't need to be benching players and benching riders, especially when you're just a Typical one-man freestyle team. rebel attitude. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. a matter of Come principle. On. I'm surprised he doesn't upturn this table. And I got tattoos, <laughs> dude. I'm gnarly. I know. You got knuckle <laughs> tattoos, bro. Yep. When you get those, that's gnarly. That was the first one I ever got. That's how gnarly I am. Come talk to me when you wow. get a neck tat, all right? Okay. Yeah, he has no neck tat. A couple days. All right, next question. I think, can I, before we move on, I think it was more, okay, yeah, obviously the incident was really bad, and that was the, the precursor for why he benched him, but I also think it was kind of a wake-up call for for Hanson in general, because obviously he wasn't riding well, I, I didn't think, all night, and I think it was just kind of like, listen, dude, we're not, you know, we're not playing around here, you need to get it together and not do stupid stuff on the track. And He's definitely yeah. a better rider than what he showed. Yeah, Right, that's what I mean, yeah. I think it was a wake-up call and more than just the level of him taking Alex Ray out. Yeah, I agree um, with that, too. I mean, Hanny's kind of been the guy that's kind of just gotten catered to all the time and right. kind of runs his own program no matter what team he's on. So maybe they do need to kind of set him in his place a little bit, you know, and get him back on the right track. Yeah. What? All right. Next question. Okay. Um, George Pritchett wants to know, uh, Villapoto and Bam Bam had the exact same fast time on their, their yeah. qualifying. Right. How do they determine who gets which in which heat? Do you I, think don't know, they, they even know? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well, I don't know that anything's like that really has ever question. happened before. I don't think so. I, I do. I don't. Jason? Sir, you asking me which who goes first? Yeah. I would think if, if they're exactly tied, I would say I'd probably go to point standings. Okay. That's all there, that's all there else is, you know, to go off of. Okay. Um, last one from Gonzo. Wants to know what you guys think about implementing a four-year rule in 250 Supercross. Doesn't matter how many championships you have, you get four years max, and that's it. Um. Yeah. Sure. Not to say you have to take them all, but you could if yeah. you wanted to. What do you think, man? Consecutive or total or? Well, he he likens it to high school where you got a freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. I don't feel like so... this guy has thought this out, JT. That part of it. <laughs> uh, well, that's how it all works now. You know, like you have to get three years in a row, a certain amount of points, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Uh, so, what do you think, Mason? I don't know. Yes, Mason likes it. Okay, it would get uh, it would get the Davalos, Sipes, uh, right. David Pingrees, Ryan Morris's of the world, Brock Sellers. Brock Sellers, yeah. you get these guys out of that class. Yeah, because that class to me has always been kind of like a stepping stone. Like you're supposed to be in there, 
You know, get your feet wet, yeah. do that's whatever a, you got to do. But that's long gone now. Yeah, like, like it's a serious deal. Yeah, you shouldn't be like twenty eight, twenty nine years old racing a bunch like against a bunch but of kids like, that just like, came out of Loretta's. But like Pink says, you know, he wanted to move up every year, but the, he would make zero money to yeah. thirty thousand dollars. So what are you going to do if you're in his shoes? Of course, you take the salary. Yeah, salary is pretty good. Right. Dang. Even a freestyle guy knows that. Yeah. Yeah. That's old news, right? That's it. BTOsports.com. Tweet a tit segment. No questions for the freestyle guy. Sorry. None. Nothing about a heart attack or a uh, (laughs) coffin coffin (laughs) thing. um, Mason, uh, we're going to go to commercial here in a little bit, and we're going to come up with Jimmy Albertson. We've got Jason Thomas on the line. And uh, did we did we give away the Derek Anderson circle jerkies? Are we all good? Yes, we are. All we set. have that to yep. do. Uh, nuclear cowboy tickets, bro. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What are we doing, Mason? Did you come up with your trivia? No, let me think about it some more. You just you said let me think about it at six o'clock. You said yeah, five no, or ten but minutes because then we start talking and I'm watching this basketball game and I yeah. just get all sidetracked. <laughs> right, Turn it off, Steve. No, that's that's going off now. Okay, so now you look what you did, How do Mason. We, okay, look what you did for everybody. You you did that. I think it's the first time I've ever been here and the TV was off. It's well, because stupid. some of us can handle it. <laughs> I guess. Some well, of us can't. The yeah. space fellow over here is doing his job, okay? I watch the game, and then when a question comes towards me, I answer it. What I'm are we s- going to do for Nuclear Cowboy tickets to give away? You, if you want to win Nuclear Cowboy tickets, you have to live in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, San Antonio, Auburn Hills, Tampa, Atlanta, New Orleans, East Rutherford, Ontario, Houston, or plan to be in those cities around the dates that the Nuclear Cowboys are there. So We that should might- make someone, like... Tweet some kind of cool random picture or something. Because I always like take naked pictures or pictures of me drinking beer or something fun, you know? Okay. Best picture gets some tickets if you're in that area. Okay. All right. Um, Mike underscore Mason 81. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. If you have Twitter, it's at Mike underscore Mason 81. Uh, Tweet him a photo. Anything. Anything. Could be drinking a beer. You could be. Well, if you're a dude, let's try not to send naked pictures. Yeah. What about if some dude sends his Johnson? Like, no, you can't do that. You'd be you, expelled. You, you get a dude like Corey Moser out there. Yeah. He'll be sending you half nudes. Watson keeps dong shots on his phone yeah, of himself. Does. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? When, when I, sing, I, I do, do not. I got a secret folder You on do my phone. not have a dong shot of yourself. I'm not going to show you, but no, I, gotta, I, don't I got see multiple it. angles and a fisheye. <laughs> what do you have that for? Girls, dude. What else do I have it for? Dude, you got to have one locked and loaded. Yep. Tits, you have any? No. JT? I have a wife. No. Dude. I guess I'm just that guy then. <laughs> okay, so you're like, hey, baby, what's up? What's going on? Hey, bing, let me send you a dong shot. Is that what you do? Just Well, no, like you kind of like work into it. It's you not you like pretend just... like it's you just took it, but in reality, you know, it's. Yeah, you I got get busted the right too. Angle and, yeah. You got busted. Yeah, I had, uh, I got a new tattoo on my hand a while back, and I was still reusing the same <laughs> one because I didn't want to take a new one because it was a good angle, dude. The thing was looking plump, so I was all proud of it. Uh, <laughs> I posted on my Instagram that. I had a new hand tattoo, and then a couple of days later, I sent the ween shot where there was no hand tattoo, and the chick yelled at me. So I got to kind of keep them fresh. Oh. You should see the shots you get in return, though. It's not like I'm just sending a ween shot, and that's it. You know, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm getting too old. I'm yeah. getting, it's official. I'm getting too old. JT, right? I mean, uh, this sounds crazy. crazy. You are pretty old. Um, why don't you have a nickname? What's your nickname? I already told you. Mace. Mace. That's dumb. Well, Did you need a nickname? You need, like. Booger. Off Revenge of the Nerds. We got Patch Adams, Twitch. You think Patch Adams is a good nickname? I yeah. do. I do. I'd way rather have Mace. Um, you need like a like um the Terminator or you know the the Widowmaker or yeah. You should definitely be the Terminator. 
That's uh, a great nickname. Mike, that one's awesome. Mike the Mauler Mason. That's what we should have done for Cowboys tickets. I like the Mauler. What I don't you I don't go to the mall. He doesn't fight anybody no, or like, beat anybody down or eat will. anything. No. He just he does sick you just tricks. Need a nickname. I do sick tricks and I'm a normal dude. I take ween shots <laughs> that you just so get Mike so the ween of. shot. <laughs> Mason. You just need a nickname, dude. Okay. Um Let's read this email. Let's get, do off, it. get off of this. Uh Bill Gardner sent this in JT, you'll like this. Uh, as we all know, Steve Mathis could not stop talking about riders he considers to be solid triples and how it was a travesty that they were not signed by any teams. He said numerous times that if he owned a team, he would hire Nicoletti, Canari, and Chisholm and told every team manager they should do the same. Because even though they may not win races, they would be solid triples at every race. So Steve's dream of starting a team and calling it Team Triples came true. Here's how the team would be doing after the first two races. Phil Nicoletti, DNQ. He has yet to qualify for either main event, but on the bright side, he's got a cool nickname. He got some solid TV time when he got punted off the track by Hanson. Uh, Canari, 19th in D&Q. Um, Chisholm, 13th and 13th. What can you say about the star of Team Triples? You cannot get any more solid than back-to-back 13th places. Even after starting well inside the top 10 in Phoenix, he knew Steve Mathis is all about being solid, so he faded back to 13th. To remain, quote-unquote, solid as a rock. Kyle has nothing to worry about, though, because Steve has picked Kyle as a surprise of the year and predicted him to get solid top fives and even a podium finish, and in no way is Steve Mathis support a kiss of death for a rider. Well, I hope you enjoyed the look back after the first two weeks of the season for Team Triples and look for another review in a few weeks. Thanks, Bill. I hate Bill. Freaking Bill. <laughs> Bill owns you. One thing about Bill's email, though, Bill, if you're, if you're listening... You spelt Phoenix wrong. You spelt it three different ways wrong. I, lo- I love when somebody, like, totally ruins someone else, and then they go to grammar. Uh-huh. Oh, well, dude, you totally, you totally didn't put a period in the right place there. But What an idiot. No, I mean, I'm go saying back he spelled, to high school. He spelt Phoenix wrong. Stupid Bill making fun of my triples. Did he go E before O or O before E or whatever? I don't know. Nash, what's up? What's your question? What's going on? I've got, I've got three important We don't questions. even get a gentleman? Gentlemen, cool. of course. Really? I called earlier, JT, so I fired Oh, first okay, time. sorry. I was getting no, questions no on my uh, heating air facts uh, problems. Well, we're going to talk about that at a different time. I don't want to bore the listeners. Uh, how was how the taco soup? Number one. I didn't, we didn't go have it. I, I bought Weege. I did not want taco soup from JGR. I was scared of it. Uh, I've never had taco soup. I'm not a big soup guy, period. So mm-hmm. I wanted to buy from concessions, which, of course, Wygant did not because they, <laughs> they wanted money for, for, for the food. But I bought Wygant um, a burrito, and I had some carne asada tacos from a concession. Carne asada, very nice. Uh, JT, got a question for you. Sir. If, if you were J- uh, Hanny's manager, would you make him for his anger management training face rape Wygant's wrestling buddy in the ring? Do you think that that could help Hanny overcome some of his aggression? Oh, I don't know. We're going so hypothetical. I, I'm going to have to phone a friend or something. Uh, Imagine. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what Hanny, the, the answers to Hanny's, I, I don't even know if you call them problems, but um, I don't know, man. The guy's, honestly, he's one of the most talented guys I've ever seen ride, just straight up skill-wise on a motorcycle. Um. I just don't. I don't know him well enough to know if it's a motivation factor or if it's a desire or, 
you know, it's, it's tough. Like, it's so stacked now and it's so competitive that if you're not 100% focused on being the best motorcycle racer you can be, you're not going to succeed. So uh, if I was just speculating from the outside with having no insider info, I would think that he's just not um, as locked in and focused as maybe he has been at points in his career right now. Well, maybe perhaps facing this backyard wrestling character could maybe Well, getting choked out or, you know, DDT'd or, you know, <laughs> slammed into a canvas, I doubt is going to help him. <laughs> well, in regards to his childish actions, maybe I was thinking a different type of therapy would work. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that's more just, I think, honestly, that was just out of frustration that he wasn't riding well. Because he kind of right. went backwards in every all the races, and that's, he rode much worse than he's capable of, and I think he just let out his frustration on that kid, which sucks for him. But, well, hey, but the, good, the good news is Fox Racing has given the kid a set of new knee braces. Yeah, that's luckily cool. luckily that's all I needed was knee braces and not new knees. <laughs> yeah, good point. Christmas. Uh, last question, Mason, yep. how is Kung Fu Feist? He's and good. give us a good Kung Fu Feist story, please. Oh, dude, I got a lot of them. Let me nice. Think. Oh, just nah. like the tickets, you got to think about it? Yeah. Do you have the tweeter? Do you have Twitter coming in? No. No tweets yet. No. I'm st- let me. Can I do this? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Jeez. I'm trying to think. It's like Kenny it. never left. Um, Feist. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's so... you know Feist is a New Jersey original, so people oh, yeah. are gonna go N- Nash is from New Jersey, right so Nash loves all things Jersey. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So Feist and his pops is cool too. They were just at the show this weekend. His pops was, but uh, Feist. I don't know. There's not like one thing that stands out in my mind, but he's just a random dude. Like. Always walking around like naked in his house or something. Like I'll be down there to like ride before X Games, dude. And he's just butt naked making oatmeal or something. Go water the track out in his underwear and like work boots. He's he's just a fun dude like that. I think he's like thirty four, thirty five now, and he still acts like he's like sixteen and still figuring out all the cool stuff in life. Spontaneous, refreshing, intense. Yep. All feist. Yep. Very, very now solid. We're, we're getting picked on because at the Cowboy shows, like. We like all the dancers, like we're trying to show off for them and stuff. And me and Feist have this weird thing, like where we act like we're dogs and we hump each other's legs. So every time, like the dancers are standing around, we just start doing that, and they just they don't don't know if we're gay or joking around or what. So that's pretty fun. You constantly mind jobbing him, uh, Steve. One final thing: Will Tits have a race on his Subway 450 with chunks at a Vegas track? I'd like to Can see you that. that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, for ultimate producer superiority. Whatever I think that would chunks? be. I don't know what would... happened to chunk- chunks. I figured it a one. Did he you think? Been there. Did you think chunks felt like we were mocking him? We weren't. We I, well, I wasn't. Anyways, I don't know. Dude, it sounded to me like it was going to be like the Howard Stern show, but a little different, except with Pulp MX. I mean, it sounded like he would have done a nice job. Got all fired up. Yeah, stuttering. The only part I didn't like great. about chunks was he was getting real serious with the questions, which I didn't want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. No seriousness. Not allowed. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Nash. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, Mason. Who's yep. the freestyle guy? That's made the most money. Not Pastrana. Travis Pastrana. Hart, none of the Hart and Pastrana don't count. Twitch. Twitch? For sure. Oh, really? He's, he's making more not money. Not more than Deegan. Not no, more. no. Okay, those but Deegan's not, in another level. Yeah, because that's like their business. Right, right. I mean, know. yeah, just And like Twitch? Hart has Alicia, so he's yeah. rich. But uh, yeah, Twitch is, he's actually making more money now than he would have been like if he was still winning yeah. X Fighters or X Games or something. Do you feel just, his tweets were out of line towards Racer X? Um... It was like, ha well, ha, we made, yeah. they, I guess Racer X made a mistake once. A legit mistake, like, hey, we thought you rode for these dudes. Yeah. Or they spelt his name wrong? Or no, they, I don't said, what it they was. said Metal Militia's Stenberg, but he okay. was riding for Famous. He was already right. long gone. So that was show. a mistake. That was a mistake. And, and he flipped out. Yeah. 
which I guess okay. Well, I mean, no, sorry, bro. He didn't. He didn't flip out about that. They were calling him out on best whip because it's fan voted. Who was so, calling him out? Racer X Why, was, was saying his whips were pretty much weak, and there was like three or four other dudes. Oh, which, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Are we on the same page right no, now? No, we are. You're, no, we are because I forgot about that. But the the fact was, is his whips weren't the best, and well, that's the fact. The, that's yeah, like saying that no the sun is coming up. That was not indisputable. Yeah. No doubt, but the thing that people got to realize is that's just kind of like a, a fun contest at X Games. You know, it's not something that's like, you know, life or death. No, and... but it 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 shouldn't be a fun contest. What's it worth for you to win a gold medal from that thing? A lot of money. Yeah. So why should it be a fun contest? It's serious Sh- business. It should be a popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it there's should, a lot of money but, on the line for you jerkies. Yeah. No doubt. I think X Games was just looking when they started Best Whip is they were looking at a way to get fans into it. You know, like have some fan input back and now i mean it's getting to the point where guys are taking it serious there's money on the line there's a gold medal there's bonuses all that so maybe they should look at doing judging but then judging is just as bad it's, but you know do you I mean? think okay so twitch overreacted he did but he he can get away with that he's so then did you so then haha i laughed flash forward six months <laughs> i laughed <laughs> uh fast forward six months racer x makes a little joke about hey and he really loses it on him what one was that? Just last week. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's what I was talking about. You didn't see that? Uh-uh. Somebody from Racer X, and I don't know who it is exactly. I nailed that down or bothered to care. Uh, tweeted a photo of MSR Mental Militia Pants and said, hey, Twitch Pants here. LOL or Smile Face or something. And, dude, he lost it really? on Twitter. Dang it. Lots of swearing. Uh-huh. Lots of. Did you yeah, see he, that? He cusses a lot. I, I was actually on Vital, believe it or not, and DC admitted that he was – it was him that he was joking. The DC did it? The DC, okay. yeah. He yeah. posted it. He didn't mean, obviously, for it to come across the way it did, but he, yeah, he it was, was a, a joke. I thought he was a bit of an ass, to be honest. I mean, yeah. he really, well, really, far. like all caps, so he's yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, if it's all caps, you're definitely yelling. <laughs> but, you know, I think he's just, he gets over people's stuff, you know, and if people pick on him, he lets uh, them know I how mean, hey, he's like. If you want the most powerful motocross magazine to not put you in it ever. Yeah, but the thing with Racer X is, like, the more dickheads you are to those guys, the more they start running your stuff. I remember Deegan, like, really? way back when the militia first started, Deegan was clowning all the, like, Racer X and all the magazines and all the corporate people. That guy ended up on the cover of the damn thing. Yeah. I can't even get a picture in that thing. I work for Racer X. I'll, well, come I'll, on. I'll Let's put a go photo do a photo shoot. You start a feud, man. You know, what yeah, I can, I know. you know what the only thing I do have pull in at Racer X magazine? I'll get you in the five minutes with. Let's do it. In the back of the mag. Let's do it. I can do I'm that. I'm really good at stuff that involves five minutes. Yeah. JT, JT? You, how do you feel about that? Hit us. The, the Twitch. About your five minutes poll or no, Twitch? Twitch. Uh, I like the whole first time. I didn't know what was going on, and I don't know. Like I can understand Twitch not being happy about it. Maybe he didn't handle it the best way, but I freak out about stuff all the time, so I'm not gonna. I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna I judge him for sure. All right. I mean, I don't know Twitch very well, so it's kind of. I don't know. I don't know the whole situation. I don't really know him very well, so. Probably not the best place for me to comment, really. The weird thing is, is he's, like, the most awesome dude. Like, he'll give you the shirt off his back if you're cool to him. Like, he's helped me out a ton through my career. But, dude, the second you say one wrong thing, it makes him snap. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's always – every time I've ever seen him, he's always, you know, like, actually been nice to me or said hi or whatever. So that's why I don't want to – rush to judge him because, you know what I mean? He will fight you. How someone treats me face-to-face, I put way more into than anything in the media or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. He will fight you. 
Um, all right, let's take our second commercial break of the night here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, Showy Helmets is on board with us this year. NFAB. Uh, NFAB. Check out the NFAB team of uh, Chris Blows and Phil Nicoletti. Not making mains right now, but soon will be. Um, free gun underwear, works connection, FMF racing, Atlas neck braces. We're giving away an Atlas neck brace tonight. Are we on that, Tits? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a guy from Germany wants to know if he's uh, able to get in on that or shipping, you know, because he's out of the country. Uh, yeah, he's fine. I mean, I'll pay for it if Atlas doesn't. So right. I'll make it happen. There you go. Uh, Ray, he's, he's in Germany now. Big JT yes. fan. Yeah. Big JT fan. Uh, race tech suspension uh, on board with us. Fly racing. Thank you. Fly racing. X brand goggles. Don't forget if you order a pair of X brands, uh, you get a free nose guard, not Can't beer be optics, just X brand. And of course, btosports.com and Mike Mason is in studio. JT will get you back when we come back from, uh, from commercial break, and uh, thanks, everybody, and see you in a little bit. All right, This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to 
access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market, designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it has superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-off, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. 
Sports Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC lovers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy.
Yeah, welcome back. Paul Bomek Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Mason. What? You like GNR? I love him. It's good. Very good. I saw him at, uh, oh, you were supposed to go with me, I think. No, we're going to I Def saw him at Hard Rock. Oh, was it, oh, was it Def Lepper? We're going to hit yeah. Def in tomorrow. I saw GNR at, a, at the joint. What would you think? They were all right. Yeah. It's I, not, like, I, without Slash there, how do you get into it? You know what I, I mean? I tweeted that, and I think maybe you'll agree, I don't know. I tweeted that it was like, at times, it was really good. And at times, it was, it was like the best GNR cover band ever. Yeah. Like, it was like, yeah. he couldn't hit the highs. No. You know? I felt like he was, only, he was only singing like one line out of every verse, kind of cutting out. <laughs> yeah, you know a little I mean? bit. Yeah, yeah. But November Rain's my favorite song by him. And when he was shredding that on the piano, yeah, that was sick. when the piano dropped. Yeah, that was And bad. I got to say, uh, he worked his ass off. Yeah. I mean, for me, for that show, anyways, he ran everywhere. He, he yeah, like, yeah. He was, like, it was a good show. The effort just was there. The sound. But we're going to go to Def Lever. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were going in March. Yeah, we're going. Okay. All right. Don't stand me up. Tits, chanceability Mason goes with me to Def Leppard. He seems like a stand-up guy. I'm going to go I with don't know. 57%. Yeah. JT, welcome back. Hey, buddy. Got an email for you. All right. Uh, long-time listener, Steve, I first saw you race in Duncan, B.C. years ago when Danny Elvin kicked everyone's ass. That would be the uh, Canadian Amateur Nationals. Uh, I did not beat Danny Elvin that day. My questions for you or your esteemed co-hosts, are regarding rider safety and why the top riders don't wear additional protective gear, chest protectors and whatnot, especially when injuries are so frequent and costly. Further to this, what's the deal with knee braces? Are they not effective? Last year, Poto and Reed, now Stu. Uh, Poto and Stu were minor foot dabs. Do these top bros not wear them, or were they just freak accidents? Dan in Campbell River, B.C. What do you think, JT? Uh, knee braces not seem to, be, seem to not be able to preventing knee injuries, which... I mean, they don't, claim, um, they don't claim to be, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they say it very clearly, even, you know, every weekend when Tom Carson goes up there that they, a knee brace is not going to, you know, totally prevent a knee injury. Uh, but it, I, th- I feel it will definitely reduce the chances of one. Um, I, I've actually felt my knee, like, go to hyperextend or go to, you know, to the side, and the knee brace actually kind of hold it, you know, and in a not, <clears throat> I don't know how to put it, um, if if you do it hard enough in any situation, it's gonna blow, your knee's gonna blow out. Like the knee brace gonna not gonna stop you. But say if it's fifty percent of that, you know, amount of force going there, the knee brace is gonna you know it's gonna help st- stabilize the knee quite a bit. Um, I mean, it, honestly, anybody who's ever ridden with knee braces, if you try to make them ride without them, there's no way. Like you feel so naked and your knee feels so unstable and unprotected. It's I, yeah. I, there's no no way I could drive without him. So, Mason, um, you wear them? Nope. No. I tore my ACL wearing knee braces. So I was over it. Yeah. <laughs> for for me, it's like not even optional. Like I, there's no way I could put my foot down or do anything like drag it through a rut or anything. I, I would feel so. I don't know. I just don't feel like my knee would hold up at all. How's that hot chocolate, Mason? It's hot. The marshmallows are good though. Bullshit. What do you mean? I don't get. My wife does not get. When I ask her to bring me hot chocolate, um. She does not pour marshmallows in and make it look like that. Well, I'm sorry. But we're buds. She likes me. Maybe it was Susie. Maybe it was Susie. Listen, do we have a winner for the Nuclear Cowboys tickets? Um, yeah, we do. All right. It is. Hold on. We wanted the lazy eye, right? Wait. Yeah. Can we do a drum roll? We need a drum roll. Well, that would be your job, producer. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to find it. There He's it is. He's on it. Is that my cue? That's your cue. 
Do it's it. uh, from this Mark C dude. I don't know what his Twitter is. Song old track or something. But he posted a chick with a gnarly lazy eye and a little mini skirt. <laughs> retweet it. Okay, I'll retweet it. But she's gnarly looking, and it definitely looks like something I woke up next to after All a right. big night. <laughs> so I think that's worthy. So we will that, see you in Detroit, it looks like. that dude. What's his name? Mark. Mark. All right, email the show, Mark. Um and maybe put your I'll, Twitter. I'll DM I, I don't know how to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll take okay, care of it. Okay, all right, yeah. We, we could get, get frauds. We could have frauds. It's very easy to have a fraud. Yeah, oh, I'll dude, take care of it. All right, hey, and we're going to give away an Atlas neck brace. Uh, we said we were going to do it earlier. We're giving away an Atlas uh, original brace. It's uh, the world's first flexible neck brace, worn by Jake Weimer last year. Uh, engineered to flex in crashes and a lifetime warranty against breakage. Unlike the other va- braces out there, uh, the winner can choose from one of three adult sizes and seven colors. It's a $300 brace, atlasbrace.com. What we want to do was uh, test your guys' uh, listening ability on the show. Um, JT, you wear an Atlas? You don't wear a neck no, brace. No, I don't wear a neck brace. You don't no. wear a neck brace at all? No. All right. If you did, you'd wear an Atlas, though, right? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Can't um, really all right, cool. Next, say yeah, that, no. Yeah, you'd wear an Atlas. All right, cool. Uh, here's the questions. Three questions from our show so far. The first person to email pulpamexshow at gmail.com wins this brace. Are you ready? Is everyone ready? First question. Is Mike Mason a good guy or a bad guy in the Nuclear Cowboy show? Second question. Which mechanic called into the show defending his rider's gate pick? Question number three. What pictures does Mason keep in a secret folder in his phone? Those are the three questions. First person right. Gets them right. Gets a free necklace brace. Thank you, atlasbrace.com for that. It should have been a little tougher, I Dang feel. It. What? Hot chocolate on my phone. Oh, God. Um, JT, let's talk, before we come up with Jimmy Albertson, who's coming up right away, uh, what about Jimmy Albertson's um, LCQ win, holding off Ryan Dungey? Yeah, it was crazy. And Dungey was pissed, too, huh? He was, wasn't he? He was really mad. Nothing against Dungey, but um, I like to see any of those guys get beat like that. Uh, yeah. Any, any of them. <laughs> I think Dungey was frustrated because he, he almost was like to the point where he was going to, going to go in and take Albertson out because he was so frustrated. Um, but he didn't want to do anything stupid. You know, he could have yeah. crashed himself or something. Oh. Oh. But for him, it just kind of – I know he was probably embarrassed to lose that race like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Just like, you know, Jimmy was trying to like, you know, be like, oh, man, good race. You know, probably yeah, yeah, thanks for not yeah. taking me out. And, you know, Dundee just totally blew him off. Yeah. Nah, it's always good when the little guy can beat one of those big dudes. JT, you've done that a few times. So. Um, yeah, that's whatever. I mean, obviously, the the goal was just to get in the main event. But Dundee was <laughs> – things were not going his way up to that point. No, not at all. Uh, I wanted to point out, too, that Dungey got, Dungey got taken out by Balby, which yeah. is par for the course. <laughs> and I was glad somebody else feels my pain for once. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, um, go go sideways right down a straightaway and just take everyone you can out. And Antonio's a nice guy. He doesn't mean it. He just. No, he is a nice guy. He just is a hazard. <laughs> Reminds me of myself. <laughs> um, do you hurt? Do you hurt innocent people while you're racing? Uh, no. Okay, that's not. But I'm a hazard at the bar, dude. I'm all over the place. <laughs> that's a good time. Uh, hey, um, are you? Are you in Vegas much? Uh-huh. Are you? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, you want to hang out more? Well, I was thinking we could hang out, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's like do it. Like lunch and stuff? Yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be like, awesome. What about, dude, maybe we should try to get some chicks and stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. I like chicks. Um, we should have, like, a chick-pulling contest. 
That's I, was tell, I was telling Osborne about this on Twitter this week. Yeah. And he, he backed down. Chicks? No, I was saying let's have a contest. Oh. He backed down. Isn't he married? Yeah. And you're married? Yeah. So no, I'm definitely going to win either way. No, no, no. no it wouldn't be, I wouldn't close the deal with him. I would. Yeah, I know you would. I love it. Um, Todd, you got a question for JT? Yeah, JT or you, either one. I would just want another safety question. Say, you know, I'm pertaining to Dungey's crash. You know, he, he flew off the track to hit that camera post and stuff. You know, and I remember years ago, um, Carmichael, same thing, when, when Nautica was sponsoring, you know, the races, they had boats sitting in between the, you know, the lanes and stuff, and Carmichael blitzing the whoops and crashing his brains out, just about hitting one of them boats. He would have been a dead man if he would have. I wonder, do the teams or the team managers have any say, or do they go and bitch about some of that stuff? You know, get that shit out of the way, people, you know, on certain lanes and stuff like that, or not? Uh, I think it's a, a constantly kind of, it's a battle. It's a battle between signage for sponsors and Bell exactly. trying to. I'm sure it is. I, I, yeah. I know they're advertising and trying to get the best TV coverage. Totally understand that, but it's just like I, I, no, I was it, shocked to see them right. put that, you know. Yeah, and they, they look at both sides. It's like what can we maximize signage and, and maximize safety and try to find a happy medium. Um, you know, and you've noticed they like they got rid of that boat. The boat's not out there. The truck's in a safe yeah, place just now. And, stuff like like that. and I thought, well, maybe that's just because it's Carmichael too. You know. Yeah, but, I think Dungey uh, was probably going to crash regardless of that camera or anything. So you know, I thought, well, maybe he would have you know jumped off the side or kept it straight. But you know, it it, it was. I was just thinking, you know, it, it just seemed kind of down far. You know. Out of that corner, I thought maybe in that corner, but I suppose if you're coming the other way, you would you could have got it that way too. So, yeah, I, honestly, honestly, the probably the most dangerous thing on the track. Forget boats and trucks and all kinds of stuff. The hay bales or the or tough walks or whatever you want to call it, the most dangerous thing on the track. I, I agree. And did they? That's another question. Did they change them this year a little bit after Carmichael uh, after uh, Trace Canard's uh, deal? You know, they seem a lot tighter now. And I always thought, why can't they get them? Tough blocks printed instead of having like a cover on them. Yeah, I think you know, there I was they... there was definitely work put into correcting that. I just mean right. that the whole concept in general, hay bale or tough walk or anything on the track that if you hit the side of the track, you're going to instantly crash. It's got to be know. the most dangerous thing on the track, they, other than I mean, like Vince Freeze or Antonio Balbi. With, with technology nowadays, you would think they could come up with something different, but I suppose we're still in the works with everything too. You know. Kind of behind everything else. So. Yeah, it's just something. I, man, I, I don't know. They, you know, since the sport's been around, there's been hay bales and tough box lining the track. Right. But if you went back and looked at the amount of crashes that those things have caused, it's unreal that they're still there. Oh, uh, shoot! I mean, hey. I mean, besides Supercross, I mean, I raced with tires along the side. I mean, Jesus, you know, buried in the ground, half sticking out. Oh uh, so. yeah, I have too. Um, uh, hey, Mason's got to worry about flames and shit. So never yeah. mind tough blocks. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be whining, right? <laughs> yeah, he got chicks, but. flames, and me, and and himself to worry about. Well, when you got you know the chicks around, I suppose that makes up for it. I guess. But thanks, Todd. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Uh, hey, do you? And you don't have to tell it, but do you make good money in the Nuclear Cowboys? Like, is yeah. It, is it like like a prestigious thing to do? Obviously, you're doing it, and you know, like. Yeah, it's really good money. Okay. Yeah. For, so for the time. So are there a bunch of dudes trying to get on? Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah, like, for like what we do in America. I mean, obviously in the states, there's not a whole lot of stuff going on. Right. There's X Games, you know, and there's yeah. some demos here and there. Like we do a lot of our stuff overseas, yeah. but for this, like 
to basically work January through April, you can make like almost your whole year's income, yeah. you know? Now, what about your rock star guy? Thank you. Right? Yep. No, I'm just wearing the hat because I think it looks no, cool. No, I don't know what hat you're wearing. It's backwards. <laughs> uh, how are they with the sponsors, Feld? Because we know they can be a little weird. Yeah, they're they're fine with they're it. They're fine. Yeah. No worries, no issues. Yeah, the thing is, is like with this Cowboys show, they don't really actually, you know, market us. Like they're not like come see the Nuclear Cowboys yeah. featuring my – it's like – they're kind of just. But you have Rockstar on your helmet and stuff. Yeah, no. we have yeah, to. Yeah. They they understand that that yeah. we still have to run our stuff. Okay. And, but yeah, it's never been a problem. Right, right. They're a little weird like that. You know, well, they blurred out Travis's Red Bull hat, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's good. That's good. That's how you guys make a living. Yeah. Yeah, with all your personal sponsors. So. Um. Uh, JT. Sir. What's your make of Jake Canada? Uh, on the line for the TVD. Uh, he was on my fantasy team, so I was, I'm still pissed off that he didn't just put it, strap his helmet on and keep going. Yeah, that's what he thought they were just getting black flag, and he was just going to head up the tunnel. And they're like, "Yeah, oh, I wasn't happy. I was. It was like five thirty in the morning in Germany, and I'm you know yelling at the computer. <laughs> not not happy. Not not good. No. Um, can we get our? Let's get our next guest on the line here. Uh, he's patiently waiting for us, I'm sure. Um, what a, so JT what? What do you make of the 250 class? Tomac is Tomac going to run the table? First of all, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he has a really good chance. I don't know. It's yeah. racing, though. No, obviously. I mean, I'm not asking you. You know, no one's going to hold this to you. No one's going to. No, no one, I know. He no has a very good chance. Normally, you would say, "No way, nobody's going to do that." Yes, he has a very good chance. But he's, he's that much faster. Uh, yeah. Roxon, Roxon could beat him. Yeah. If, if Tomac gets a bad start and Roxon hole shots, Tomac's not going to reel men from. You know, ten seconds down or whatever. You sure reeled in Davalos. That was weekend. my theory in Anaheim, actually. What? Me and a buddy of mine, we were doing like a little bet. Uh huh. And I knew Tomac was probably a little faster, but I said Roxon because he gets good starts, and Tomac's usually like mid pack, you know. Yeah. Yep. But since he's worked on his starts, it seems like he's going to be pretty hard to beat. That makes sense, Steve. Yeah. Now yeah, you're just texting. I'm going to take your phone away from you. No, you no, You turn no, the TV no, off no, on no, me, no. and now I'm over here talking to you, and you're texting. No, I'm – Mathis is always in the chat room or texting or watching – I am monitoring the show. You know, yeah. Crappy the Raiders show. games on the TV or uh, – I can't, can't, can't do that. Um, that. That makes me angry. Raiders? All right. Yeah, the Raiders. They make me angry. Um, all right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, um, HRT Honda. Jimmy Albertson uh, won the LCQ this weekend and uh, a hell of a guy, and uh, we had him on our show tonight, so let's, uh, let's get to him. Little intro music. That's Jimmy. nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Hey, what's up? Listen to your tune, bro. I know, I love it. Every time I... If you're going to get in the top ten... For your opening ceremonies, would this be your song? Yeah, yeah, no, um, probably not actually. Yeah, thank you. It would make me pick some gay song with Death Step or something like that. I'd be highly disappointed. Why? What do you mean, why? What do you mean, what? Why wouldn't you pick it? No, I'd pick it. They don't let you choose your song. Yes, they do. No, yes, not, they- not for everybody. Chism, Chism got the pick. Matt Gerke didn't get the pick last year, and he got the, he had a song. So. He could have made a request. He Turn the music off. Sorry, bro. God, we just got yelled. I don't know how know, it works. Right? Obviously, I win an LCQs. I'm not getting top ten. <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. Eventually, though. 
Eventually, we'll be there. Welcome hey, to the- Dungy, Dungy, you beat Dungy in the LCQ, and he got top 10. Yeah. He did. He top 10 like a big dog. Hey, Jimmy Albertson's, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Albertson's spot here on the Pulp Mech Show is brought to you by Showy Helmets. 19 seasons of professional racing under his belt. Kevin Windham still knows the importance of confidence in his equipment, and that's why he slips on Showy's VX, VFXW every week. Uh, 50 years of helmet engineering goes on behind that thing, and uh, check it out, Showy. Dash helmets.com. Jim, Jimmy Albertson. Uh, we got Mike Mason. Yeah, you, you weren't reading off a script at all on that. No, no not at all. Hey, we have uh, J- Mike, Mason, Mike Mason in studio. J- hey. JT's on the line. So. I was going to say, who's that? Is that Mike? Awesome. Yeah. Do you know? I never, I Do you know, know Mike? I didn't know that you were allowed on these moto shows, bro. I, I know. It's weird. He's trying to talk to me about race and stuff, and I am just way off. I have no clue No, what's I think going you're holding here. your own. I think you're doing fine. Oh, thanks, babe. No, I love it. Switching it up a bit. Yeah. Gonna be a regular on this damn thing here soon. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about you just dominating Ryan Dungey in the LCQ. That's yeah. I mean, honestly though, like I lined up on that thing and I knew that like it's six laps, anything can happen. And when Dungey got in the second place, he was probably like so nervous. And I really, I didn't have anything to lose. You know, if I go down, it's like big deal. If he goes down, then he's out of a handful of points in the championship. So like. I think he was like sticking it in on me, and I mean, if that if that was the race for, I think if that was the race for second, and in the LCQ, then I would have been over the berm, <laughs> and we could have both and we could have both went down. Right. But uh, you know, it was just what it was. I, mean, I think he was racing hard for a little bit, but then in the back of his mind, he was like, "I just need to get to the main event and let this goon get his glory." Uh, JT pointed out. <laughs> JT pointed out that he looked a little upset after the race when you were trying to say, hey, good job. Yeah, because I bet, I mean, I, I bet he was probably just like, well, hey, let me go around, but screw that, you know? Yeah, screw that. Yeah. I don't get to go, I don't get to win too many races, like, like I don't know, growing up in amateurs, it seemed like I won a lot, and once I turned pro, like, you got to take yeah. your race wins when you can get them, even if it's in the LCQ. No doubt. Jason Thomas uh, can attest to that, huh, JT? Yeah, we sure didn't get red flag, bro. Yep. <laughs> I yeah, told I told I told Nick Way that I didn't win because or the only reason I won is because JT and him weren't racing LCQ. <laughs> oh. Um and, Your and, airway was sick. Yeah. That, that thing was yeah. nice. I was pumped. Legit. Yeah, I was repped and I threw it out there hard. I don't think Dungey liked that either. <laughs> Not only did he get beat by a goon, but he just totally gooned out in front of him off the finish line. I I was impressed I was just, that you you know, Dungey was all over you, and you still somehow in your mind came up with, okay, I got to do something on the finish. You know what I mean? Like, even though you're, you're yeah. protecting your lines and you're trying to stay ahead of Ryan Dungey, one of the world's best riders, you're like, ah, oh, let me, what am I going to do at the finish? Let me think here. Let me think about what I'm going to do. You kind of, I mean, I was kind of disappointed because I felt like I had a better air wheelie in me. And, but he kind of snuck, he like, he kind of dove in on me in the final corner. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I'm trying to, like, Mason knows what I'm talking about. When he's going up to a big ramp, getting ready to throw a backflip, he doesn't want somebody sticking his front wheel in there, yeah, you know? that's just... It really screwed my, it screwed my freestyle trick up. Yeah. Feld <laughs> should find him. That's the show. Yep. Yeah, it should. I you mean, were going for entertainment of the year. I feel like jacked. he, Dungey took a lot away from the fans that what could have been, you know? But, yeah, oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, um, goes. And, and, my, and myself, I'm a Jimmy Albertson fan. I'm cheering you on. Ryan Dungey's there, and, you know, he's going to get in. Third place meathead is Canari. And, and again, 
I like Bobby. We, we, we've, we've established that on the show. So I was very happy for you and sad for Meathead. He did not get in. And, and JT, uh, what do you think? How angry was Bobby probably after that? Probably not really pumped. Hey, why don't you get Dungey on the line real quick and we can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I no have way. his number. I've not gotten a reply number to Number five? We should just try cold calling and see how it goes. No, I've, I've not gotten a reply to probably uh, – I got maybe one out of the last ten texts I got a reply to. That's stalker status. Yeah, Actually, right. yeah. I mean, you no, I mean – Someone and they don't write back, that's no, – you're I bordering mean, on illegal. Ten, I mean ten texts in like a year and a half. I know that. I know that. Like JT, we we talked about it a little bit last year, but like LCQs aren't like they used to be. It was you know, there's a lot of fast guys now. You have like 30 fast guys in the 450 class. But I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff that can go on the LCQ. Like Kanari not making it. Yeah, it, it sucks. But like, I mean, when there's a bunch of good guys in there, you got to be right like in the top three oh, yeah. or four on the start to expect to make it in. I mean, especially if. Good guys are getting started in front of you. It's, yeah. it's six laps. It happens so fast. Um, yeah, you're not coming from the back in the LCQ anymore. No, the Les Smith was in there. Ben LeMay was in there. Um, Meathead I mean, was in yeah. there. Um, help I me think out. even Archer, if Dungey would have started the first lap outside of the top ten, I really think that he probably wouldn't have been able to catch Canary. I mean, it's just it's too short of a race. It used to be everybody, like, there was only a few guys that would, like, triple all the way through the rhythm sections and do all the big lines. And now, man, there's, like, 30 guys doing all the big jumps and the, and the lines. So, basically, the only place people are making up real big time is the, you know, corners and scrubbing jumps. But everyone's doing the same thing. But it's really tough, man. Do you feel like, Jimmy, you didn't race last week? And, uh, and afterwards, I... Uh... I have a few angry tweets and emails about how you screwed up um, the f- people's fantasy teams. Do you, how much does that affect you day to day? Yeah, it's pretty harsh, you know. But I feel like I redeemed myself this weekend, you know. What uh, so, what, what happened? It, it's so, whatever. Were you feeling? You woke up with a fever, but were you feeling all right on Friday? Was it a sudden thing? No, uh, I, I Thursday night I actually had some friends flying in from uh, from my hometown. They were coming in to watch the race and. I'd seen him forever, and, I mean, I really wanted to go hang out, and I just called him Thursday night, and I was like, man, I'm not feeling good. I can't I can't go out. And From Thursday on, it just started feeling awful, and I went to Asterix on Friday when I got to the track. Mm-hmm. They got me on a bunch of antibiotics, and I figured I'd feel a little bit better the next day, but I actually started feeling worse. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't really break my fever that morning until, like, right before track walk. So then I was like, oh, man, I think I'm going to be okay. Because, like, I woke up and I was, mm-hmm. like, just drenched in sweat from breaking the fever. I went down to walk the track and, like, everybody I talked to on track walk was like, man, you don't look so good. I'm like, <laughs> my T-shirt is just covered in sweat. I'm, like, walking. I made it halfway around the track. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go back. So I just walked back to the track and slept. <laughs> uh, what a what a disaster opening uh, night. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. I remember stopping by and talking to Max on track walk, and he was like, are you okay? <laughs> I about had to get, like, asterisk medical mobiled out of track walk. It was not good. Jeez. Um, no good at all. How'd your main go for you in Phoenix? Talk about that a little bit. Actually, you know, I think I think Dungey was out for revenge, and he crashed right in front of me on purpose. Yeah. And I hit his bike. Yeah. But, you know, he was just upset. He didn't get that podium time in the LCQ. <laughs> No, he just, Dungey, obviously, he had to start on the outside because, you know, 
he was in the LCQ with me. He got a bad start, and uh-huh. he was, you know, I, he was even behind me on the start, and he was working his way through, and he slid out in that corner after the finish line. I figured I'd like wheelie over his bike, <laughs> and I just kind of popped the clutch. My front wheel didn't go high enough, and it hit his spinning rear tire, mm-hmm. and just took the bike right out from under me, and I, I just piled into the ground. And I, you know, it kind of hurt for a little bit, so I like took me a while to get up, and once I did, I was so far back. I right. still ended up, you know, riding the race. Got a good 19 laps in, so I mean it was it was good just to you know start off the season or whatever. But I was I was not by any means pleased or yeah pleased with my main event performance. But it'll be better yeah. next week. I still am not feeling quite good from being sick in Anaheim. So right. every day I feel a little bit better. So A two should be perfect. Yeah, uh, exactly. Let's go to the phones here. We have um, you know it's time. You know, uh, yep. Hey, Juan, for, wait, first off, first off, before I even start talking, how did I, I don't really want those nuclear cowboy tickets, like, I'm, that's not what I'm going for, but how did I not win? Did you even see my picture? I voted for you. I voted for you. He was the only one. Like, dude, I was man-gining it with my girlfriend licking my clit. Yeah, it was good work. <laughs> Definitely. Good work. But Wait, but that call. doesn't win? Like, I don't even need the tickets, but, like, that just doesn't work? Like, I just want to know that I'm the winner. Oh, you're a winner for sure. Dude, I don't want it now. But, uh, Jimmy, dude, I come to Anaheim 1. You don't even race. Like, I don't care if you have a fever. You just race. You just wait for I was surprised how I got quick. a lot of, like, yeah. uh, when I, I tweeted out to people, like, saying that I'm not racing tonight, and there were so many people who were like, you heartless bastard. What are you even doing on a dirt bike? I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I was Because for me, like, Supercross is, I mean, I don't know how it is for the other top guys, but to me, Supercross it's scary as hell. That's something I really don't want to do and my mind's all foggy. It's just a, um, you know, not only being sick, you just your whole kind of balance and everything's off, and it's not something that I just really wanted to hop into the first round sick and and going for it, you know. So it was you could have just pulled it one of those decisions I felt like I made the right decision on it. You could have just waved to me, you know, just get on the track and wave to me, and I'll wave back, blow kisses. Waved to both of us. I was in the stands too. I didn't get nothing. Just done a little, done a little parade lap. Just took it slow and easy for everybody. I w- I felt and, like Sinjin, your love for Jimmy, really just like it showed through when you just mother effed him on Twitter for not racing. Like I'm like, wow, he he. he there's went, some feelings there. Yeah, like. Oh, know. dude, come on. Let's be serious. I'm more important than some stupid race and money. You're right. You're right, Sinjin. <laughs> Definitely. Like, come on. Let's, let's use your brain. But last week, I mean, this last week on. Phoenix, dude. Next weekend, we're title contenders. Like we're beating Dungey. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think that pussy has nothing on us. It's my mind. We just clean him out, get him out of the way. I I mean, uh, the plan is to start off slow. It's like building speed. By the end of the season, we'll be in point speed. I'm not worried about that. You know, that's never been a issue. uh, Yeah, you're 48 down, or no, you're probably about 45 down. It's not not, not a big deal. I'm I'm tied. I'm actually tied with Meathead and Alessi for for 19th place in points. So get Dungy out, and then we go for Stewart's right knee. Take him out. We're good. Hey, was Stewart on before us? Was Stewart on before me? Yeah. Did. Was he on? Yeah. Did what did he say about his knee? Like, what's he's the sure he was very forthcoming. He's he's sending me the MRI reports in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, he I said. I don't understand. Like, he, if you're screwed up, just tell. It's not freaking hockey. They're not going to go for your leg. 
he feels you just look like, like an idiot when you don't tell people what your <laughs> what your, he, your issue is. Can I can ask. I talk or no? When can I talk? Right now. Okay. He feels like. He feels like if he if he says, "Hey, my knees hurt. This is what's wrong." People are going to say you're just making excuses. I don't really get well, that though, because we already know it's hurt. I know, but you know, so what's the James difference gets if he it, says James his gets, ACL hurt. gets it both ways. Like he gets it. Yeah, you know. Ooh, that's gross. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, and also, um, wait, another little comment to make. Um, not about Jimmy. Hey, that um Joey Savacci guy. I didn't call it and say it because I didn't want to, you know, make you guys feel awkward. But I was, I was really tempted to. Um, he's a fucking racist. Like, uh, like if you know Obama '87, <laughs> on you know Andrew Short's practice mechanic. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A while ago. On Instagram a while ago, he got rid of the picture. He had a picture of Savage. I think he said it on Twitter, like, saying when Obama won, like, oh, great, a fucking monkey won. Wow. And, uh, and, and Obama had it posted or fucking whatever. I don't know his real name, so I just call him Obama 87. But he took it down. But, and, uh, but just so you know, Savage is racist. So just root on for getting it. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he breaks a leg or something. Root well, for him to well, break his leg. Okay, Sinjin. No one's you know, I don't want him getting deathly injured. Just you know, just out of the season. You know, out of this industry, my industry. <laughs> so, sorry, correct that. My industry. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll get off the phone now. Uh, tell Georgia I say kisses and um, fuck England, <laughs> and um, hopefully I'll be at okay. NM too. We'll see. All right, Sinjin. Right, I think you made your mark. You made your mark tonight, Sinjin. Always hey. uplifting. Sinjin was on one right there. He was. Um, yeah, he was, man. He was. That was badass. That's amazing racist. <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> Morgan, welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Top Jimmy Albertson? Hey, I'm not really sure how I follow up all the racist talk, but anyway, Jimmy, it seems like um, from Trey's uh, revival video that you and Trey are pretty close, and with seeing his real big get off like he had last year, how does, did that affect you at all? Kind of make you reevaluate what you're doing and all the dangers in the sport. Yeah, it was, I mean, obviously I'm not going to sit here and make excuses about each thing in my season last year over Trey getting hurt, you know, but I can just remember um, I showed up to Oakland the next week and, and you know, I didn't tell a team or anything. Uh, the only person I told at the time was my wife, Georgia. I mean, I got in after the after the heat races and the LCQs were done. I just sat and I told her, I go, I, I didn't even want to take off that gate tonight. I was just seriously scared. And, like, all day, I just I didn't even want to race. It was all I could think about was, like, getting hurt and, and you know, what Trey was going through. And it was it was really hard. It took me, you know, it took me a good four or five races to kind of, like, get over it. And then once he started doing a little bit better and I could, you know, see he was walking around and fine, you know, it got easier and easier. But it was definitely, it was a scary deal for everybody because, I mean, there for a while, everything was kind of a little bit unknown, and but once he once he got his, his surgery done and got out of the hospital, everything started moving around pretty quick. But it was definitely it was definitely scary for for everyone that was close to him. It's the most hey, Jimmy, did, Jimmy, did you know that Steve Mathis hates Trey? <laughs> Who? No. Steve, Steve hates Trey. Not true. It's not true, and somehow it's, it's pretty true. <laughs> it's pretty true. Check yes. the archive. Uh, there, are, there, are, there is a high amount of truth in there. It may not be one hundred percent true, but it's 
fairly close to the truth. I told you, JT, it's the most inspirational thing I've ever seen. That is incorrect. You actually downplayed it, and I tried to say it was probably one of – I said it was actually one of the most inspirational comeback rides I've ever seen, and you were like, come on, come on. I mean, he he was fine. Like, he was hurt. Yeah, he came back. No, okay. Yes, absolutely. You said inspirational uh, things in your life you've ever seen. Yes, it was. Right. And my point was the lady with the burning car, lifting a car off her, her kids. You know, I honestly, like, watching that that movie is, like, that's storybook stuff. Like, they should make That's what I told him. He said, no, come on. Come on. It's nothing. It's just a, it's just a guy got hurt and then racing a dirt bike. I mean, obviously, <sighs> it would have been a lot cooler if he would have won Anaheim. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. That's all. I mean, didn't win Anaheim. He's a failure. I love your voice that you do when you're doing Steve. I try to sound as stupid as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JT, I don't know why you're trying to start this right now on the air live. Because you're ridiculous with that. I mean, it's super cool and it's awesome. And it's no, like, that is not how your attitude was about it at all. No, I just you're, you're saying that now because Jimmy's on here. No, but, I didn't yes. say it was the most. Yeah. I, 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 Jimmy. Uh, let me t- make it clear to you, Jimmy. He's just jealous because he spends a lot of time with Timmy, and <laughs> that, Timmy doesn't really care about Steve anymore. That could be it, Jimmy. It's not the most inspirational thing I've ever seen in my life. That's all. That's all I said. It's it's pretty gnarly. Everybody was at Anaheim one. It I mean, is gnarly. Uh, you know and what? If you want to look at it this way, if you want to look at it this way, we're not just talking about the broken back. We're talking about everything leading up. A broken. That's what I said. It was his whole life story. Collarbone. Yeah. Broken back, well, and not only that, when he did break his back, I'm just going to come out and say it. Trey last year at the Phoenix and Los Angeles, the race he did get the race, he was just not. He wasn't riding like Trey. Like it was like. It was, I don't know, he was riding like a, a sixth to twelfth place rider. Um, you know, he wasn't anywhere close to where he needed to be. And he comes back this year, and he's, I mean, I watched, I just got done watching the main event at Phoenix. Like, he was on the gas. He's I mean, amazing. He would give him another five more laps. He would have been battling for the win without that last lap crash. He should have got second, yeah, um, or first. Um, and thanks, JT, for having uh, Care Bear. Uh, come up to me this weekend and ask me why I hated her kid. Thank you. Thank you very That's much. That's deserved. I w- I'd like to know the answer, too. That's why I brought it up again. Me, too. All right. I think that Steve just gets mad at successful people. Morgan, we got to go. Like, that's like, Morgan, thanks. Like you're Real best quick, friends Jimmy. with me because I'm, like, the biggest slum ever. Morgan, so, thank you. Yeah. Think like, oh, yeah, I can be friends well, with Jimmy. Quick. Like, you doesn't have much going on. But um, as soon as somebody's got something going on, he's like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, I know, I know what it is. I just figured it out. Oh, it all makes sense now. Go ahead. Trey and Timmy are too close. It is. That's what, that's it, that's it, what it is. That's the whole deal. For sure. Steve is so bitter and jealous about Trey and Timmy working together. Oh, wow. Dang. I just threw. Light bulb just went off. Yep. Hey, Dang. Steve, you know what me and Jimmy have in common? No. What's that, Morgan? Thanks to you, we are both rocking the beer goggles. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, That's Jimmy. a great thing to have in common. I have to say, Jimmy, uh, you are the first uh, beer optics athlete to win a race uh, in Super Yes. Bowl. Yes. How are the That's beer awesome. optics? Are they working fine for you? They're working great. Yeah, I don't even run pads on them. I've always ran a, a paint liner on my goggles. And, um, you know, I didn't have to run them this weekend. So, I mean, I never I yeah. did the whole main event. No slip. Get, no yeah, sweat, literally. No, literally, no sweat. Yeah. All right, Morgan. No sweat. Thanks for buying them, Morgan. And uh, X-Brand Goggles, uh, check them out on the web. 
and beer. disappoint you, but you actually gave them to me. But hey, you'll uh, represent me. Beeroptics.com. Buy some, Morgan. <laughs> All right, will do. All, All right. right, thanks, guys. See you, man. Um, I like I like how you uh, we were you were saying earlier too when we were texting after the race. It is you guys do have quite the marketing scheme going on. Having yes, me thank X brand and beer on the podium. Oh, it's terrific! It's like yeah. double whammy. It's like you didn't say Honda Honda or HRT Honda HRT <laughs> Honda. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant yeah, on our part. On. Hey, we got a call from uh, Australia. Lips. Hey, you going, boys? What's up, Lips? Hey, guys, I've got a question for Jimmy. Yep. Good day, Jimmy. How you going, mate? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, can you hear me there? Yep, yep, I can hear you loud and clear. What's up? Hey, mate. Um, well, I just feel that, you know, we have this whole interview, and I just think everyone's beating around the bush about what we really want to know and what we really want to talk about about Jimmy Albertson is. And the fact of the matter is, is that, man, your wife is hot. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I a question or a statement? With your, with your accent, this is going to be a Georgia Lindsay question. Georgia no, Albertson. he's from Aussie. No, nah, that's not right. England. How'd you, how'd you uh, get such a hornbag, mate? What? How'd you end up talking uh, yourself into getting to know her well? Um, Actually, it's kind of a funny story. We, I was... Um, yeah, that's funny. I was in Sweden at the time, racing world championships, and... uh. And she was doing a, she was doing the Supermoto um, World Championship stuff, and the the girl who was doing the motocross series actually had a um, weekend off. She was had to go to a wedding or something, so they brought her over from the Supermoto series. And like, I was up in Sweden racing, and I had like the worst weekend ever. My bike blew up one moto, and the next moto I slipped over a fence and like damn near ripped my finger off. And it was just one of those days that was just like so awful. The team had left me, and they I, they they forgot to like bring me back to the hotel. I guess they probably pissed <laughs> off because I DNF both motos. So I ended up having to get a ride back with one of the cameramen, and Georgia happened to be with them. And then you know we're like, hey, let's go out and eat. And then one thing led to another, and you know we just basically started talking since then. And both of you were like developed into what both, is now. Both of you were like, thank God someone who speaks English. Yeah, it really was <laughs> like. After um, we got home from Sweden, you know, obviously I was talking to her over the phone or internet or whatever, and um, you know, I t- I conned her into coming out to Belgium, which is about four hours where I was living, and staying with me for a while. And then it was just like, honestly, it was like a breath of fresh air, just having another English-speaking person around, and well, not not just English-speaking. I mean, obviously, people in Belgium speak English, and they're you know, I have a lot of good friends in Belgium, but. I don't know, just kind of like the humor and the the good company. So it was definitely like it was a well needed thing that happened that weekend, you know. I was wondering if uh, there's any chance you're going to let your mate Ronnie Mack be your mechanic, or uh, let him maybe run a main event at all. A mechanic? Shit, that'd be tough to do. No way, Ronnie man. He can't even work on his own bike. Yeah, well, Ronnie's bike runs like crap. <laughs> He's right. Do you reckon he might uh, maybe kick you off uh, the seat and uh, chuck a flannelette on and do a main event at all? Who's this? Lips. Ronnie, Ronnie Matt, man. your mate. Don't you let him come to the races with you? I don't know. I heard he's trying to ride A2, but who knows, he, man. He signed at A1. He's, a he was there at he's A1. my friend, but the guy doesn't even own a cell phone, so you can't even get a hold of him. 
Um, sponsored by FMF, uh, by the way. FMF Racing uh, on board with the Pulp Mech Show and Ronnie Mack. And Beer Optics. Yeah, Andy's also a beer goggle sponsor as well. Yeah, that worked out perfectly. I, that was weird. Where's the fly helmet as well? Oh, that, yeah. That, that, yeah, I thought that, maybe you'd um, bring him along with you to come and see how racing's really done. Everybody no, thinks no, he couldn't. He can't. He's not really allowed to go very far and, and leave for long periods of time because it's roll off that will get him. Everybody so thinks that. Really... Uh, everybody thinks that you're Ronnie Mack, but you're laid up in Anaheim, not with a fever, and Ronnie's signing, which I think should oh, probably yeah. blow that thing. You know. And it's and it's funny because all his sponsors like, I thought you were sick. You're not racing, and Ronnie Mack signing an autograph. And I'm like, what does that mean? Well, I'm yeah. in the. You know, motorhome six. Ronnie's doing his thing. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, looking around," and then I don't know, man. People, uh, people always like to assume. You know, it's me, or it's, or it's Trey Kennard, or it's freaking Brett Q, or it's my brother, or right. you know, I've heard it all. Uh, it's hey, Tim Ferry. Yeah, I don't I've think that's at all, mate. I reckon it's just some shady bloke you met down the pub. What? <laughs> I reckon it's some shady bloke. Oh, damn you, Americans! Thanks anyway, no, guys. It's too hard to decipher my language. <laughs> lips, uh, lips. Did you get that, he's Kenny Watson? He's got a moto background. The guy used to be a uh, uh, Oklahoma State champion. You can look him up. <laughs> um, lips, did you get that autograph? Hey, that autograph Watson poster yet? Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna email you. Give me his email address. I'm gonna email it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll pass it on. I'm not. Look I'm just it. not gonna let it go. I'm just gonna keep on twittering him. Yeah. I, I, I might just have to uh, keep pushing. I reckon. Do it. I'll get it. All right. Thanks. Uh, I'll thanks email lips. you during the week. Yeah. Do that. All right. Lips. Later. Uh, Mason, Australia calls in. Yep. That was cool. What do you think about that, Jimmy? Let's get back to your wife here. What? <laughs> well, get back. Let's get back to my wife. Does she play hard I, to get? I knew, I knew exactly what it, what uh, what he was going to be asking. Uh, does she play hard to get? Because I have a lot of like most Australian people I talk to, like that's the first question they ask. And I know George is from England, but like some reason Australian people are like all about it. So, like, hey, your wife? <laughs> yeah, what about her? <laughs> yeah, so let's talk more about her. While we're here. Does she play yeah. hard to get? Does she What's make you that? work for it? <laughs> Not at all. Nuh-uh. We're to that point where it's like we kind of look at each other and in disgust. Really? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> when you're on the road, do you ever and, send her uh, pictures we're, of your we're weed? Great. Everything's good. Do, do you have uh, dong shots on your phone for her? Because Mason feels like this is common practice among males. However, myself and JT and Tits here do not have dong shots in their phones. Kenny does, though. So... Do, do, like when you're, on, when you're on the road, I mean, you guys don't send some pictures to each other. She's told me many a times. She's told me many a times how horrible she thinks penises look. So yeah, why do all girls say that? But yeah, they want to sit on them all the time. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've had chicks so make I, eye I contact with me when I'm naked. And they still say it's ugly. She's more of a. She's more of a. She's more of a ball woman. Ah, she likes balls. <laughs> after like, after two thirty fives at Southwick, you know? just make her get in there. Yeah, I'm more of a I'm more of a butt guy, and she's more of a ball woman. So, man, she's just not gonna, dude. Balls on you know, a no moto, dude, is gross. The wiener shots. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess I really am the weird dude. I think you are. Yeah, I do. That sucks. Yeah, I felt normal my whole no, I life. Think, I think you're a little out there. Um. All right, Jimmy. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Um. Awesome. No problem. Awesome ride this weekend uh, in the LCQ and. 
Bummer about the main, but uh, you got the Beer Optics on the podium. You said Beer Optics and X-Brand. And, uh, and FMF Racing is a sponsor of you, as is Fly Racing, which are all sponsors of our show, too. So it works out yeah. really good. No doubt. And also, man, I want to give a big shout-out to Mer- all the guys at Merge Racing, uh, Jim Lewis and Dylan Turner. Uh, Dylan actually helped me this weekend as my mechanic, just kind of last-minute deal. He's like, I asked him in the morning, like, hey, you want to be our mechanic today? He's like, hell yeah, you <laughs> Grab a pit board, let's go. So both those guys, I mean, my bike, we didn't hardly do much to it, but the work they did to it, do to it, like, it works incredible. I'm really stoked with my setup and, and working with those guys. So merge yeah. racing. Pulling a whole shot. Extension. Go Pull, check it out. Pulling a whole shot on a um, factory KTM. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, a, I wouldn't say it's pulling the whole shot. It, well, I got a, a start got a over start. him. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't get, like, a third-place whole shot. That doesn't really exist. I, I apologize. I should have known better. I started, I stopped calling it the whole shot device on my bike. I started calling it a starting device because <laughs> rarely do I push it down and pull the whole shot. <laughs> JT, you can it's relate. It's more of a starting device. Yeah. Now, Michael Essie has a whole shot device on his bike, but I don't know where to purchase a whole shot device. I all all the spon- all my sponsors they, they only give me starting devices. So right. I'm gonna look into getting a whole shot device. Yeah, maybe you're not running the right one. Exactly. Yeah, you get the I, I, got the starting, I got the starting device. Alessi got the whole shot device. And so did that Jesse Nelson too. Yeah, he's got one too. Um So I don't know. If I can figure out where to buy a whole shot device this weekend, it should be a lot better of a weekend, but we'll see. Alright. Hey Jimmy. Yeah. Before you leave, tell Steve about my farts. Oh my god! It's I, I can't even explain. They're the most amazing thing. It sounds fake, but I don't know. I don't know if they're not fake because I've never seen it in real life. But I get sound clips now and again, and it things are bad. Huh? I know you've got them on your phone right now. You just need to play it. No, I just got a new phone, so they're all. I lost all those ones that I sent you. You still, you still got some of his parts. <laughs> Georgia listens to him all the time, too. Is she jealous? Does she want to do that? All the time. She's like, hey, hey, you want to listen to my buddy's mic fart? That's I, awesome. I mean, I'm really bummed. Tits, that's, that's sad that we can't listen. Next I'm time. devastated. No, devastated. Not going to lie. Yeah. They're it's, long. You know, I'd rather you not listen to them because you, you won't think they're real. I mean, maybe you just need to brew one up right there and do it live on the show. No, I'm scared right now because I'm holding one back. They'll shit my pants if I try that. <laughs> but I'll definitely have some for them next time. Uh, <laughs> you gotta shit your pants in the studio. That's so. suck, that's dude. not good. No, that's not good. Uh, I got thanks, Jimmy. On. Appreciate it. Uh, like Al Roker. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks See you, Jimmy. Me on. See ya, uh, Jimmy Albertson. Everybody, JT uh, Al Roker. That was good. Yeah, uh, Ping was very happy about that. Um, and what we're going to do is, uh, we should have played this beforehand, but we're dedicating Jimmy Albertson's and Ryan Dungey's LCQ battle as the NFAB Banging Bars segment. This Banging Bars brought to you by NFAB. I think that was the best race I saw all night, the best race between two guys. I like the fact that Dungey uh, almost went for the kill a couple times, but didn't. And uh, I thought it was a great race. Great race by those guys, and that is the NFAB. Uh, dot com n hyphen hyphen fab dot com uh, banging bars of the night team blows wait 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 what, wait what how could it not be blows and partridge when it's an m fab rider I, I didn't see that I didn't and I heard from people that it wasn't any big deal and Kyle and I talked to Kyle today um, 
So I didn't see it. So I didn't know if I really want to. How can it not be a big deal? They got in a fight. They got DQ'd, all kinds of stuff. It and it's fight. an MFAB rider. I, I protest that. Aren't, aren't they bar boys? Segment. I thought they were good buddies. Yeah, I don't know. Banging bar segment is a travesty this week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, fine. The NFAB banging bar segment is Kyle Partridge swinging away at Chris Blows, who happens to ride for the NFAB te- Yamaha team. There you go. Thank you. And NFAB is an industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, and best-looking bars available in industry. They do not make Ridgeline bars yet, but they are working on it. And they've been around for a long time. And they have a team, NFAB Yamaha team, with Filthy Phil Nicoletti and Chris Blose. Blose is probably my surprise of the uh, year in the fact he hasn't made either main. I told you the triples are going to struggle this year. I am a Blose fan. and uh, huh? he, he called hard, back. man. Jimmy. Yeah. What's up? Um, I'm sorry for calling again, but Georgia like killed me when she found out JT was on the air and she didn't get to say hi, so she's right here. Georgia. JT. What's up? Hey. How are you? Are you listening to, to Mike's farts right now? Huh? Are you listening to Mike's farts right now? I'm not. I can't find them. They're on my old phone, and I'm really disappointed. Dang it. They talk. No one has Hi, the Mark. farts. They're insane. Get Andy Dalton on the phone, and he's got, like, a whole album of them. Yeah. It's like the Mark roommate, Fart, always him to Mike Fart album. Uh, are they but, on iTunes? Can you purchase them on iTunes? Are they're they in my iTunes. You should be able to have them as a ringtone. Are they ringtones? Yeah. Yeah, you can make a ringtone. Okay. I'm going to make Anyway, I, I just wanted to say hi, JT, because I was really bummed out. I didn't know you were on the show. Yeah, are you going to Anaheim, too? Obviously, Hell you yeah, will. Yeah, are you? Right? Yeah. You going to find me a can beer I? in a, like, a plastic cup? Never. I never walk around with plastic coats of beer hey, in them. What we, are you talking about? Can we talk, you gotta sneak me one. Can we talk about Knothole Club? Who gets in there? Not you. What? <laughs> Godbot, dude. Godbot? Not whole yeah, you. Dude. No surprise. No nope. surprise that Godbot is there. Nope. Not at all. Coombs is in there. I have no there. idea what you're talking about, but I don't want to interrupt, so hi, uh, JT. See you at the weekend. All right. See, see you this weekend. See you, Georgia. Hi, Steve. Bye, Steve. Uh, Bye. Goodbye. Uh, Georgia Lindsay Albertson. Is, is, is it Georgia Albertson yet? I think so. Just not on Twitter. Yeah. Um, not whole club. Mason, you never been in there? No. You know I'm what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You ever try? Yeah. Okay. Shut <laughs> it's not. It's not good. I've been in there. It's not that good. What do you yeah. mean it's not that good? It's just really crowded. You can't see unless you because all of the all of the places where you can actually see are paid for by sponsors. Like they buy them, and then if you're behind that then you're standing, and I, standing doesn't really work for me. I can't see over anybody, so I can't see anything. All I can see is shoulders. It sucks. That's stupid. Yeah, it's not good. Unless you're like a corporate sponsor or an event sponsor or something big where you have your own table and all that, then it's, then it's bitching. But, like, if you just get a pass, which I've had a few times, like injuries or whatever, um, it's really not that cool other than just being a bar in there. I don't know. I think it's very overrated. The uh, the you didn't go to the press box anyone did you JT? No, I I, I I have those my VIPs so. I don't know what they did to it, but they cleaned it up. It was not even packed at all, and they didn't. It was weird. I don't know what the deal was. I gotta ask Danny Hartwig about that. Um, oh, I have a question for you too. What is the other? There's another press box. Is that like TV press or something? It's like on the far side. Yeah, you that, know about that one? Yep, I do. I'm not allowed in there. They have uh, okay. fresh, hot, catered food. That is for what Denny calls the real media. 
Oh, okay. Uh, LA, yeah, because I, I went in there. I'd had a couple beers, yep. and I went in there looking for you, and Denny was like, dude, you can't be in here. And I was like, all right. So I stole a cookie and left, yeah. but um, I don't know what that, that L- place was. L.A. Times, Orange County Register, like the real, real media guys. Real media. Uh, the people that always probably talk bad about us when there's an injury in the sport. Yeah, are, exactly. They get the real cater treatment. Yeah, they totally do. And, yeah, sweet. And uh, Wygant got in there once because I think he's sort of safe. They don't really know what I'm going to do, though, you know? So, um, oh, yeah, I've never been in that private room. But the Gardia's in there, um, Danny, Real Media, all those guys. Yeah, he wasn't pumped that I stole a cookie, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm retired. Yeah, steal that damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken the whole tray, right? We know. Um, <laughs> hey, so you're going to be at the rest of them, JT? You're, and your BTOsports.com VIP thing is all sold for this weekend? We don't need to pump that up? No, we're good. Um, I just won't be at A3. A3 is the only one I'll miss. And Dallas, sorry, those two. You won't be at Dallas. Oh. Uh, indie trade show, bro. Oh, have you ever been? What's that? Have you ever been to indie trade show? Yeah, oh. but I've I've always been just in and out, like sign autographs and bail. Oh, dude. So I'm there for like five days this yes. time. Yes, you are going to hate it. Have you been, Mason? Nope. Oh, it's hell. By the end of the day, you're ready to go. By the end of the, the last day, you're ready to get out of there. Um, all right, let's take our third and final commercial break of the night here on the uh, Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Showy Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Showy, uh, Showy Free Gun Underwear, Rux Connection, Tech One Designs, and FMF Racing. Our last commercial break of the night, Mike Mason, thank you for coming on. I want to devote the next segment to a little bit of freestyle talk, and I have some questions for you. Okay, I'm ready to answer. From here. So you ready. forgot about me over here. No. And uh, JT, we'll call you back, and uh, thanks everybody for listening. See you in a little bit. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
from Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-off, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic a professional suspension tuner, 
anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, Shoei, Shoei. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Next question. Next question. Wah, wah, wah. 
Face. Mauler, what do you think? That was good. What do you think, Mauler? What? Why? Where'd that come from? You're the Mauler. Mike the Mauler Mason. I don't know what a Mauler is, though. So like, I... a, you don't know what a Mauler is? Like, um... Shopping Mauler? No. Somebody, like, uh, who kills things. Who, like, mauls them. Like, you ever seen them like on the news? Them? Like, it's yeah. like you attack them. Yeah, you attack them. You maul them. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- what did I say when we got back from break? What, are, what you, did he the, tell you? Are you talking about the guest or what segments we're doing? No. Well, we need the guest to do the segment. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I totally spaced it. He's out. This is what I deal with, Mason. That was a second strike This right is there. what I deal with every week. I couldn't do it. I'd have high blood pressure. It's terrible. It's driving me nuts. Last week we had Millsaps on. We're waiting for Millsaps. Like, we're sitting here, me and Pingree, waiting. Hey, Davey. It's just Peter from the Pulp Mix Show. Hey, congratulations on your win, man. Hey, you wrote really good. Yeah, you look great. I don't. I don't. And like think we're I sitting here, like Davey. I don't think we're like Davey. sitting here, like hello. Bring in our guest. Yeah, man. Hey, can I get a jersey? Was he super fan? Dude, totally. Dang. Hey, can I get a jersey? No, I didn't. I don't think it was Davy. I think it was. Uh... No, it was Davy. It was for sure Davy. I could see you doing something. Oh, like he that. for sure, dude. He's super fan. It was Osborne. No, and you needed again was, with Osborne. Was, oh well, maybe. Let's. Who's the winner of the Atlas Brace? We got, we got a winner. Um, yes. John Mobley. Congratulations, Mobler. You win. Job well done. I sent you an email. Respond to it, and we'll All get right. you taken care uh, of. He, uh, he's the best listener that, we've ha- that we have. He nailed all the three questions. Right. 100%. Perfectly. Yep. We had some people who said Mike Williams. They were close. Does not count, though. In does your world, nope. it's the man who has the 1159 cutoff. That's right. That does not count. In 59 seconds. Yeah. So, John Mobley. Congratulations. Thank you to Atlas Brace uh, for doing that. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. You got this, Mason? 15 seconds. Rapid-fire. What? Quick. I'm ready. Is it the Gremlins that I put on? No. All right. I got a nudie. These questions are submitted by one Corey Moser. Uh, JT, you ready? Ready. Let's do it. All right. Um, we'll do JT and then Mo- and then you, Mason, and then JT. And I got to answer in 15 seconds? Or less. Oh, I'm screwed. As fast as you can. Yeah. Great. Uh, will you just text Moser and ask him what he just meant by the text he just sent me? Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, ready, JT? Yep. Name one thing you now indulge in as a retired Ironman of Supercross. Uh, nothing yet, because I've still been racing, so it hasn't really, nothing's really changed yet. Time's up. 7.9 seconds. Oh, thank uh, you. Mason. Yeah. Um, question number one on the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. What will be Chris Blosis' highest Supercross finish this season? 11th. 11th? I was going to say 14th. You weren't asking me, but Nobody asked saying. you, and nobody, you know, nobody cares, bro. <laughs> Um, 11th, huh? Uh-huh. That seems like a good number. What do you think, JT? Uh, I'll say 12th. 
Okay, I'm gonna go with 13th. Okay, we got it covered. I'm surprised he hasn't made a main. Like I said, like I said, he's my pick for the biggest surprise of guys who haven't made a main yet. Do I have 15 seconds, or can I actually talk for a second? No, we gotta ask. We're on to uh, the next question Ah. for JT. All right, talk about blows. Fine. No, no. It's not the right segment. All right. JT, if you were racing, would you run the air fork or conventional springs, oil, and shim? Probably the conventional just because it's more tried and true and testing is kind of hard to come by. 8.3. That was good. Mason. Yes. Who pulls more chicks, freestyle guys or motocross, supercross racers? Oh, supercross dudes for sure. We get all the hand-me-downs. Two seconds. I disagree. You really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've been there. Really? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Uh, JT, next question. Uh, you're a rider at the highest level of Supercross right now in 2013, and you want to surround yourself with good people, right? Okay. So get name a trainer, an agent, and a man friend you would have on your staff. Alden Baker. What was the second one? Uh, manager. Agent. Uh, Steve Astvin. Man friend. Uh, Steve Mathis. 13.7 seconds. Uh, Mason. I'm ready. You have to give up one of your true loves. Coors Light, Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty, or Guitar. Which one do you choose? Black Ops. Three seconds. Really? You you should have thrown dong shots in there. No, that's just not even fair. Uh, That's always going to be around. Hey, Corey Moser gave you a fourth. X-Brown goggle tear-off segment. A question. Name something scarier than doing a backflip. There's a lot. Name something. A positive pregnancy test? Yeah, see, I was trying to keep it clean. That's kind of what I was thinking. (laughs) Definitely something along the lines of sexual stuff. how? 11 seconds. That's the X-Brown goggle tear-off segments. Thank you to X-Brown goggles. By the way, if you order X-Brown goggles right now, through Sunday, you get a free nose guard. Bobby Canari, Kyle Chisholm, Michael Essie, Jake Canada, Ben LeMay, Austin Politelli, Jimmy Albertson, and many more depend on X-Brand goggles and beer optics out on the track. XBrand.com. Stump the tits. All right. Will tits know the motor? You know the drill. These are questions we ask our producer whether he'll get them or not, and we predict on whether he will get them. Sometimes they're hard questions. Sometimes they're simple questions. We are often amazed by the lack of moto knowledge that he has. <laughs> not, no. a, not a true fan over here. He, he, uh, he, he reads Racerhead on Fridays, and that's about it. That's sort that's of where his knowledge comes from. All right. We got this. And Redux. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll ask uh, both of you. Um, list three new teams that are racing this year in the pits. Do you think he gets it, Mason? No. JT, do you think he gets it? Three teams? Zero percent chance. Wow, zero percent. Three new teams? Three new teams. No chance. And Fab? No. Nope. That's a team. What do you mean? That's not a new team? That's the old Tyloop Loop team. That's Brown Motorsports. They just Tyler Tyler Motorsports. Yeah. Brown Motorsports. It's just, just a new sponsor. Yep. Already blew it. Already blew it. Well, I was going to say the the Haney's team, the Dirt Bike Kids. Or you that's say the that old that's L&M, L&M team. Okay, then I don't know any. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Velocity Three Racing. Yep. Nothing. Nope. Did, didn't didn't don't mm. have that. Mm. Team Triple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the um. Uh, Good on you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Tell me out, JT. The KTM team. Um, what uh, KTM team? There's a new KTM team. There is? Yeah. Um, all right. Next, uh, I don't know the answer to this. Are Hopefully. there three new teams? Yes, there are. There are. All right. Um, Mason, I don't even know the answer to this. So, And I don't know if JT does. Will Tits know your signature trick? Do you have one? Yeah, I've got one. Sorry, bro. Uh, JT, will he know Mason's signature trick? Hell no. <laughs> no way. These are submitted by Corey Moser oh. if you're getting upset at me. All I'm coming up with is dong shots, so unless that's it. Then <laughs> is there a dong shot no in your repertoire? <laughs> no. <laughs> Check it out, Mike Mason. He's doing the dong shot. He's well, hanging out when he's riding. That's cool. What is your signature trick? Um, I kind of have a couple. That's how good I am. Okay. But neither one of them are flips. Are I you mad like... that I don't know that or JT? No, okay. no, absolutely right, not. Sorry. I don't respect you guys. No freestyle stuff. <laughs> right. um, Holy grab. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Is it a Cordova? No, dude. Absolutely <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. Hey, that was good, though. It's a joke. You see, you know some names. I know Cordova, too. No, I know I know a little bit about freestyle. Because all those races I do in Europe, that's they're so big there. Yeah. So and we've I'm been friends a for a while, so I'm, I'm sure you uh, keep up on The heart attack. Steve, no one's talking to you. The, Me and Jason are just trying to have a moment. The coffin. <laughs> Holy grab. The lazy boy. Switch of death. Those are my two Siggies. Switch of Siggies? Is that what you guys say? Yeah, signature check. Really? You yeah. say Siggies? Yeah. Hey, what's your Siggy? Siggy, bro. See, that's like the the, the secret <laughs> handshake. Like, yeah. if you go up to the guy and be like, hey, what's your signature trick? They'll be like, oh, who yeah, is this yeah. guy? But if you go, what's your Siggy? What's your Siggy? Oh, dude. Dude. Oh, wow. Um, that's so funny. JT, what's your Siggy? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Don't qualify, then rev your bike as loud as possible all the way back to the truck, and then just start throwing shit everywhere when you get there. <laughs> That's, That's my Siggy. Nailed it. That's a good Siggy. I've done that. It's destructive. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, tits. <coughs> yeah. Third and final question. Okay. Uh, Trey Kennard is your new favorite rider since Ryan Dungey blocked you. Do not deny this. I'd say that's a fair statement. How many career 450 Supercross wins does he have? Will he know this? No. JT. No. Oh, my. You guys, really? No faith in him. Nothing. Well, I'm trying to think, and this is hard. He didn't even know what exhaust is on his own motorcycle. Yeah. (laughs) How is he going to know how many wins the guy has? Good point. I'm going to go with three. Three wins? Yeah. Ryan Dungey has three wins. No, it's Trey Kennard. Trey Kennard. Oh, my bad. Okay. Well, yeah, you're still not going to know. I still think He got it right, though. Damn it. Trey has three career Supercross wins. I think that was a guess, though, because he looked pretty unsure. No, I, I was doing, doing my math. And what was, was the math was, you came uh, up with? Three. And no, please, <laughs> <laughs> please explain the math that you did. Um, well, he didn't have any last year, obviously. And then the year before, um, I think he had one or you know, two, two the year before that. It's incredible maybe, logic. Maybe he's using three in the same year. I don't together. know. I got it right. doesn't matter how you I did. figured You're it right. out. You did. Do you, uh, do you get upset? Uh, when we play that segment, do you nope. get upset? Okay, because sometimes I... you look pretty dumb doing it. <laughs> Seems to keep us cool pretty well, though. He does, but sometimes he gets a little dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks dumb. Yeah, that's so, right. I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll take my one out of three on that one. That's good. He's more of a casual fan. 
<laughs> yeah, like you should see some of this. Like also too, Mason. If we ask him, any, can, can I see your phone for a second? Uh-uh. Can I see it? Just oh, I no, I want to see it. No, just let me see. It. Is that the new iPhone? Let me see. Yeah, they're gonna see it. No, what if you see I just Moini? need to see the new iPhone. <laughs> he's gonna look through your photos. <laughs> like if if the race is on, but then he's watching that, and then he like sees something really cool on A and E, he'll he'll probably switch over <laughs> mid race. Yeah. If, Who, if, me? No. Tits. Yeah, no, I, I, I DVR that stuff. But I don't even. Work. Yeah, if he sees like. You know, yeah. now on Earth, two motorcycles. Any, yeah, anything to do with Steve Jobs, yeah. there's no such thing as motorcycle hey, racing. You know, you know, he's a Mormon, right? We talked, uh-huh. we talked to that. You know how they go on, like, uh, missions? Yeah. Are you aware of that? Yeah. They go to, like, Africa and Europe and, like, all, South America. They go all these cool places they got to go for six months or a year or whatever. Two years. Two years? Two years. Yep. Two years they got to go, okay? You know where he got to go? Huh. You don't get the pick, right? He got to go to East St. Louis. <laughs> oh, that's badass. <laughs> it wasn't just East St. Louis. It was... Central How St. funny Louis. is that? St. Louis All these exotic locations. Yeah, you, you go to St. Louis. Dude, that had to have been so much fun. <laughs> I liked it. My brother got to go to Japan, and the other one got to go to Brazil, and I went to St. Louis. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Did you see the arch thing? <laughs> I, I saw it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Oh, like, does that, in Mormon, in Mormon uh, meetings and stuff, do they laugh at you? I mean, that's got to no, be. No. Did you do something wrong? Like, is that yeah. punishment? No. Yeah. They're like, hey, did you send or he, whatever? He gotta you guys go, did. Everyone's got to go somewhere. Dang, St. Louis. Like, Winnipeg? Huh? Would anybody go to Winnipeg? Yeah. Really? I've got a. I guess you could have drew I, that. I, I got a cousin who went to Edmonton, Alberta, that whole area. I got know, a mall there. That's really cool. There. A bitchin' mall with water slides. Mm-hmm. It's nice. St. Louis. Mace, Mace, how familiar are you with the whole docking and soaking methodology? Docking, yeah, I think, if we're talking about the same thing. I mean, we, you, know, I, you know anything about soaking? Uh-uh. Tits, fill them in. I'm still trying to figure out how this thing got pinned to Mormons. Cause it, it's not? Is, it's no, not a Mormon thing? No, it's not. People would, it is I, not. I seem to think that people do think no, that, though. I know that people think that. Yeah, like more th- than just that not. chick that called in. Like a lot I of people know. are like, okay. It's probably because you guys kept referring these things to Mormon people. But If you're having way. intercourse with a lady... And you just put it in, but you don't do anything. You don't move. There's no gyration. Nothing. That's soaking. Okay. That's fine. You know, I've no... done that when I was all wasted once. <laughs> <laughs> no, the girl called in and, and specifically said that was a Mormon practice. Yeah. You look, soak it. Look, look on. Uh, Talk about stuff. What do you do? Uh, well, it's in there. It's a urban dictionary. You, you just gonna, chill. It's not going to refer to Mormons on there. Anyway, I don't know. I've never done it before. Are you What's still a virgin? <laughs> no, he's married with a kid. <laughs> You have to get the next level of Mormonism. You're not there yet. Yeah. I'm going to try that when I get home. And what's uh, docking? Docking's definitely not a Mormon thing. Docking is when two dudes... How do you know? You, didn't, you don't think soaking is. Well, yeah. Because it's a homosexual act, and our church does not quite condone those things. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. Uh, it's two, uh, two dudes. uncircumcised yeah. dudes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like, their, it's like with Chinese that cassette player that you just saw. Yeah. The yeah. They link up and then download. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese finger trap looking thing, huh? Do one Have of you those done things. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, nah. <laughs> I feel you, weird. Is this show almost about? over? Yeah, it is almost over. Yeah, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> He's over there talking. Oh, so. wow. Um, let's go voicemails. We got some of these for JT, right. I think, and some of these are for you, Tits. Uh, I might have cut out the JT one. I don't remember. But anyways, these are voicemails, 702-586-7857. You can call in any time, leave them voicemails. Uh, I got uh, 
22 voicemails this week in a week. I cut them down to the best. Five minutes and 18 five minutes seconds. Five minutes and 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. As usual, these are dedicated to Greg McCreary, uh, our chat room operator who loves this segment so, so very much. Uh, here are the best of the voicemails. Here are. What's up, Steve? Hey, man, it's Justin. I was just calling in about um, Dunkey. Uh, I know that a lot of the writers have to go to what you guys have called classes or, or whatever it is that their team send them to about on-podium interviews. Um, do you think KTM is happy with Dungey's robotic speeches and interviews on camera and on the podium? Are they happy about that, or do they wish he would loosen up and not be so predictable? Because, obviously, everyone's starting to kind of forget about him when he gets on podium and stands for talking his own out. You don't hear anything anyway. So I know they've got to say they're sponsors, and he literally does a good job of that, but he also good job of saying the same thing over and over again for the last two or three years. So just thought I'd see what you thought, uh, KTM thought about that, and maybe if JT or Ping are on the show, I could give their two cents also. All right, man, thanks. There you go. All right, what do you think, JT? I, I couldn't really follow him. He was saying, what was you saying about the KTM? Just uh, do you think they're a little bummed that Dungy's robotic podium stuff and speeches and dealing with uh, the media and the PR? I don't- I don't think KTM's bummed. His agent's probably bummed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, they do take them to classes. And I know KTM, according to Wygant, uh, KTM um, asked him asked Ryan to be a little better with the interviews and stuff like that because it was getting pretty predictable. And DeCoster made a point of you have to give these fans a reason to care, um, apparently. This is all through Jason Wygant. Uh, Dungey and I didn't speak about it. Um, he Shocker. Didn't re- he didn't reply to your text when you were asking no. him about it. <laughs> no. All 12 of them. <laughs> 12 and the, it, about 10 in about a year and a half, I think. Um, he did reply one time, though. So. What did he say? Please stop texting me? Yeah. <laughs> no, he replied with, uh, I can't do your show. I'm busy. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. You're not going to change a guy. You know, I think when, remember when he had that press conference and he went off on J-Law in the outdoors? Do you remember that, Mason? Yeah. It was kind of like three years ago. Uh, when he was on Lights Guy, a 250 guy, he he was went off on J-Law at a press conference. In Mount Morris. Mount Morris. Uh, and uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was, a, it was a show of emotion. Have you noticed ever since then, he just, that was it? Like, I don't know if he got burned by that. If Embarrassed himself. Jay, yeah, or J-Law tried to beat him up, and he was like, all right, that's enough of that. I don't know, like, what happened, but something happened. He was this on- isn't People Magazine, Steve. <laughs> it is not. It isn't? Uh <sighs> All right. He was on DMXS, though. People should listen to that. Maybe he was on the, Maybe he said something like good on there. I don't know. He I, was on there. Did you listen? Mm-mm. Oh. So. He does radio shows. just doesn't do this one. Right. 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 He told, Steve that, he told Steve that he didn't think the sport was People Magazine, and he didn't like the way that Steve portrayed it. Dang. And also that Tits was the producer. It's <laughs> <laughs> two strikes. Tits got blocked by him, and then that was it. Tit said something about, I don't know, something about uh, his bodily fluids mm-hmm. in a tweet or something. Wasn't that, isn't that correct? Yeah, something about creaming my pants and how good his bike looked. Dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mason goes, you wanted oh. to dock him. <laughs> <laughs> it was an open invitation, you know, whatever. Do a little docking and soaking little, with him. A little soak, little soak <laughs> action in your pants. Oh, God. <laughs> when's, the, when's the next Cowboys show, Mason? Me? Yeah. This weekend. Where? Cincinnati. When do you fly in for that? 
Uh, Friday. We do Saturday Sunday shows. Okay, so, so you, yeah, we Friday. So you don't pra- you don't pra- you don't show rehearse on Friday. No, you do everything before in Kansas City. Yeah, if we have to clean anything up, we'll do it. Like, do the mechanics stay on the road? No, everyone oh. flies. Home. Oh, everyone flies home. Yeah. Hey, Mace. I thought I think I brought this up to you, maybe, but you were on this radio show in Tampa that I listened to, like a sports radio show, and oh, it was so brutal for me because I actually kind of like those guys, but. They were trying to talk to you about dirt bikes, and they just have no clue what they're talking about. And they, you could tell they were kind of took it as a joke. And uh, it was which which one was rough. that? It was uh, Ron and Ian, and it was six twenty WDAE in Tampa at Clear Channel. Yeah. Oh God, I was so I was so bitter. I know. It's I don't know how to go about that sometimes. You know, like they bring you on to talk about the Cowboy Show. Yeah. Yeah, and just yeah. But they have no clue what they're even talking yeah. about, and you can tell they don't take it seriously. Like, they're all stick-and-ball sports guys, and they just have no idea, you know what I mean, what we do or how gnarly it is or anything yeah. about it. So it's just, just like a it, like, joke awkward. to them. Yeah, it makes it awkward for us. Like, you're trying to figure out how to answer the dumb shit they're asking you, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, back scratch and ass crack in the morning. Mm-hmm. No, it's like a sports show, you know but you know what I'm about. I don't know. I really like the show. It just kind of like pissed me off a little bit because, yeah. I don't know, disrespectful. Uh, all right, let's get the rest of these voicemails here. Hi, East Tennessee. Pretty good show. Um, Steve, I think you should let Peen pick the music a little more. These are just suggestions. It's your show, I know, but uh, just my opinion. Um, the Sinjin kid. That that's gotta go or something. I mean that like just hurts my ears. Like I'm a grown man and just hearing that little kid talk about what he does is just Levi probably wasn't a fan tonight of what no. what just went down. No. Right. Well it was pretty rough last week with the whole like wiping his ass and stuff that he was talking about. That wasn't good. Oh, uh, like working at the uh, restaurant or whatever. Yeah, that's know. pretty bad. Yeah. Awful. I mean, talk about a kid with a bright future. That kid. <laughs> He's got to go. I mean, that's awful. Peace. See you. Hi, guys. This is Damien from NorCal. I just uh, finished listening to the uh, the, the podcast. A uh, couple things. Someone in the chat room wants to know if you've ever climbed Mount Dahlgren. <laughs> no. <laughs> It'd be nice, though. Okay. just want to reiterate, I love paying on the show. Uh, but uh, Steve, I also want to say, I want to caution you. Uh, you know, when I called in during the commercial, I heard you busting tits up about all the info he was given. I figured when you're, when you're cracking on him during the show, it was just for the show, but it seems it's kind of an all-the-time thing, and I just want to caution you. A couple things happen when one gets out of an un- unhealthy relationship, like the one you had with, with, uh, with Kent. Either you get back into another unhealthy relationship or or you become the abuser and i just want to caution you that you you know maybe seek some help and uh so you don't start coming down on on tits the way you the way you did so you know getting coffee going to the bathroom during the during the break is maybe not top secret information so just want to just want to you know encourage you brother to, to to get get right another thing if you want good Canadian music, man, check out Finger Eleven. I, uh, I, uh, I would say that this guy said that I was the abuser with Kenny. I was the abused. Kenny, Kenny abused me mentally, physically. No, no, not physically. Okay. Verbally, I mean, 
he was the one in control, the dominant one. I was the scaredy one. So I'm not his whole theory about me passing it on to you. So now you're switching the roles around. No, you're, I'm you're not. You're determined no. to you know abuse no. me now. Since, and me. Yeah. He just threw my phone. He shut the TV off so far. It's true. He did throw it. Can, can, <laughs> I'm surprised you actually gave it to him, to be honest with you, though. He, he fell for it. No yeah, one else falls did. for it. No, no one still, ever falls for it. Mason's the only guy that's mm. ever fell for it. Uh, fell in for it? I just Can I get some attention paid? That's all. I just want, like, get on the show, pay attention to the show, you know, be nice to people on the show, be interactive. That's all. That's all I want, Mason. Oh, you were talking to me. This isn't some sort of nuclear cowboys thing, dude, where you make your own r- rules with the Wild West. It's not. And what is a nuclear cowboy, anyway? They didn't even have nuclear power when they were cowboys. Now, why do you ask me stuff like that? <laughs> you know, it's not like I sat there and told them to name the tour nuclear cowboys yeah. with a Z. Right. Okay? <laughs> so, hey, guys. I'm going to spice it up a little bit, put a Z on the end of that thing. <laughs> Can we be uh, friends again? Yeah, we are. Thank yeah, you. we're good. Just stay off the phone. Okay. I have to. It's gone. <laughs> Hey, guys, love the show. Here at work listening. I can't believe I just sat through, damn, five minutes or ten minutes of chip. Chip? Fuck. Now I know I'm not going to work for an IT company because that's ridiculous. I'll never work for a help center. You just you just sealed the deal right there. Anyways, show's great. The whole tour of Italy is the funniest thing I've heard yet. Thanks, King. Take care, guys. Bye. Mathis, big fan here. Trying to figure this out. Coming to Vegas January 27th to February 3rd. We're going to be heading up to the, uh, Anaheim 3. Curious, what would it take to sit in on studio for the January 28th show? Feel free to give me a call. Mathis, this I, is Frank. I, I get that all the time. What would it take to come sit in on the show? We had people donate thousands of dollars to sit in on the show. Mm-hmm. And, of course, O'Rourke, who paid Or nothing. you let people just fly from Australia. Because that was super awkward. It was going to make you guys fight. That yeah. was worth it. <laughs> or you make me drive 35 minutes across town. Really? Is that, you, where do you live? You live on the other side? By Henderson, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, dude. Hey. At least traffic's good this time of day. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like we should give away spots in the studio. I just don't feel. Why don't you sell spots, bro? I don't want to sell them for profit. You just give them Why? Money. I don't that's think that's, that's cool. I don't, care. I don't think that's cool. Is this show for non-profit? No, it makes profit. It's, it's, it's a good show uh, for money-wise, but I maybe donate to Road to Recovery. But here's the thing with Road to Recovery that really pissed me off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We gave Road to Recovery this show, mm-hmm. myself and Kenny Watson and Tits Legendary. Was it Milan or who, who, who was it? A few was, people. Uh... We did the Kyle Partridge thing uh-huh. with the cooler. Uh-huh. We did Milan. Uh-huh. We did one other thing. We donated this show, this shitty-ass show, donated like $3,000 to Road to Recovery last year. Did I get anything? Did we get anything? I didn't. I mean, no, no, honestly, I didn't even get a thank you, I don't think. It was like, in honor of Pulpomex Show, here's $1,000 from PayPal, here's another $1,000, you know. Like, look, I'm not Nothing. wanting... I'm not Were you to, looking for a thank you? I'm not looking to get blown by anybody, <laughs> like, for... But wouldn't you think, like... That's no joke. Three grand. Should have got a thank you. I got a golf club. You got a golf club? Yeah, I was all hammered at the golf tournament in Vegas. And <laughs> I do? donated 100 bucks. I got a raffle ticket won a golf club. See? That pisses me off even more. I know. I'm just saying. So I'm not so down with giving a road to recovery. I don't want to parade in my honor or Kenny's honor or our honor. Mm-hmm. I don't want to parade. I don't want to get blown on stage. I don't want any of that. 
just 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 a show of gratitude. Something, a, a simple thing. A thank you. you. This cheese ball show, mm-hmm. you know. A thank you. Right. Yes, I just said that. All right. Oh, you're getting getting I'm still shocked that you don't want to make money by selling spots. No, nah, I don't think that's cool. Why? I think it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get any of it. I'm Your just, 2013 I'm, I'm just pay has been negotiated. Yeah. And it's been decided on. I'm hoping for a bonus. There's though. no bonuses. No. You got a 50% pay raise this year. Yeah. 50%, Mason. For what? Exactly. What do you mean for what? Haven't you seen how busy I am over here? No. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want – I'm coming across like a bit of a jerk maybe. But you want to thank you. Circle jerk. <laughs> yes. Just, you know. $3,000, man. And all he wants to thank you. Fuck. You'll be getting an email sometime this week once the archive gets posted up and somebody finally hears it. I'm sure of it. Um, what? On behalf of Road Recovery, I thank you, Steve. Yes, we. Thank you. We thank you. We. I feel better. Sorry, Goose. We. <laughs> I feel better. Uh, okay. Um, let's go. Let's go. From St. Louis. You need to let Ping and Tits pick the music for the show from now on. Beastie Boys were kick-ass. So was Eric B. Hey, Steve, this is Ryan from Michigan. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, where are we at with Blake Baggett, man? Him riding Supercross. Now it looks like he's going to be out for a while. Um, are we really going to see him in the 250 class again next year? Um, I don't know. What's his contract with Post Circuit? Seems like um, the outdoor champ have a hard time getting a 450 deal. Uh, in the future, if he can't come back and maybe ride a couple of rounds and win a race or two. I don't know. Just wondering. Seems like he could be the uh, outdoor Tim Ferry, win a couple titles and have a hard time getting a deal because he can't stay healthy or can't win races in the 250 class. All right, man. Talk to you later. I don't think Tim Ferry won any outdoor titles that I know of. Yeah, well, you know. You uh, would know. Um, what do you think, JT, though? Like, like for real, Bagath now has uh, – Four years in the class? Depends on if you're in, enforcing this four-year plan. Okay, so he won one race at Rockstar, Dallas. Okay. The next year at Pro Circuit, he won two or three. Okay. Then last year, did he win one? I think no. he did. He did? I think he won Vegas. Did he win Vegas? No. Okay, he didn't win at all. And this year now, injury, out, done. Uh, there's got to be some questions about his Supercross skills, right? Uh, I mean, he, I think he's better outdoors than Supercross, but I think he's still good at Supercross. Tits is I mean, he'll, Tits he'll definitely be in lights class next year, in my opinion. Tits is nodding. Like I, I don't think of him as a you know, Supercross guy. I'd put him not quite on the same level as Rattray, but I'd, you know, somewhere around there. At Supercross? It's Supercross. No, he's better at Supercross than Rattray. I said it wasn't quite the same, but I, I would still put them kind of in the same area. I get where you're going with that. Thank you. Justin, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, yeah, I grew up with Tits, and uh, whoa, who's this? <laughs> this is Justin. JT referred to me as Manchild uh, when oh. we met at Lake Elsinore. <laughs> oh, I remember I that. Yeah, know, you're enormous. Like, you're like yeah. seven six six. He's like yeah, eight feet tall. I'm I'm six five, which isn't that tall. Yeah, but, you uh, should see it from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. I'm I'm six so, two, so I'm not far off. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was calling in for uh, also a fellow Mormon calling to defend the docking and soaking. I'm not familiar with either of those Thank terms. Um, 
I think it's a different sect of Mormonism. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, the, and it's it like also... the polygamy. Polygamy, right, yeah. Exactly. Um, and it also is a, you know, it's the lack of motor knowledge uh, is what it is, but... <laughs> wow! <laughs> but Chance, Thanks, but Chance was, was serious as could be as a motocross racer. We grew up racing the 80s together and then moved on through the bigger bikes. Uh, one particular uh, thing I can get out of my head is when, uh, I don't know if, if, if they already had the number picked that he showed up with the race or if he didn't have a number, but anyway, he chose the number 35. And uh, he had to make it out of electrical tape. And then instead of just making a nice electrical tape number like a good, you know, Mormon would, Mormon would. Yep. He, he left he left like three foot of tail off the back fender, and uh, and raced that way, which which made him nice to uh, to see him from the sides, you know, this, this sweet kind of flare hanging out there, mm-hmm. and uh, good times. Did you? Is he supposed to build his case towards being cool? <laughs> <laughs> or what exactly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, I don't know if they, if you picked that up at the Mike Healy Motocross School, if that was something mm-hmm. they practiced there. Yeah, Healy didn't remember he, you. Nope. Healy didn't remember Not you. Not surprising. No, he didn't. <laughs> Healy probably doesn't remember a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Very true. All right. So, all right, good show, guys. Thanks. See you, buddy. Um, oh, getting your friends to call in. I actually had no idea that was oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shocker. Seriously. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, voicemails. Let's, let's do it. Oh, wait. Sinjin's on one. Sinjin, we're not answering you. We get it. You're upset. Leroy, Tennessee can F off. Uh, screw that guy. We got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I feel like we got your general drift. Pulp MX, what's up? Dedicated listener right here. Listen to every show. Anyway, I want to address an issue. I was going to call in on this last year, but I let it slide. But here we go. Steve, stop being such a fucking dick to tits. You can't talk to the guests while they're on hold. You can't congratulate a guy on winning a season opener. Jesus Christ. What the fuck want him to do? Put him on hold and let him listen to 5150? Well, fucking hang up, and you have no fucking guests. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why you find it so fucking annoying. It doesn't seem to bother anybody else. Absolutely. I'll tell you what annoying is. Annoying is watching you go over to the fucking Team Cali truck and stick your fucking face in people's plates of food to see what they got to eat. And don't say you did it, don't do it, because I've seen you fucking do it before. So cut the guy some fucking slack and let him go. <laughs> Team tips all the way. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. That guy's pissed. Yep. Not happy Ups. at all. No. And why would I stick my face in what Cowie's food is there? Because I can just go in and get it myself, you know? Yeah, but you just want to see what it is before you go get it. No, we just walk in the truck and see what it is. I, I call bullshit on that part of the story. But, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, Next question. All right, um, Mason. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, X Games. Let's do it. No freestyle motocross. Uh, best whip, best trick. Step up. Step up, which doesn't even count. Step up needs to go. Yeah. But no runs, no run, no, yeah, no, no, no run. actual freestyle contest. because they're too cheap to rent the Home Depot Center. Well, it's I don't know what it is, but are you guys freaking out? Not me. Well, I haven't done freestyle. Are they, are they freaking out? Not um, a little bit, but they're also doing the Global X Games this year, so there, there's two other stops where it'll be at. There's Brazil and Germany, I think. Uh-huh. So Munich. Be, yeah, so there'll be a freestyle there. But this is our last. Why year are they in LA. doing this? Oh, it is. Well, yeah, last year they, in LA? they know that in the Staples Center the course sucks. Yeah. It's stupid. No, it, it ruined it, yeah. for sure. And they know that. So they're just taking a year off. Um, I don't know where we're going next year, but next year's supposed to be out of L.A. and back to regular freestyle, full-size course. I mean, that's that, that event, that event 
more so than anything else, is the one you watch, I yeah. feel. Yeah, no doubt. Step Up's dumb. Yeah. Uh, best Trick is dumb. Yeah. No, Best Trick's all right. Whip, Whip is dumb. Best Trick's okay. Yeah. But the run with the, you it know. Just, it gets, that, uh, nowadays, like, there's so many guys doing the same thing that, you know, when you watch 12 dudes, uh-huh. it gets a little repetitive. Are you worried about getting in X Games at all, um, or are you an automatic? Um, I'm you, automatic. Yeah. Like, if, I think if you meddle. From the year before, oh, you're okay. good to go. All right. Yeah, so, so I, won't, I, won't. I wondered about the process of getting in. It, again, like the Nuclear Cowboys, there's a hundred dudes behind you yeah. ready to, to take a spot. Yeah. Right. But you're a big I enough name. I want JT name. to get into speed and style. There's some bar banging with me. <laughs> Come on, JT. you got to learn three tricks, dude. you got this. I, I, style has never been associated with anything I do. <laughs> can you imagine if you told – Nor speed. Can you imagine if you told Chad that you were going in speed of style? He laughs at everything I do. What's the difference? Right, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they should get more moto guys in there. I guess that's a problem with. Yeah, I think we just have no tricks though. Yeah, None. I think when Hill just about killed himself because yeah. Hill was in it that year. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. why he wanted a backflip. But right. when he just about killed himself, I think Everyone, not yeah. X Games don't care because they don't care about racing. Yeah. But I'm sure like a lot yeah. of the teams are like, no, our dudes ain't doing that. Right. And they had Kevin Johnson in there. Yeah. He's, he was a ripper. Yep. And he like I don't know why they just like pretty much clipped him. He got. I think he got like a gold. He won a gold in 08. Kevin then, did, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was never back again. Yeah. And Renner, like, Renner's a good dude on a track. Yeah. A couple silver medals in speed and style, and he never You did step up back. last year, right? No, I didn't. Year before? No, I've, I only did step up once in like 08. I oh, hated really? it. Okay. It sucks. I remember you being in there. Okay. I was supposed to be. I actually had the invite just for didn't step like it. up. Just didn't no, like it. Because it was the night before speed and style. Yeah. And that was the one I kind of felt like I was going to do the best in. And, and like I like how they they radically change the way the the bar height is, and then they start calling new world records, and that and McGrath and Tess and the other dudes are freaking out over these new records when the whole thing is different. Yeah, the whole mounting point, the whole ramp, everything. Yeah, everything is different. Every year it's different. It's a new record. Yeah. What? What? I don't know. Man. That's like saying like here 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 um uh Josh Hamilton here's an aluminum bat. Now oh my god he's breaking records with an aluminum bat. You know like who's that? You can't, baseball player. Okay. Yeah, you that's... can't even compare to it. No, I know. Right. So, uh, Jerry. Hey, fuck that motherfucker, cum dumpster bitch that doesn't like. Really? You're going to do that? You said, you said Jerry on one, oh. and it was Sinjin, and he's swearing. Apparently he fooled me again. You think <laughs> I want Sinjin on? He fooled. <laughs> he must have. He fooled me that again. Guy, man. This, is what, this is what. You're paid, dude. Mason, this is your pay. This is what I deal from with. the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry because I don't want him on any more than JT. Whatever, you got to help me out. Whatever JT. that other guy's name was. Control your employees, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Mason, uh, take us through a day of the show at Nuclear Cowboys. Like, what time do you wake up? Um, and we, who do you wake up with? Uh, the TGI Fridays. Ho- uh, uh, usually the dancers. We got a couple of them that are pretty slutty, so that's always fun. But it's not really hot ones. God, JT, we got to get on the Nuclear Cowboys tour. You and <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think I could pull it off. Yes, you could. I know you. Steve can't pull it off. No, Steve can't. You could. Though. I've always seen your hair all done up and stuff. You're killing it. <laughs> I'm all, I got a shaved head now. Dude, I'm, if, I'm straight edge. If I put pants on, you're in. I'm better. Yeah. Okay. Well, wear pants. Yeah. But are you being serious about the Nuclear Cowboy dancers? Yeah, kind of. But the the ones that were slutty got fired last year, so that sucks. Oh, do they not encourage that? Well, I don't think they care, but the dancer they weren't very good dancers. 
which is probably because they were too busy being sluts. Yeah, I was too busy keeping them up all night. They were all sore they couldn't the walk day. straight, Mason. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. Dude, I was serving it. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyways, though, so Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> you're the mauler, dude. I am the mauler, but uh, yeah, we have to be up by two. Practices at two, so I usually set the alarm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Got to show them your ciggy. Yeah. Super yeah, rough. Well, I got to practice my ciggy hey, before we, the show. We gotta be up by two. <laughs> dude, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. Wake up calls at one thirty. Yeah, it gets scary, dude. It's like three in the morning. You're like, God oh, damn, I gotta go. I gotta get up. I, that's classic. We gotta be there by two. You yeah. realize you just really like. Yeah, but you gotta realize too. Sometimes we're on the East Coast, so that's eleven here. We yeah. got it. We gotta be up by that's, eleven. That's like all these races I do in Europe. You never see the freestyle guys. Like we've been riding and doing like time qualifying, just busting our ass all day trying to get like good gate picks and stuff. They roll in at like four or five, like scratching their eyes, like, oh man, what's going on today? Like, you gonna ride or how's everything going? It's like, you guys suck. It's cool, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's cool for hey, you guys. But just picture if you're sport, if you went over to Germany or wherever to race, and they're like, okay, the whole track's the finish line jump. You just gotta hit it over and over. You'd be the same way. Oh, I don't blame you. I'm jealous. Yeah. Like, I've been hitting ramps for 10 years, and they're all the exact same. So yeah. It's like, we don't really need. No, no, for sure. I'm just jealous. Like yeah. we, I'm, we're freaking killing ourselves out there. Hey, he I said. Bad. He said earlier, JT makes a lot of money from this Nuclear Cowboys tour, and he gets slut, bang slutty dancers. Yeah, he should. Have you seen the tricks they do? Yeah, it's all. I'm right. I'm not doing that. It's all right. Me he ranks up there with Trey coming back. It's like whatever. No, dude, they they go I'm big. Kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, do you want okay. me to keep going with my day? <laughs> I've only gotten to two o'clock so far. <laughs> I, I mean, it already makes me laugh. Yeah. All right. So two so o'clock. Two o'clock. <laughs> Practice for 15, 20 minutes. Okay, wait, wait. So you get to the venue, what, like 10 to 2 to get dressed? Yeah, I'll usually get there at like 2.30 because we have an hour of practice. You just got to be there by 2, but you're not on the bike at 2. No. Okay. As long as we're right. I sometimes don't even practice. I'll show up at like 6.30. What? Do so you get in trouble? No, no, they don't. Not on the second day. Sometimes the first day they like you to hit the jumps. Okay. But Jump same distance every time? No. Oh. Arenas are different. Okay. Bigger arena at 75, smaller arena will do like 72-ish Okay, feet. so you got to be there by 2. Be there by 2, do a little practice. And then, get dressed. Uh, get dressed. I, I don't stretch or nothing, so I just get dressed. <laughs> Shocking. Then, yeah, I just text for a little bit and then go out, hit the jump a couple times. And if we have to do like getting scene cleaning, we'll do a little What's bit. What's that? Like where you have to like maybe somewhere we messed up the week before. Oh. Scene cleaning. Do, another Siggy. Scene show lingo. Yeah, 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 show lingo. If I mess up my Siggy, I got to go out there and <laughs> yeah, you know, do, do it a couple clean. times. All right. And then that sounds like a porn thing. Yeah, Siggy. Yeah, no, sing clean. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we just we, Peter North was just clean in up. There. We got a, we got a mess out there. We had a scene clean up. P- Peter North was just uh, just in there. Terminator shot early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Carry on. And then how long's practice? An hour. Okay. And it's is it choreographed practice or no. just all you Open idiots practice. going out just to get used to the ramps and just okay. yeah. hit you know so, go yeah, through your yeah, tricks. Yeah, yeah. We'll usually go through our tricks a couple times in practice just to. Get okay. dialed for whatever, and then bikes do that. are warmed up. Bikes are warmed up. Uh, we gee, start them before. Gee, Cliffy, have them running. Tire pressures are checked. You are in it on a CR two fifty. Four fifty. Oh, you're on four fifty. Yeah. No two strokes or just. There's two strokes. Oh, okay. Adam Jones. But you're Taka, on four fifty. Yeah. There's still on two. Oh, strokes. Taka's on the tour. Yeah. I like Taka. Taka's hung out with Taka at uh, Geneva a little bit. Yeah. He is probably the gnarliest dude on a dirt bike right now. Really? I mean, freestyle wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like practice, he'll do like rock solid flips, and we're riding mobile setups. From Japan, huh? Yeah, Japan. Yeah, who knew? Bonsai. Um, okay. Please carry on. Hour practice. Hour practice. Dancers, dancers out? No. Dancers there? Sometimes if they're there, I really practice. Like if they're in the stands. <laughs> right. 
They're still recovering from the Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator just freaking bow-legged them. So, anyways, we do some practice, and then... There must be dancers that come on where you guys are like, who's who's got her? This is so who, hard, dude. I've been stuck on the practice who's got for her? an hour. Who's got this Can one? we talk about the chicks when after you get, this? When you get the new dancers, you're like, who's got her? Oh, you should have seen us last week. I was mapping them all out. Yeah, like, who's got who? Is that, are you going for that one? No, then, I'm going to go for that one. And then I ended up at the bar with the 50-year-old. She was the last one standing. She's a dancer? No. Nah. Oh. 50-year-old. Just... There's yeah. no 50 year old dancers, dude. We'll break uh, a hip. I'm just asking. I don't know. Madonna. Oh, God. Is she <laughs> What's it again? JT. JT. So, <laughs> I'm not taking TJ because it's probably Sinjin. I, I don't blame you, to be honest with you. But um, I got a text yeah. from our former host. He yeah. has a question for Jason. He wants to know what happened to Ivan in uh, Germany this last weekend. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm still stuck on practice. I haven't even got <laughs> He to has show to yet. call in. Tell him he has to call. I asked him if he was listening. He said no, but Mason told him he was going to be on the show. If he wants an answer, he has to call in. (laughs) Who's this? Kent. Kent. JT, will you answer that question? If yeah, he he uh, tweeted me and we talked on direct message, but I think he just wants me to talk about the show. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure what. What are the chances that Tits is fooled by Sinjin again, and one of these guys is Sinjin? Probably high. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So Mason, let's go. I'm over it now. Practice an hour. Getting strep throat. Two o'clock to three o'clock. Two to three, and then we got catering. It's pretty good. I like food. In the dressing area, or in, whatever. Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the arena. What do they bring in? It depends where we're at. Usually, it's like chicken and vegetables because we're healthy. Is it uh, restaurant stuff or just sort of? Uh, no, just like okay, arena yeah. catering. Right, arena basic catering. stuff, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Chicken so we, breast salad. Chicken, yeah, sa- always a salad. And fountain drinks. We can have sodas and stuff because we don't really need water. So we'll have like a Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Then we all text for a little bit. Me and Adam Jones bring our guitars. We all text for a little bit. Yeah, we do. If you go in that locker room, everyone's looking at their phone yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then we have meet and greets at like 530. Whoa. Really? Yeah, they have like a VIP. VIP tickets? Yeah. Do you have to get up in your gig? You no, to... no. Just regular clothes. Just walk up. Is Feist naked? He's, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, he wants to be though. Yeah. He has his butt cheeks tattooed, uh, so he thinks he's cool. So f- what kind of people buy these VIP tickets? Um, All kinds of people. Yeah, just yeah. families and yeah, stuff. Ran, yeah, like families. Yeah. Right. And like this weekend, we had a dude that hit me up on Facebook. It was his eight-year anniversary, so his wife got him VIP tickets for it, so they oh, came yeah. and hung out. Stuff like that. It's one of those creepy things where he wanted to watch you with his wife? Oh, that'd be badass. I would do that. <laughs> I would totally do that. Uh, okay, so you got to be there for that. Yeah. So you can't leave the arena. I want you to get there. No. Okay. No. And then we do the show, 730. Yeah. And then we ride the show. How long is the show? Hour and a half. How much do you think you're on the bike? Probably 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. The rest are dancers and effects and acts? Yeah. Act. Well, I mean, yeah, Are you acting ever? I act a lot. We're you su- do? We're supposed to act, but all the other riders think they're too cool for that, but I'm out there fist pumping and I'm all into the music. Dude, that's the, the stuff dance. that they they notice. Yeah. Right. I love it. You can Plus, you can make fun of Deegan and those dudes for all that stuff, but that is, that's what makes them money. Yeah. You know? And I get bored out there, so I just like to mess around. Right. And then, yeah, so we do all our scenes, two halves to the show, intermission. Yeah, what do you guys do in intermission? How long is it? 20 minutes. What are you guys doing back there? Guitar H- Hooking up with the dancers? No, dude, not then. They're all sweaty. <laughs> Guitar and stanky. Guitar and texting. Yep, so we do that. I love how you think texting is like a real activity. It is. Yeah. Right, Tits? That's why How many times did you say texting tonight? Like texting. He, he said, right. that's, yeah, it's a national pastime. Canada <laughs> thinks curling's a sport. Ooh, what's that? TJ, is this really you? Yes. TJ? 
I don't yeah. know Tim. Yes, it sounds like a deep voice. I don't know if Sinjin can. No, no. <laughs> it's, I don't know who this Sinjin dude is. All right, TJ, I'm letting you go for now. What's your question? <laughs> I, <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I know I'm totally off subject because y'all, like, got off and I was actually working when I came back. Y'all were on this. But y'all were talking earlier about the podium stuff. And I remember back in the day, guys would be like, oh, my bike was great. The Honda was pulling hard, this and that. And you don't hear that anymore. The riders are like, seems like they're just totally, like, thinking that no matter what bike they're on, that they're the best. I would think the, that, like, Suzuki would want Stewart or whatever out there. I pulled a whole shot because I couldn't even hardly hold on to how fast this Suzuki is or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. You have to ask JT or Mason. They're real riders. I won four Manitoba yeah, that, titles. That's me and that's what, I'm gonna I'm going to hang up and listen, but yeah. I, I would really seriously like to hear about why the, the, the you don't hear them talk about how good the bike is or how Doug Henry would say how much the bike sucks or whatever, something along those lines. All right. Thanks, TJ. All right. Uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, I just think that they're directed to get so – they have certain things they have to say, and you're super limited on how much time you're allowed to talk. So they're all they're worried about is getting their required sponsors mentioned. They don't – you it's, know, like if they can work in other cool stuff, they'll try to, but they they got to get those sponsors in if they get yelled at. So right. that – all the all the cool personality stuff gets pushed by the wayside by sponsor contracts and all the dumb stuff. Like Barsha doesn't even really answer the question. No, they they honestly I don't think they even they go up there with a plan of what they're going to say. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. And you can yeah. ask them how the weather was, and they're going to talk about their start. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Freestyle guys are. That's why freestyle guys. You know. That's why it's way more fun on our side. Yeah. Look what we're talking about right now. All right. Chicks. When's the show end? Ten. Ten? Whoa. No. No. And do you guys, do you guys, who pays the mechanics? Feld? Feld, yeah. Do you guys give them bonuses? No. What? Uh-uh. Come on, dude. No way. Give them something. I'll buy them Chipotle, though. I'll bonuses? Like, like they win We're, something? The riders aren't getting bonuses. Yeah, we ain't it getting bonuses. It doesn't matter. They're working on your bike, man. Chances are they're not making much money at all. So yeah. they don't have to backflip? Yeah. Well, guess guess their... what? If, if something goes wrong with the bike, you know, Mason's backflip. <laughs> Cause one of the yeah, Mason goes to the hospital. The mechanic goes home and is a little bit upset, but they still like have McDonald's that night and yeah. you know wake up the next day. You don't day. Tip the guys nothing. No, I had a flat this weekend on the show. Well, okay, yeah, definitely do. They do not deserve a bonus, but okay. you can't even do my, bastard. Can't even do, well, I give my mechanic a bonus at X Games. It's not like I never. But he um, doesn't get a bonus. What do you want him to give a bonus from? Yeah. Well, does the rider get a bonus, and he gives his rider a mechanic a bonus? No. In, yeah, in, they in do. Supercross, in Supercross. Yeah. No, they don't. They just get the. How do you regular, figure? They just get their regular winnings, and they'll still give a guy a bonus. Riders don't get bonuses in Supercross. That's your. That's what you're going. That's okay. your final answer. When I worked for Nick Way in 2002 at Moto Triple X. That was 11 years ago. Yeah, dude, it was 11 years ago. What, do you think Kyle Chisholm gets a bonus for getting 13th? I guarantee you, he still gets donks. But, but you're not getting my point. His results. If he does better, he gets more money. Yes. If Mason's tricks are better that night, he's getting the same paycheck. Yes. There's no reason to get a bonus. Uh huh. Would it hurt you to kick down a hundy here and there? Yes. <laughs> I got a family to think about, man. Really? Yeah, my mom and dad. They like Coors Your roommates? just as much as me. Your roommates? Yeah. Mom and dad? Yeah. Hey, uh, their Twitter is classic. My mom and dad? Yeah. They, I follow like, you talking to both of them. It's awesome. Hey, it was badass. On New Year's Eve, I stole my mom's phone. She was all wasted, and I was typing so much dirty stuff about my dad. <laughs> And everyone did. I seen everyone at Anaheim one. They're all, dude. What is up with your mom? She's weird. Like, I, I that might have been me. I need to follow that. No, you don't. ASAP. You shouldn't. Um, 
All right, JT, thank you for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Thank no you. Worries. We appreciate it. Uh, Serious jet lag right now, but it's all good. I know. I, know. I appreciate it, too. Uh, Mason, thank you. You're great, as usual. I'm already done? Yeah, you're done. Thanks. Steve, you should give me a bonus. Yeah, we should get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what you've done. Thanks to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Showy Helmets, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Free Gun Underwear, Rourke's Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Joey Savatsky. Savachi. Savachi. James Stewart, Jimmy Albertson, Georgia Albertson, freestyle icon, Mike Mason. Yes. Tight ass. That's your new nickname. Come on. Terminator. Yeah. Terminator. Mike tight ass Mason. I like Terminator better. I'm not tight ass. I like the mauler. No, I'm not into the mauler. All right. We'll think of another one. All right. That's fine. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to be back next week with another uh, fantastic show on uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks, Tits, for all you do. You're welcome. And uh, we're, going, we're going out. We'll see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.